Hello, fellow homebrewers. JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brew Built X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brew Built Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full two inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brew Built line of options and add ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brew Built X1 Conical Uni Tanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brew Built Conicals. You can trust Brew Built with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brew Built at morebeer.com. Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's gonna be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14th. Get tickets now. Home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, beer drinkers. Get ready for an all-new experience in information exchange and beer culture. Your only source, only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers from around the globe right to your home. You're not just listening to broadcasters. It's the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. back everybody it's uh sunday again and you're in the right place it's time for the session the show that brings beer home to you uh and you know at least talks about it and keeps you entertained welcome everybody glad to be back in the studio uh i know we were here just last week but uh had an awful experience in in radio yesterday, and uh, it's just good to be home and back with you folks. I'll tell you more about that as uh, as we go. But uh, basically, this this is the radio I'm comfortable with, and it feels really good to be here. <laughs> uh, more on that uh, later. Uh, welcome everybody. We got a really good show planned for you today. A la Shat the producer. How about that? Uh, what? Yeah, well, he did some work this week. So he's been on the payroll for two months, and he's actually doing something now? Yeah, well, you know, and and, and payroll is uh, used loosely. Well, I mean, beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that he makes. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've gotten him a discount or something at, at more beer. I try to hook him up. <laughs> yeah, everyone tries to help him out. Yeah, Shat... Uh, it's like helping the retarded kid across the street. You help to help him. you got to give yeah. him a helmet and help him out. Yep. Fred Colby from Laughing Dog Brewing Company uh, is joining us today. Uh, they're out of, uh, where are they out of, uh, Shad, so I get it right? Idaho, northern Idaho. Yeah, Idaho. So uh, looking forward to talking to Fred. Uh, we're going to talk winter ales with these guys today. Also, they brew an Imperial Hefeweizen that I'm going to ask about. I want to know how you do that, and I think that's an interesting thing to be doing, too. I agree. Because Hefe's are usually too 
light and sissy like it, it it is a hard it, i find it's kind of a hard thing to to really balance properly i've had a lot that are either too thin or too heavy on the wheat or not heavy enough and the you know the flavors are all wrong and yeah um it's kind of a difficult thing i think well so this way we're going to get to talk to it from uh, one of the pros uh, also i don't know if you've all noticed lately we only uh, you know we usually hear from folks when we're not doing stuff Right. So, of course, we heard for a long time, we're not getting enough brewers from across the country. We're not getting enough of this, not getting enough of that. But chat has been doing a great job of getting people outside of California. So, good to have a brewer in from Idaho. It'll be our first Idahoian. Yeah, pretty cool stuff. If Idahoian is how he likes to be called, I don't know. We'll find out from Fred. So, get your questions ready. 888-401-BEER. You know the phone number. That's what you use to uh, to call in and ask questions. And also, you can Skype us, the Brewing Network, and uh, or Brewing Network, or whatever the hell it is. And uh, you can get through to us that way. I got Skype up and running. It's been working properly for a couple weeks now. So That's good news. Looking for forward Bob. to a to a good show uh, with these guys, and looking forward to drinking some beer. We got a lot of beer on hand, JP. Lots of stuff on tap. Uh, Shat has what do you got? You have two different brews on tap. I do. Plus a JP and Shat beer is on tap. Plus one of mine is on tap, which uh. you know will still be just as full as it is now by the end of the program. <laughs> and uh, Colin Kaminsky left us his Harvest Ale from last week. Like, we got That's f- what I went straight to. How do you like that? It's pretty good. good Super stuff. hop. That's a tough one to start with. Yeah, well, you know, I'm a tough guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so a uh, lot of beer on hand, and I'm hoping. We haven't seen Doc yet. Uh, he'll be here. I talked to him last night. He'll, Rumor he's, has it. He's definitely coming. Okay. So... Uh, I'm thinking, you know, he was off for a couple of weeks, didn't do any of the events with us, mm-hmm. and last week he had the kids, so no drinking for him last yeah, week. He's in for bonus time. I'm thinking this week, not only should he have a free pass to, to hang out late, but I'm thinking he's going to want to tie one on. So keep your fingers crossed out there, BN Army. Maybe we get a little drunken doc on the show tonight, and I say, you know, what better time to do it? Right. So lots of good stuff planned. Stay tuned with us. 888-401-BEAR. Just give you that number one more time. A um, couple of announcements. Why don't we start with the new show I got on CBS, new AM show. Let's do it. On 1550. First, I should let you all know, the Brewcast that used to be on 106.9, that got moved over to AM 1550. And it's been there for a while now. I didn't really promote it because it got moved every... The time got moved every Saturday because of baseball season. We were like the pre-pre-pre-game to uh, baseball, so it got moved, and I didn't really promote it because you guys never would have known when to find it. Um, so now it's on at 2 p.m. every Saturday. Doc! What's happening, my brother? Uh, uh, good, good. Much better. <laughs> Running a little late today? Hey, 45 minutes ago, I was still in a muddy trench putting together plumbing. So, oh, is that right? Yeah. You, uh, you guys are finally going to get outdoor plum- indoor plumbing there in Moraga, huh? No, I'm putting in another 10,000 gallon water tank. So oh, I see. It's been a month of working on weekends and stuff, and had to build a retaining wall for it. And Let's be honest, you were out partying last night, weren't you? Well, that too. You Not re- much. No, you didn't. Yeah. You weren't hung over this morning. Nah, no. Nah. I should have been hung over the morning before, and I really wasn't. It's, it's amazing. You've been partying for two nights now. Oh, uh, yeah, a little bit, not much. So, <laughs> do, you, do you have a new goldfish in your house or what? Yeah, we do. Yeah, right. Yeah. 
I don't know what that means. Uh, we were uh, at a carnival slash Halloween party oh, last night. And, I uh, see. JP was there. And my kids won a goldfish. So. Ah. But I didn't do much drinking last night. I was too tired from all the work and I was doing around the house yesterday. So. I got you. What time did you leave the party? 10, probably. Ah, see, good thing. Uh, Shat and I and McDole, we were on our way home from the city. I was drinking away my AM radio woes. And uh, we were going to stop in and see him. McDole's like, let's go party with Doc at the Halloween thing that uh, the oh, more guys were having. Yeah. But it was 10.30. You were gone by then. I should have. Uh, oh. The wife and kids were there. And you know everybody's like, oh, Doc, is this your hot wife? She was looking really good last night. Too. Ah, that a girl. And uh, everybody's like, oh, Scott, hot wife. See, it was great. You know what's funny is now that I refer to her as the hot wife, everyone thinks it's okay that they do that. Oh, there's right. people that you know um, that you don't even know. <laughs> They're <laughs> really? doing that. Coming up, hey, so that's your hot wife, huh? Yeah. Doc likes to show off his hot wife. You have to. <laughs> you do have to. You can't. Hey, if you got it, do yeah. it. You can't keep a hot wife buttoned up. <laughs> no. And why would yeah. you want to? No. What was she wearing? I don't remember. <laughs> See, you don't even care. That's I, don't, I don't. Yeah, it's all na- it, it happens all the time. Well, when you've been married that long, it doesn't matter anymore that you have a hot wife. You I'm don't right. notice. I wouldn't know. She, she was looking pretty good last night. You didn't no. notice that, huh? Yeah. Did you uh, You guys go home and seal the deal? Oh, uh, no. No. <laughs> Poor Doc. I was too yeah. tired. <laughs> the I, was, I wasn't tired down. earlier in the week, though. Oh, is that right? Okay. So. No, good. Fair enough. That's all you had to say. Just want to know that's not going to waste, Doc. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> All right, welcome, Doc. It's good to have you back. Thanks. My assessment just before you got here is that uh, since you had a couple weeks off and you had the kids last week, I'm figuring you're ready to tie one on this week. I'm in a really good mood. <laughs> I'm driving over here. I got the windows down. The, the radio's blasting. I've just got a smile on my face from ear to ear. Cause okay. I'm coming over here. And All right, good. So Doc's ready to go. Good. Oh, oh yeah. We're going to have a good show. It can get probably, probably ugly today. Well, Doc, we're interviewing uh, Fred Colby, the owner and brewmaster of Laughing Dog Brewery out of Idaho today. Okay. And we're going to talk uh, We're gonna talk winter ales with him. Okay. They just brewed their first one ever. And so I thought we could learn from how he learned. And also, they do an imperial hef. So we're going to be talking a couple of things Ooh. like that with these guys. Yeah. So kind of a cool thing. All right. So as I was about to say, uh, yeah, new show on AM and the Brewcast you can now find. It's uh, KYOU.com, KU.com. So if you're not in the Bay Area, you can listen online to the AM Brewcast, 2 p.m. every Saturday. And you go to KU.com. If you are in the Bay Area, and it's a huge, it's a 5,000 watt signal. It's a big station. So anywhere in the surrounding, in the greater, greater Bay Area, you can get it on AM 5,000 watts. It's huge. It's a big signal. I don't think anyone listens to it, but it's a really big signal. We Which have a you, big makes stick. you sound important. It does. I, that, well, that's what I thought. I was talking to some of the people around CBS. And does, does anybody listen to AM? <laughs> you know what's weird? In uh, San Francisco, which is a top five market in this country, it's a big, big, big radio market, is one of the only markets in the country where I think it's the top three stations are all AM stations. What? So the most listened to stations are AM, and that's uncommon in radio today. Most of the top stations in any market are FM, but not here. 1550 is not one of those top three. Okay. I think number f- either either number three or four, because don't quote me on the top probably, three. Probably three. Either number three or four is uh, is Coit. Oh, yeah. You know, light rock, yeah. less talk. You have no idea. This awful 
shit of a station. Why these? Why people still listen to this stuff blows my mind. This horrible light rock less talk station is the most listened to FM station in San Francisco. Oh, it, gets, it gets put on in my office every once in a while, and it's very office friendly. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, but God, it's awful because you got you got to listen to it all day long. If yeah. you're just in the office for an hour or something, it's yeah. great. But you know, when you got to listen to it. Hour after hour, and there's people that listen to it, and they call in, and oh hi, you know, I'm so I'm loving it. Uh, yeah, that. But there's people that call in, and the people on the radio know these people, like the regulars. Oh right, like regulars in a bar. Oh hey Marge, thanks exactly. for calling. Yeah. Hey, did you get that package, Jason? Uh, exactly. Oh man, gag me. Well, it's all. It's Richard Marks and Celine Dion, yep. and uh, over and over again. That's the problem. Uh, anyway. Over and over. <laughs> so like AM- Kenny G. AM radio, though, does really well in this market, and so that's where we're at, and you can find us 1550. So I've been talking – I talked about this on that uh, Friday show that occasionally happens here at the Brewing Network. Uh, what's that called again, JP? Uh, um, moat, Mint. It's called no, Meat. Meat. Yeah. Story time with Fred and Wilma. <laughs> yeah, something like that, pretty much. So it's, I, I did reveal a little bit of this. CBS been talking to me for a while, just before Burning Man, you know, Doc. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, I, I was going to ask you about what the hell's going on with that. Actually, my kid asked me about that the other day. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you asked about my new show? Yeah. <laughs> because isn't Justice supposed to be famous yet? Wow. <laughs> Do you tell him? Uh, no. Uh, you just get. Not yet. Account. I got. I got to ask him about that. Well, you know, they let me do whatever I want. Let me develop my own show, and uh, they just been waiting for me to get it together and make it happen. And <laughs> <laughs> get and it I, together, buddy. I finally did uh, this past Saturday. So now I have two shows. I have the Brewcast at two, and then my new program, which is called the Weak Point, uh, comes on at three. <laughs> well. Bring it week. I had high hopes for this first program. I I spent a lot of time on it. Like um, I spent, I've been spending time on this thing. I've been I, I haven't spent this much time prepping radio in a while. It's a whole new uh, genre for me. It's not beer related. I'm trying to develop a brand new thing here, and you have to, you know, you really got to develop your own thing. And that's what I did all week. And in my opinion, it was a, a complete and utter disaster. Uh. It was awful radio. It you were terrible. underwhelmed. It's terrible radio. <laughs> like I have these big plans for the show. It's kind of a, a the Daily Show meets The Onion meets Weekend Update on Saturday Night Live meets me and my uh, twisted opinions about the world. Oh. But I don't want the whole program to be that. I, I've I've got guests lined up and interviews and uh, this whole thing and. Well, no guests on the first one, so I had to just go with this news thing that I've been working all week, and it just was bad, man. I was trying to do, trying to be somebody that I'm not, you know, trying this new character, trying to do something else, and it just came off like shit, man. And I know what we'll be talking about after the show, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, yesterday... Drinking lots of beer and talking about this, huh? I felt like crap, man. I walked out of there, and I was like, shit, let's just go to the Tornado, man. <laughs> <laughs> and just, I don't know. My apologies to anybody who listened to that program. I got to now sit down with my program director on, on Wednesday when I go back to CBS and hope he didn't hear the show. If he heard it, it's not as if he's going to cancel me. I just don't want to have to explain, like, oh, I made a mistake, I'll do better next week. Like, I hate having that conversation, you know what I mean? It was bad. <laughs> I can see it on your face, man. Yeah, I felt like shit about it. So, if you did listen out there, 
you know, don't give up on me yet. I, I got big plans <laughs> for the show, and it's going to be okay. It's just, let me tell you, just a little insight, you know, into my world and my, my radio ambition, in case anybody cares. You know, it's hard. It's tough to, to come up with shit like this. It's easy to do the same old program. I mean, I could get up there and do the same thing everybody does. Uh, but I'm trying to do something new and I'm trying to break out and you have to develop your own personality so that anyone's going to give a shit and, and, and so that you can move further. And I've not done it. Like you guys at home, you've all grown up with me on this program. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't, I didn't have a huge radio resume before the BN. I went to school for it and I had some college radio and things like that. Um, but you guys have seen it develop here and now I'm just trying something even completely new. I'm trying to, not that I don't love doing the beer thing, because I do, and I'm comfortable here, but I don't want to be limited by a niche either, so I want to keep doing this thing, and I want to do something else that everybody can tune into, you know? And it's a lot harder than I thought. Like, I thought all week, as long as I prepped all the content, I'd get up there and just do it, and everyone would, would like it. <laughs> not so much, man. It's, it's fucking hard. It's not <laughs> easy. Is this so, based on just from you, or is this on, like, feedback you got? Uh, it's just me, just although... Still, I think the problem was he got no feedback. Yeah, yeah, silent, no feedback is bad, mm-hmm. bad feedback. So, and, uh, a couple people, you know, close to me that I trust, Mike McDowell, he was there listening to it, you know, he gave me about the feedback that I expected to get, too, which was, you know, he didn't, he didn't say it was awful, like I'm saying, but, you know, in not so many words, he's like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta do something about this, you gotta do something about that, and he was right. Yeah. It's hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you like I said, if you tuned in, uh give me a chance. I'll I'm gonna do better this week. We're gonna reformat some things and uh and hope for the best. So that's the AM tale. JP was on with me. You weren't comfortable in that studio, were you? You didn't uh, feel I, like that was going well, did you? I was sick. I didn't feel good. Like, like because a, of the program? No, I had like a fever and a giant headache all day. Like I, I was just out of it. Aside from that, but I, I mean, I mean, while we're talking and while we're doing things. Oh, about the, you know, I felt, I did feel uncomfortable and I'll tell you why. is because I didn't understand fully my role. Yeah, well, neither did I. That's and, my and, fault. Yeah, and, and, and if when I should chime in and when not. And, uh, never bothered you before. And to, well, I know, but it took me a year and a half to figure, to feel comfortable doing this. Yeah, you know? yeah. And to figure out my role here and I still don't even know it. But there, it was something new, and I had an idea about what you wanted from not only me, but just the whole show. Yeah. And then, but I wanted to see it play out on the air to really get a full, you know, before I really said anything, like, I don't fully understand or whatever, but... Uh, Which is what I figured would be fine, too. I thought, you know, let me just plan all the content, and yeah. then we'll play it out on the air, and it will go fine. Yeah, I always yeah. do better when the microphones are out. Like, I, that's why I don't do pre-recorded stuff. Because I'm awful at pre-recorded stuff. If I don't have the pressure of utter failure, I don't do well. I need that to perform. Yeah. And so I figured let's just play it out on the air. But I guess what I'm asking is, uh, and Doc, you you would know this too, because um, you've been in here doing this long enough. You know when radio feels good. Oh yeah. And you don't even think about it, and it just happens. It feels good in here when we're conducting a good interview or we're, we're we're getting out good information. You can feel it. Yeah. You can also feel it. And you really feel it when it's going bad. Yeah. And it's like a it's like a screwdriver in your side. Oh, you're just dragging it along, and it's just you're hoping it's gonna free up and get moving, and it's just yes. not. Yeah. Well, forty five minutes out of a fifty five minute hour felt like <laughs> like the screwdriver yesterday. Oh, <laughs> it's bad, man. All you want to do is end it. Yeah. 
I did. I, I that almost, tube in your mouth and I got the real close to going to just making it a half hour show. About halfway through, I was like, hey, nobody knows that I'm supposed to be here for an hour, right? Yeah. Why not just uh, quit oh, while I'm man. behind? But you got to stick it out. So what kind yeah. of guests are you planning on having on this thing? A lot of musical guests. Uh, really going to focus on musical guests. I'm also going to focus on political guests. I want to get them in there. And so... I'm going to get everybody I can. Uh, I have some contacts with comedians in the area, like the two local comedy clubs in San Francisco huh. area. Uh, try to get some of those guys in there. Just somebody to feature. Like interviews for me, I can do. That's second nature, right? But just uh, – well, I can ramble on about this shit for a half hour, obviously. But when, I'm do- when it's not my genre, yeah. just talking and not having uh, some feedback, yeah. that's not easy, man. So. No, it, yeah, it, you know, as much as you're, you know, you said your producer didn't like the loose format. Yeah, um, I think that's when you are on top of your game when it's loose. When well, when it not when it doesn't even have to be, you know, super loose. I mean, it could be, it could still be within like uh, some sort of guidelines. But yeah. like when we're going off and riffing about the news or talking about something or even on the beer show doing that, yeah, that's it feels right. I agree. It, it's it's great. Um, but uh, I think I think if if you leave the, the human interaction out of it too much, yeah. then it, then uh, either you're not used to it or it it sucks. I can't tell. Right. Um, and then I think you overthink it and go, oh shit! You well, know, while you're reading it, while you're reading it, you're like, oh Christ, this sucks. Exactly. I don't have anyone to look at. You know. Well, and so that that's the I gotta move on. Sorry that I'm rambling on about this. We got a lot to get to, but um, people uh, like it. But basically, uh, <laughs> I. I don't want to rest on my lore. I don't want to just rest on what I'm good at because I feel like I won't grow as a broadcaster then, right? So the idea for the show for me is to do do things I'm not comfortable with mm-hmm. so that I can see if I can do it and I can learn how to do it. I mean, I wasn't always comfortable with this either, but you learn how to do it. Yeah. Right? So that was number one. The mistake I made is that I left me out of it. <laughs> I just created this entire like anchor person type of character and I left me out of it entirely. Until like the last ten minutes of the show, where I tried to balance me with this new character I'm doing, and that was a huge mistake. A big, big, big mistake is that I left me entirely out of it. Not that I mean that me is going to be enough to carry the show, but what I mean is that's my. I needed some form of comfort comfort level. You know, I couldn't get in there and just act like this political analyst because I'm not. Right. And not only that, I could give a shit about that kind of radio. And so that was my mistake, is that I left me out of it. I just was like, uh, we'll just do something totally new, and, and uh, I'm not going to do that next week. So, Well, uh, wherever we'll you go, there you are. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, that's that. Real quick announcements. Um, and so KU.com, if you want to listen to the Brewcast, I'd recommend not tuning into the other show for a few <laughs> weeks. Uh, give me some time, and assuming they keep me on the air. But 2 p.m. Pacific time, you can listen to the Brewcast on AMKU.com or 1550. Uh, Jamil John Palmer book, Brewing Classic Styles. Oh, still available for uh, pre-sale in our store. And I'm telling you, we're really short on copies. And this is it. You want a signed copy? Get it now. Um, They're running out really fast. You can go look at the quantity right now, and you'll know what I'm talking about. Not uh, blowing smoke up your wazoo. Uh, So get them now if you want them. Also, I'm getting a ton of emails asking me, where's my book, where's my book? Because uh, people are saying that Amazon already received their books and blah, blah, blah. Well, listen, if you read the description in the store, it says they're going to ship in November. And we're still on track to ship them in November. 
I've not received yeah, the books. You don't have them yet, do you? I haven't got them. The publisher probably sent them to Amazon, oh, Amazon because Amazon orders 10,000 copies. But Amazon also is a heavy arm twister. They're From what I've heard from authors, they're yeah. just horrible. Right. They're just arm twisters. They're going to get what they want. Right. At whatever price they want. And believe me, I am low on that totem pole. Yeah. And they so, want them first, they're going to get them first. And not only that, I, I expect that we're going to get them actually this week, but then they all have to be processed and signed. Jamil has to sign. Uh, some of them are his autograph. Other ones are all these personal messages. That's going to take time. And so, but, but I'm not behind. If you read the description of the book that you bought, it says they're due to ship in November and they're still due to ship in November. So you guys will get them. So just hang in there. Um, just letting you all know, because I'm, I'm like writing the same email, a, you know, a dozen times a day. People just wonder where they are. So they're coming. You're going to get them. Don't worry about it. Uh, shirts are in there. Um, uh, the the BN Army shirts, they're available in large and extra large. So uh, get them now. Uh, why you still can. And finally, uh, if you have show ideas, things like that, um, Chad at thebrewingnetwork.com, producer Shat, who's uh, now in full control of all show booking and topics. Yeah. yeah. I've I have. gotten some good ideas, too, via email. Great. In yep. fact, I was really some proud of him. I was I was late getting here, and I'm on my way, and he actually called producer like he is. That was a great idea, Chad. Yeah, he Chad, called. I'm really he glad. He my balls. He goes, oh, shit, is that this weekend? Chad, I'm really glad, that, that tonight? I'm really glad that you thought of that and, and acted upon it to <laughs> do it without any outside influence at all. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm very, Thanks, JP. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> I love you. I love you, too. Now, Chad has been doing a great job, and... Um, Basically, we had a meeting this week, and I passed the buck, man. I said, Shad, I can't do all this anymore. The show is going to tank. So you are now in, he's now in charge of all booking and all topics. He's got a couple of advisors. Of course, Doc will help with topics. Uh, McDole's going to help him out with, uh, you know, keep things relevant in the beer world. And he's booking guests left and right. So those ideas should be going to Chad at thebrewingnetwork.com. And he's doing a great job. So, uh, he's so we're gonna, not going to fire him this week. We're not going to fire him this week. Maybe next week, though. You know, we'll see what guest he gets for us next Actually, week. I think next week he's going to move to Germany and do radio out there. Do we do we already have a guest for next week? Uh, yes, but but no confirmation. Just need to confirm, yeah. See, that's what it's tough. People are always like, "Yeah, I'll do it," and then you give me a call yeah. about a week. Well, it's and the beer industry; yeah. they got These a lot of shit busy. to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I've said it before. The beer industry, there, everybody in the beer industry, they're all like drummers. Now, if you've ever been in a band, and if not, I'm going to tell you right now: drummers are the most unreliable people on the face of the earth. Sans brewers, <laughs> they're, and they're the same. They're just. Uh, what they do, they do really well, but getting them to do it is a big pain in the ass. And that's what it's like booking. So, Shat, you're in for not a, it's not fun. I thought John was just John. <laughs> it's just, uh, <laughs> it's the way it goes. Uh, alright, so those are the announcements for today. Time for Doc's favorite part of the show. Oh boy. A little bit of, uh, feedback. Oh my god! You've got mail. Kick ass. As always, lots of people chiming in this week. Some good stuff, too. Let's see what we got here. You got one written to you, too, Shad. I'll uh, read that later. Super. Here's one that I thought everyone should know about. Uh, I want to talk about it briefly. It says, um, Hi, Justin. While browsing through iTunes, um, I noticed that the Brewing Network did not have a high profile among podcasts in iTunes. I've listened to the other non-brewing podcasts, and listeners have been asked to give uh, podcasts a five-star rating um, if they liked it. And the more you get, the higher rated and the more others find you. 
This would be a simple and free way to promote the BN, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So he thought I should ask listeners to um, rate us on there. So, you know, iTunes is weird. And the reason I've – I think I maybe said a long time ago, like, if you guys want to go vote or post comments, that's cool and everything. But iTunes is wacky, and they don't have a real way to rate podcasts. You'll hear the other beer programs um, get on the air and talk about how they're, like, number one rated or or we're just below the Brewing Network and, and shit like that. <laughs> Uh, it doesn't actually mean anything. It has nothing to do with how many people are listening or how many people are searching or anything else. iTunes has this weird algorithm. And one month, we'll show up on everything beer. And the next month, we don't show up at all. And I just, I can't even be bothered with it anymore. It's just, iTunes is so ridiculous about how they do their, their postings. It's, uh, uh, let me tell you why iTunes exists. To sell iPods. That's it. They don't offer any support to podcasters. If you have questions, you have to go to a user forum. They won't, they don't answer emails. They don't have shit to help anybody do it. And it's because they don't care. All they care about is getting a bunch of people using iTunes because it sells more iPods. So if you guys want to go vote and, and see if it moves us anywhere in the rankings, that's cool. I mean, I, I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying, don't put a lot of weight into where the BN shows up on those. It just doesn't make any sense how they how no, they rank things. I think his point more was if we are more visible on there by people voting, it will be easier to find. That is what he said too, and I guess that's cool. So can't if hurt. New people look up beer, then. But what I'm saying is, I think no matter what you do. Uh, next month, people might look up beer, and we don't even show up. And that's just the way that their stupid algorithm works. So uh, if you guys want to vote and see if it makes us more visible, I'm down. Like, I'm not saying don't. Or Shat needs to look up who we need to pay. Yeah, to get us up there. Uh, his name is Stephen Jobs. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Oh, him. Okay. Yeah. All right. What else do I have I'll here? give him a call. Oh, that was from Adam in uh, Australia, actually. So thanks, Adam. I'm, I'm certainly not harping on, on your uh, um, feedback there. I just... Well, it might be a pretty good suggestion. Can't hurt. Yeah. If everyone wants to do that, that's, that's cool by me. Go for it. Uh, all right. Another one. Uh, greetings. Just wanted to say thanks. Uh, oh, this one's to me and Jamil. Uh, say thanks to you both for such a great resource. Just started brewing in January. Went all grain on my fourth batch and just entered Jamil's amber recipe in the 07 Dixie Cup, which is a, a big, a big one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said dicks. <laughs> He's a big. <laughs> I entered simply to get some feedback to help my brewing, but lo and behold, I took first in the category. Whoa! Nice. He said, I never expected that, and he says, I owe 99.99% of my brewing knowledge to you guys. So thanks very much. Keep up the good work. I think that's enough ass-kissing for one email. That's from Chris. What a selfish guy. (laughs) (laughs) 99.9. Keeping the rest for yourself. Yeah, what the hell? Who's that other 1%? Palmer or something? Yeah. No, it's a 0.1%. Point .0001. Hey, congrats on the win, man. That's awesome. And that's a big competition. Yeah, especially the Dixie Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one I thought was cool. Another person learning from me being a dickhead. Uh, Justine and the respected brewcasters. Recently, I had a brew day from hell. My mash temp was off. My pre-boil gravity dropped way too low. My post-boil gravity was too low. And my fermentation was really slow to get going. Back in my PBN days, pre-brewing network... This would have resulted in the waste of all the ingredients and time. And now that I've been listening to Justine telling us uh, how she fucked up all the time, and Doc, Jamil, and the, all the other brewers telling us how to fix it, I was able to save my beer. 
When I first noticed my drop mash temp, I remember the decoction mash show and that a quick decoction would raise my temp. So I did that and got my temp back up. The next problem that came was a really low OG pre-boil. I knew what I was going to have to do was to add DME to bring it up. So that being solved, I had to address the next issue, which was slow yeasty boys. I pitched a vial of Cal Ale directly into my wort, only to find that it didn't show any activity in almost 12 hours. Okay, not an emergency now. Just take the leftover DME to work and measure out enough for a nice 1040 starter. Made up the starter, got home to find out it wasn't even needed. My original wort had already started fermenting. So those are just some of the examples of what I had learned to fix by listening to the show. I realize firsthand what I've heard on the show, anyone can brew beer if everything goes perfect, but it takes a brewer to know what to do when things go wrong. Thank you for making me feel, if only in a small way, like a brewer on my bad day. And that's from Private First Class Beer Bear, BN Army Southern Division, Tennessee Company. <laughs> I like the signature. Theme. I love those. So, hey, that's cool, man. And uh, and he uh, he did good things. He did everything you've said to do to fix yeah, it. He then. didn't panic, and uh, you can save him. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a, a brew that went picture perfect 100% of the time. Yeah. Uh, there's always at least one or two glitches that come up, and I still get bugged about it, but yeah. keep keep moving ahead. Hey, Art, I see you on the phone there. Hang in there, brother. I'm going to get to you. Uh, let's see, another one. Jay or Shat? I keep hearing about the shortages coming involving hops and barley and how it's going to drive up costs for all brewers, uh, pros, and home brewers. I would love to hear from some of the experts, hop growers and maltsters, on what the real situation is and how they think it will play out in the market, especially in the area of homebrew shops competing against the pros, and if it's likely that they uh, may buy up stocks of ingredients that we may go without in the future. Know you have contacts in the area, so maybe not a whole show, but how about uh, the first hour split between some guests? Thanks for all you do. He says, also loved the AM show, both of them. <laughs> Perfect to listen to at work on Saturday. And that's from Ragdy in the Austin, Texas area. Uh, apologize about that AM show, dude. <laughs> hey, isn't that where your brother lives? Coincidence? In the Austin, Texas area. Yeah, maybe that was from my brother. Uh, a chat already knows about this topic and We're that we want to do it. We're going to try to get Ralph and then you've got... Um, Brewer Supply Group. Brewer Supply Group. They're doing a big presentation all about it this week. So hops so. and malt. Yeah, they're, they're going to talk about it. So Shaddy's we'll on. on it. Good suggestion, Ragdy, and we're going to we're going to do it. Uh, here's one, uh, Doc, for you. Um, well, <laughs> the, I don't know. Well, actually, sh- either Doc or Shad will have the answer to this. So I'm a big fan of the hop's closest cousin. I won't deny it. Probably a little more than most. Among the many smoking apparatuses, I have a volcano vaporizer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the vaporizer. Yeah. Oh. If you're not, if you're familiar with what a vape does, it heats up the herb before the just before the point of combustion, a turning vape. turning the THC into vapor, or pretty much cooking it. So, needless to say, I have a lot of leftover vaporized bud because uh, the THC comes off it and then uh, leaves you just with the bud. Not that I know, which I usually reuse in brownies. He says the vape bud smells just like those special brownies. So when it comes time for me to dry hop a batch of beer, I added half ounce of the vaped bud in for aroma. Since there are a lot of Belgian malts, mostly biscuit, I figured the vaped bud would add a wonderful bouquet to the beer, as well as any leftover THC that didn't get vaped. So my question is this: Have you ever heard of or had any experience brewing with vaped bud? Or just regular bud. Don't bullshit. And that's John out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Man, you better tell me straight, bro. Don't bullshit me. Yeah, when have we ever I'll, lied about that stuff? Because I'm going to know about it, bro. You don't even mess with the vape. 
So I don't know of anybody who's ever brewed with vaped bud. Um, um, no, I just, you know, everybody I've seen with the vape can we not get rid it, of the bud afterwards. Can we so. not call it vaped bud though? I like that word because it sounds kind of dumb. Doesn't bother me. Uh, it really bothers me <laughs> for some reason. I think you pretty much are burning. First of all, I think you're pretty much burning off all the THC. So as far as leftover THC, I don't know. But the guy he says he makes brownies with it. So if you're getting high off your brownies, dude, then you know more than I whether or not THC is left. Uh, if it's just sitting there, I don't know. Throw it in your beer. Why not? I, I like the idea of dry hopping with it, especially, you know. I'll tell you what's interesting. Uh, I've heard a lot of pro brewers, if, since it's harvest ale time, and everyone's just put out their harvest ale, so they've hopped everything with fresh hops. A lot of talk among pro brewers about a little special buzz that you get from fresh hop beers because of the closeness of the two plants. And I mean, I've had brewers ask me specifically, I want you to drink my harvest ale, a pint or two of it, and I want you to write back to me and tell me how you feel after. Like, is it different than drinking a normal pint? So, a lot of talk among the pros oh. that it might be getting you a little, uh, when uh, you drink a harvest. We'll animal. have to do some uh, research on that. I'll have to check it out. <sighs> so, uh, no bullshit, uh, John. None of, we don't have any hard evidence about brewing with the cousin. We've talked about it a lot. No, no, we don't have any hard evidence about brewing with the post vaped. With the post vaped. But. I still have bottles of cousin beer that were sent to but us. But I, I have somebody we can ask. Okay. You want to get back to us on volcan- that? He has a volcano. Oh, he has the same thing? Yeah. And he's a brewer? It's a wicked thing. Yes. All right. So let's do an <laughs> experiment, and and we'll get back to you. Yeah. That's probably the best that we can do. Uh, here's another one. Uh, last Sunday, you mentioned that it might be a good idea for BNers to click the donate button and kick in whatever the show is worth. What a stupid idea. <laughs> Uh, but he says, who besides Bill Gates and the Sultan of Brunei has that much money? In the past couple of years, you've created something really wonderful, really priceless. Someday, you'll be the Rupert Murdoch of homebrew podcasters, which is kind of like being like the rich guy in Pacheco. It's really not that great. <laughs> um, as long as you don't leave Pacheco. Yeah. yeah. When that day comes, I hope you'll remember us little BN Army soldiers and still let us buy you a beer once in a while. Until then, please accept my donation of 100 bucks. And that nice. was from... That's from Film Lab Rat, Sergeant Chris BN Army Southern Support Division. Um, hey, thank you for that donation, and thank you for the kind words. I think everyone thought it was a real stupid idea. <laughs> Except everyone in this room. Either that or they thought, like, I told you guys to donate for shows that you thought were worth something. So either last show was a piece of shit, or people just thought it was a dumb idea. About six of you donated. And those of you that donated, you donated very generously, making up for the thousands of people out there that didn't donate for the show, which is fine. Whatever you guys want to do. I told you what the BN sounds like if things keep going like this. But I appreciate every single one of you who's doing that. A lot of you guys bought shirts and books and stuff this week, and that's just as awesome. Um, so I still kind of put it out there. If you think the show is worth something, just like Radiohead's doing with their album, um, you know, you, you should you should hit the button. A couple bucks, whatever. You know, it's, it all helps. And uh, if you all continue to think it's a stupid idea, then that's fine, too. I just threw it out there. Um, but those of you who donated this week, you guys were really very, very – I mean, this guy – uh, that's more than I could ever ask for. I mean, and there's another guy who donates every quarter, a hundred bucks, no matter what, every quarter, no matter what's happening. 
uh, the guy since the beginning has been doing that and that's a lot of money like I can't even see myself sitting at home for a show I really like and throwing a hundred bucks somebody's way that's a lot of dough and that's really cool and um, it you guys have no idea how much it helps so thank you and you've paid uh, our internet bill uh, for the month with uh, some of those donations so nice yeah you guys are awesome and appreciate it yeah, nothing else that gets us talking about the old donate button yes that's right so that's gonna do it all right man are we behind I got this call to do, and then I got to call our guest. And there, uh, it's okay. I don't have to pee yet. There's a couple dudes in the chat room saying how you can graft hops to the root of cousin and get hops with THC. What? Are they biologists or Someone, are they? I don't high? know. Someone said it did. Uh, uh, his roommate did it. So I'd be interested to find out. Yeah. It'd be. It'd be uh, uh, yeah. Don't send them to. Us. I was going to ask him to send them to us, but. Uh, that's a big, no. That's a big yeah. felony sending yeah, go, yeah. across state yeah. lines in the mail. You send us the beer though, I guess that'd be fine. All right, I got Art Ford, our GABF winner, on the line. I got to do this before we take a break. Art, what's happening, my brother? Hey, buddy, what's going on? Hey, I'm sorry to keep you waiting. We just had to get through that. Hey, no problem. It, it, uh, it's uh, it's great to be the second runner-up, as you would say uh, a couple weeks back. It sucks to be the second runner-up. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So here's what happened. Uh, well, we did our GABF giveaway, uh, courtesy of Beer, Beer, More Beer, White Labs, the Brewers Association, and us here at the Brewing Network. And our winner never responded. Uh, we sent him a certified letter. We tried the information we had, and we never heard from the guy. No. So, but we had drawn um, two runners-up, and Art was the first runner-up. So Art was the winner. He got to go to the GABF and all the sessions on us. How was your experience, my friend? <laughs> um, that good. <laughs> uh, unforgivable. <laughs> or forgettable. You know, let me just tell you. Uh, i got to thank Chris Graham. i got to thank Owen Smith. JP, as he knows. Yeah. Uh, they treated me like I was a rock star. First class hotel. Great. Uh, airfare. They didn't put you yard. up at like the Super 8? Uh, no, no, no. We, we, we talk in like the best hotel in Denver. Wow. No, I didn't even know that. Uh, uh, oh, let me just tell you. I had a, a beautiful room um, overlooking the, the city of Denver. Uh, tickets to everything I wanted to do. They took me out to dinner. I got to thank the gentleman from White Labs. Um, they they took us out to dinner one night. Jay Piltea. It was uh, it was quite an experience to have Greek food delivered and guys with <laughs> machetes over your head. Oh yeah, <laughs> cutting chicken and pork and. Oh, you guys went to the Brazilian we went place. To the Brazilian oh place. yeah, love that place. Uh, it was awesome. And even though you had the was JP there. Yeah, well, I did have to put up with him. Yeah, I was thinking that, like, it was still nice even though JP was at the table. <laughs> I was sorry I missed it. I was broadcasting when you guys planned your dinner, man. I was like, shit, uh, I want a free meal. Actually, too. I remember that because uh, we had just left the uh, the festival and you guys were still yakking. Yeah, we were on the air. That sorry, was a man, bummer. I don't mean to call you yakking, but hey, I love you guys. No, that's the way it goes. I understand. Uh, so. Yeah, anytime the whites are buying dinner, I'm liking to be there, man. And, uh, oh, it was a, anytime it was the whites are buying anything, <laughs> they're fun dudes. So you got, you had a good time uh, hanging out with all those good. Go- I had a great time. We ended up at uh, a hotel down the street, uh, drinking beer, smoking cigars, and uh, talking about beer. Yeah, Art owns a cigar shop. Where are you at that you have this cigar shop? I'm in Ocean City, Maryland. And what's the place called? Ocean City Cigars. Do you got a website? Uh, no. No, not yet. Okay. Oh, no, but we basically deal with the tourists that come in. Okay. Um, 
70,000 cigars in stock, 700 different brands. Holy, that's a huge store. Yeah, yeah. our humidor is uh, 40 feet by 40 feet. <laughs> it's like the size of my house. You guys get to talk about beer mania, I get to talk about cigar mania. That's great. And so you brought a bunch of cigars out to these dudes. We smoked cigars until we couldn't smoke anymore. You guys didn't save me a single friggin' cigar, JP. Not you didn't one. catch up with us. No, I didn't. I never caught up with you guys JP at all. JP will tell you, I had humidors and humidors full of cigars to smoke. It's true. He's not lying. But I caught up with JP. He didn't, you couldn't grab one for me well, and bring I mean, it along? If you're, if, if you're kind of hot on JP, I can't go there. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. Uh, was well, it your first time to JPF? It was my very first time. All right. Everybody there, I need to say, from the guy that picked the trash up to the person who served the beer, yeah. to the people and the brewers behind there, uh, what a class act. Cool guys. Um, I'll go back every year. Uh, if I have to close my store, if I don't have an employee, it was just a wonderful event. Great. And did you get to try a lot of beer that you never had before? <laughs> Come on, man. It's an understatement. <laughs> yeah, I There's know. four it. miles of beer to drink. It is. It's such a if huge... You, if you were the only person in the entire hall and started at Station 1, yeah. by the eight-hour event, you couldn't get to the far side. There's That's just true. no way. You wouldn't have made it through. No. Well, that no you would have passed out, but uh, but even just the length of it, and the amount, yeah, uh, unbelievable. It, it was truly unbelievable. Um, I got to saw see some old friends from uh, BJ Chicago style pizza in, in Brea. Yeah. Um, where I actually got introduced to beer. Okay. Um, and let me just tell you, the beers that are not allowed or can't be imported into Maryland that were there were just absolutely wonderful. That's great. See, just an all-around good experience and just a way to get to mingle with not only new people in the industry but old friends like that. Charlie Papazian said that in the, wow. the podcast we did. And I, I thought maybe he was alienating people by saying, oh, my favorite thing is meeting with old friends. And I thought, well, not everyone's been there for 26 years. But here's a guy who's never been there before, and he got to meet up with old friends. Well, let me just say, I met Charlie. Charlie yeah. treated me like an old friend. Um, I bought one of those uh, limited edition posters. Charlie signed it for me. I talked to him for a few minutes and you know, explained to him if I hadn't read the book, I wouldn't be brewing. I wouldn't have got interested in it. And uh, he took the time out with, you know, 5,000 people yeah. sucking down suds yeah. <laughs> to, 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 to get into it with me. It was, just, it was a great experience. He's a class act and a true homebrewer. I mean, if you... Uh, that's I, the thing, and I'll give you guys advice. If you go up to Charlie and just start telling him how much you love him, he's real quiet. He doesn't mind that. Of course, it, you know, it, he gets that a lot. But if you go up to him and start talking beer instead, <laughs> he'll talk right back. He's ready to talk beer to yeah. anybody. So he, he treated me like he'd known me for five, ten years. I was truly amazed. Um, it just just a class from from the moment that I left here in Maryland uh, to Denver to the people in Denver. You know, I take my hat off because that city is just arranged perfectly for tourists. Yeah. Oh, it really? Yeah. Bus that runs up and down 16th Street all day long, which is free. If free, you can get off anywhere you want. Yeah. Uh, to the best pub I've been to in years, because you guys all know which one that is. Falling Rock Tap House. But again. You know, they treat you like, uh, you know, they don't treat you like a tourist. They treat you like you're your best friend Yeah. from the moment the guy that took the ticket. I just had a wonderful time. Great. Well, I'm glad to hear that, and uh, that's why we wanted to talk to you, because we just thought that kind of uh, 
other listeners would want to know, you know, when we do these contests, uh, they're really kind of cool things that we always try to give away. And I'd have to say, I mean, our conical giveaway was really cool because I know all Wait a minute, whoa, conical. Wanna... <laughs> I, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, you I, missed that one, Art. I didn't win a conical? No. Nope. <laughs> hey, what's going on, man? Yeah, you did, but you didn't respond, so they had to give it to the we second guy. We gave it to the second up, yeah. You got to pay attention, man. Yeah, the welder at B3 doesn't like me because my conicals are all custom, so. Ah, oh, right. Yeah, he probably doesn't like you. <laughs> he hates us, so. <laughs> But we've had hey, some guys, really cool stuff, but this one go. was fun. So I must say one thing. Jamal yeah. and the John Palmer, thank you for sitting down. They sat down with me for half an hour, talked to me, because I'm, I'm kind of new in the beer. Okay. And uh, they were very open to let me send them some samples to tell me what I'm doing wrong, what I'm not doing wrong, how it tastes to them. And, uh, again, the whole experience, um, to anybody out there listening, let me just tell you, B3 is a class act, White Labs is a class act, and the Brew Network... I, Art Ford, the owner of Ocean City Cigars, would love to donate $500 to the cause of the Brew Network. Is there a but after this sentence? But no, I man, can't. That, that's, just, that's just it. I love you guys. Cause it was funny because I was actually listening the, the night you told me that I was the second runner-up and it sucked to be the second runner-up. <laughs> yeah, well, because it did, it right? Like you were so close. second runner-up. No, you ended up getting it, man. Oh, man. What, what, what a booby prize. It was just wonderful. <laughs> well... I can't, I don't know what to say. Now I feel like uh, the whole thing's like a wash. Like, that's really generous of you, man. No, he had a hey, great experience, I would love to, too. You know what? You guys, are, you, you guys are the forefront of something beautiful. Um, brewers have always had, especially home brewers, have, have always been in, in the back front of all this, and we're starting to get more and more popular. There's more things out. There's books. There's magazines. And anything I can do to help this along, I'm willing to do. Art, that is really very generous of you, man. I appreciate that. And hey, so, JP, so I love listeners. you, man. Hey, I love you, too. <laughs> he must be completely insane if he's saying things like that. He, he is insane. <laughs> hey, Art, where were you this, this last week? Uh, I just got back from Key West. For the and you know that because I sent you a poster of... If, if anybody listening knows Fantasy Fest, it's... Uh, Doc, do you know about Fantasy Fest? 25,000 people, 15,000 naked women running around. Really? I did not know about Fantasy Fest. I'm thinking Fantasy Fest needs a podcast. (laughs) Let me just tell you. No, uh, I was just talking to somebody about that. More beer drink. Yeah. Who's going to give me a cell phone number here and I'll, I'll, I'll send you over a picture? (laughs) <laughs> I'll put you on hold, and JP will give you his cell. I don't yeah. want it. Uh, no, he already has. JP's got it on his cell phone. Oh, you've already got the pictures, JP? Yeah, I, uh, not anymore. You're holding out no. on us? Oh, you wait do? a minute. I, I, I sent you a picture of me with a B3 shirt standing in front of this. Yeah, what do you want me to do? Ship. Print it out and frame it, Art? Yeah. I've seen well, you already. I Were there tits in it? Buddy, but no. Hey. no. Well, then I, I don't blame you. <laughs> Send it again. I'll pass it around. Oh, yeah, I see. Send some Floppy boobs. seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Doc, we might have to look into Fantasy Fest for next year. Oh, let me, hey guys, let me just tell you. We could broadcast from there. Uh, if you're not, uh. <laughs> <laughs> He's got this it's wicked laugh play. all the time. Uh, first timers just sit there with their jaw dropped down to the ground. Yeah. That sounds dangerous, that Fantasy Fest. Yeah. <laughs> Second timers wandering around with their pants dropped to the ground. I have <laughs> yeah. a feeling. But they're all women. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> Hey, Art, I can't thank you enough, man. That's really yeah. very kind. That's and awesome, dude. Thanks, thanks for calling and letting us know about this because uh, I, I just really want to know how it went for you. So uh, it, w- it was great. Uh, I, you know, and the funny thing is I had no idea I was in, in, entering a contest. I wanted to teach my Poland 
uh, employee who was here for the summer uh-huh. how to brew beer. Oh, great. So you just and ordered a bunch so of vials. I ordered three bottles of uh, yeast yeah. and got entered automatically. Wow. That's great. So. All right. Well, hey, guys, I appreciate it. Brother, you the man. Thank you, Art. You the best. Cool. All right. We'll catch you later, man. Thanks, Art. Right, you guys have a good night. Cheers, Art. All right, bud. What a good dude. JP told me he's a really good dude, but you, you got to take everything JP says with a grain of salt. Like, yeah. Like, like I have a big package. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like JP know. comes in and talks about how cool he is, too. Yeah. yeah. So when he says this guy's a really good dude, you're like, all right, well, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> no, what a nice guy. So I'm really bummed I missed that dinner with you guys now, too. Because I thought, like, yeah, I'm bummed because I know that Brazilian place is great. But also, yeah. you never know if the listener's totally whacked out. You know, I didn't know uh, either, and Chris has talked to him, and, you know, he's, uh, yeah, Arsh is a really, really, he's just a cool dude, you know, and he likes to party, and he's free, I mean, he had cigars uh, from 1995 that he's been storing in his humidor for eight years. Wow. That he brought just to smoke. That's really cool. And, like, he's like, this is the best cigar you'll ever have, and like, whoa. And it was. Yeah, and he was just, hey, take him. He was giving away to people, uh, we ran into the guy from Schooners, I forget his name. Brad, I think, or which one? Colin, the the brewer? owner or the brewer? The brewer. Craig. Craig. Ran into him at the cigar bar. And he's like, yeah, here, have this one. And they were like, Art, tell you what, this is how this guy knows cigars. He could smell what uh, Craig was uh, smoking, and he he knew uh, not only the manufacturer, but like the kind. Wow. He's like, oh, yeah, that's a blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, That's pretty dude. good, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> we should have, it if he's ever crazy, out man. west, we should have him on the show just to do that. We'll play uh, Guess That Smell. <laughs> what's what's Chad sucking on? Yeah, well, we used to play on um, one of my old radio shows. We used to play "What's in Schumann's Mouth." Oh, uh, so it's kind of a kind of a part two to that. <laughs> what's that smell? <laughs> All right, I got to take a break. Oh. Thanks for calling in, Art. I appreciate it, and uh, glad you had a good time. When we come back, Laughing Dog Brewing Company out of Idaho. We'll be talking to the head brewer, Fred Colby. He's also the owner. So hang in there, kids. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Valley Brewing Company is Stockton's premier microbrewery and family restaurant in the heart of Stockton, California, just off the Miracle Mile. Brewmaster Steve Altamari crafts a full array of award-winning ales and specialty beers from their classic English Mild London Tavern Ale to their Abbey Quadruple Decadence 12, and everything in between. And the best part is, Valley Brewing will soon be distributing their handcrafted beers so you don't have to visit California to try them. Check your local retailer in the coming months for fresh arrivals from California's Central Valley and get a taste of one of California's oldest brewing traditions. To find out more about Valley Brewing's historic past, their selection of beers, or family-friendly restaurant, visit them online at valleybrew.com or come on by and sample the beer at 157 West Adams Street in Stockton, California. Valley Brewing Company. With honesty and integrity, they offer great beer and a fun family atmosphere that you're going to love.
If you like the prices you get from the major homebrew shops but live on the wrong coast, or if your local homebrew shop doesn't carry what you need, or if you just want to shop where you are appreciated as a customer and treated like a friend, head on over to the Do-It-Yourself Brewing Company at DIYBrewing.com. They have an extensive selection and are bringing new products in on a daily basis. In fact, if you need something they don't have, just let them know, and they'll get it for you as soon as humanly possible. Check out all their products, recipe kits, winemaking supplies, and specials at DIYBrewing.com. With everything from Ferminators to Carboys, DIY Brewing either has what you need or can get it fast. At DIY, they're homebrewers helping homebrewers get what you need. Visit them in Rollinsworth, New Hampshire. Call 603-205-4168. And stop by DIYBrewing.com and get brewing. And during the month of October, get $5 off any $50 or more order with coupon code BN. Do it yourself with a little help from DIY Brewing. Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And it's just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. Listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. We are back and ready to go. We've got refills all around and feeling good. We're going to have Laughing Dog Brewing Company on with us. we got the owner and brewmaster, Fred Colby, hopefully on the line, assuming everything is working properly. Uh, running a little late today, but it's all right because Doc's got nowhere to go. I That's know. right. So uh, it's going to be rock and roll and beer for the rest of the evening. Fred, you there with me, brother? Yeah, we're here. All right. Looks like we not only have Fred, but we've got their head brewer, Jerry Tift, hanging out, too. Yeah, I'm here. Got both. Wow. Great. This amazing technology. They've got two telephones. What? <laughs> <laughs> They're both there. You guys hanging out? <laughs> we're both drinking. Good. Those are the guests we like. So are we. <laughs> Listen to this. So Shat, the producer, is, I'm telling you, he's really growing into this whole producer thing. He did a pre-interview with the guys for me this week, so I didn't have to. And uh, I loved hearing, they told Shat, you know, Shat said, all right, we're going to get you on, you know, a little later the show. And they said, all right, well, I guess we better start drinking then. <laughs> and I said, those are the guests that we like. <laughs> How you guys doing out there today? Hi, we're doing really good, doing really good. All right, good. Excellent. Hanging out at the brewery? Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's Sunday. That's no place else better to be. <laughs> than at the brewery? Let's get all the beer. Hey, you got, free beer. You either don't have families or don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go with the latter there. Okay. <laughs> it's, you know, it's just part of the job. It is. You have to do. It is part of the job. Uh, what What can you do? You know. Just, I, I keep telling my wife that, that, hey, you know, drinking is just part of the job. She just looks at me like I'm crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've tried to say the same thing, man. I, just, I have to drink. These people, they bring me free beer, and uh, I have to taste it and Expected give my opinion. to be evaluated. Come yeah. On. What are you going to do? Were you guys brewing today? 
Uh, no, actually, no. Uh, we, uh, we we rarely brew on the weekends. Uh, okay. You know, unless we really have to. We've, we've got it pretty much down to, to where we can brew Monday through Friday. Um, pretty much uh, with the new mash tun and some of the new equipment we're putting in, we're hoping to get it so that we can just brew about three or four days a weekend because we'll brew, be able to brew two or three times a day. Oh, that's great. How many times a week are you brewing right now? Uh, it depends. Uh, sometimes five days a week, and uh, but, you know, usually at least three days a week. Okay. Is it just the two of you there? Uh, no, we actually have another brewer um, who works uh, part time with us. But okay. uh, um, then I've got a I've got a cellar master, and then I got a guy who runs the bottling line, and then of course my seventeen year old son comes in, and he's the envy of all his all his schoolmates. Oh yeah, he is. <laughs> he's uh, the grain scooper, right? Yeah. Hey, how'd you know? <laughs> uh, come on, that's <laughs> what the seven, done. That's what they're good for, right? <laughs> that's why you that's had right. kids. <laughs> Uh, but he, I bet he loves every second of it because you know he's tasting that stuff coming off the fermenter. That seventeen-year-old delinquent. Are you paying him? Oh yeah, I pay him. I pay him. But uh, he's he probably uses to buy like PBR or something, huh? You know, um, I'm not even going to tell you what he told me he was drinking last week. Oh I, no! I, I told him. I, I said, you know what? You're not in trouble for having a beer. You're in trouble for what you were drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, oh, that's well, a good dad. Now, right there. now you got to tell us. Yeah, hey Doc, when your uh, kids now start I have reaching, to tell you? yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it's another beer out of the Northwest that starts with a K. Killian K. Was it no? Kokanee. Oh, I don't even know that yeah. one. Is that is that? Oh, yeah, British Columbia. Yeah, oh, British I see. Columbia. Gotcha. See, Doc, you're going to be the same way with your boys when they start reaching the 17-year zone. You, you won't be so angry about them drinking. You'll be angry about what they're drinking. Drinking crap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't want to even hang around with those boys if they're going to be drinking that crap. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, you want to drink with your friends, bring them home. Yeah, you got to know your yeah. kids' friends. You do. If they're going to be, oh, those yeah. kids are drinking the crappy beer, you ain't hanging out with them. Yeah. <laughs> Now is let me ask you this, and, and we're going to find out all about um, laughing dog. Uh, laughing dog. If you guys have questions, eight 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 four zero one beer, or of course you can join JP in the chat room, and he'll get the questions over to me. Um, before I get into kind of the history of you guys, I'm curious about just the Idaho craft beer scene because I really don't know anything about it. Uh, is uh, is it thriving, or are you guys pioneers out there? Uh, no, it's it's kind of thriving. Um, we've got. Uh there's only two packaging microbreweries in the, in the entire state. We're on opposite ends of the state. Of you know, it's kind of funny, but we have um, 17 counting us and the other packaging. We have 17 breweries. The rest are all brew pubs in the state. Okay. So you know, that's you know, for, for as big a state as we are, area-wise, that's that's you know, that's quite a few. We've got looks like one or two more about ready to open. Great. Uh, are you guys kind of a tight group? Is it? Uh, I know in the Bay Area here, all the brewers are they're pretty tight knit group. You know, always helping out. Is you guys find that out there? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Some of the guys down in Boise, uh, Josh King at Sockeye, uh, Kevin Bolin at the Ram. We're all we're all real good friends, and so you know that really helps out. Um, we've all got questions. We can call each other. The guys from uh, Grand Teton have been up and, and visited us, and we we want to make a trip down and see them one of these days. So okay. Um, but yeah, no, it's a it's it's a good state to be in. Um, uh, we're so close to Washington that the, the Washington brewers are so willing to help us out as well. Oh, that's great. 
See, I'm so bad at ge- geography, I didn't even know that. <laughs> like, oh, uh, yeah. You we were Iowa, didn't you? I did. I was thinking, like, <laughs> I haven't looked at anything but MapQuest in so long that uh, I forget where Pacheco is. So how, how was the damage from Katrina down there for you guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. You guys recover from that okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no problem. There. Good. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> Uh, so you guys, you've been brewing there at Laughing Dog for just over two years, huh? Right. Yep. Yep. We've uh, been here. We just, uh, in August, we celebrated our second anniversary um, for a two-year-old brewery. We're doing pretty good. We cover all of Idaho, Washington, and uh, a good chunk of Alaska. No kidding. Uh, we'll, be go- we'll be going into Oregon here in the next month or so. It looks like we've probably picked up a distributor there, and we're looking at Montana. Wow, that's great! You guys are—that's a lot of growth in just a couple of years. Too. Well, how hard is it to take over Montana? <laughs> well, they got moose drool out there. They—they've they, got some good breweries over there. Paul I'm just Thomas talking about the population. Uh, that's oh, true. Well, okay. <laughs> Although it is spread out, so it's a lot of shipping. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, it is. It's a big distributor. Absolutely. Yeah. And you guys, what everybody always wants to know, um, you know, when you guys start these companies, especially, you know, you guys are pretty new in the business. Um, mm-hmm. You guys were home brewers uh, beforehand. Yep, absolutely. Um, I was. Uh, I've been brewing about ten or twelve years. Um, Jerry, how long had you been brewing? I think close to fifteen. Fifteen yeah. years for Jerry. Okay. So, so lots so of home brewing. What were your What were your day jobs? What was that? What were your day jobs back when you were home oh. brewers? We're, we're both IT. Yeah, we were both IT guys. Oh, nerds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't you? know what it is about IT and brewing beer. It seems to go together. It really does. We're all nerdy in the same way. <laughs> so were you guys in high yeah. school, the guys that you know ran the IT department, set up like the film projectors and stuff? Yeah, how IT were you? I, I wasn't. No, uh-uh. Okay. No, I was, I, was, I was too busy being stoned. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. That's why I know nothing about IT. I have stoned through all of those classes. <laughs> and math. <laughs> and science. Oh, and geography. Yeah. And, ca- and geography. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the only thing I found I could do while stoned was English. That was fine. I could write like a madman when I was high. The only class... The only class I wasn't late to was stoned, but that's because I made that one up. <laughs> so let me ask you this. So there you are then. You got your IT jobs and your home brewing, and you're obviously loving it. You'd, you'd, you'd been doing it for a while. Uh, tell me the process of deciding, hey, maybe we can do this for a living. Well, um, actually, it's really a funny story because Jerry and I didn't even know each other then. Okay. And uh, I was I was working at a pretty big company that's uh, uh, headquartered here in, in Sandpoint, and uh, I actually ran part of the IT department. I, I managed the server engineering department, and um, I was working 80 hours a week, and um, then I was on call seven days a week. Wow. And, and getting, and getting paid handsomely for all that time out of your life, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was getting paid all right, but I mean... Not for it, that. It, it got to, it got to the point where it uh, just wasn't any fun anymore. And one day I, I looked at my wife and I said, uh, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. She goes, what would you rather do? She, I said, I'd, I'd like to open a brewery. And she goes, okay. Really? <laughs> I was like stunned. Yeah, so you knew right then I, I did marry the right woman. Uh, absolutely. Because <laughs> that's a good answer. Yeah, you, you, when they floor you like that with that off-the-wall answer, you just run with it. Yeah. I well, think she was just tired of hearing me complain. I, well, yeah, you know, what's the fun part about 80 hours a week and on-call seven days? Yeah. Nothing. No. Not a thing. That's right. I mean, when you said you stopped being fun, I'm wondering when it was fun. 
Yeah, Jerry, is, is it fun? Jerry still does that. He only works works with me uh, part time. He so he's working two jobs. He's busting his butt. Okay, he's working. He's working full time out there, and then and then most time here. So he's he's still doing that. Wow, Jerry's single, isn't he? Yeah, as a matter of fact, okay. <laughs> that wasn't easy. <laughs> hasn't yep. always been that way either. <laughs> oh no! So since you started the two jobs, <laughs> uh, that's too bad. But listen, the beer will be more fulfilling. I promise you. <laughs> Does your dog growl at you? What dog? <laughs> yeah, tell me that. So where does Laughing Dog, uh, the name, come from? Uh, that's that's a funny story. So I've got this yellow lab named Ben, and uh, he's he's just the greatest dog in the entire world. Right. You know, everybody says that about their dogs. But when I was trying to come up with a name for the brewery, we were looking through, and we were trying to center it around the dog somehow because my wife's actually a marketing genius, and she says, you know, that everybody loves yellow labs. Everybody loves dogs. Yeah. So let's put the dog in there somehow. So we were drinking beer with some friends, and uh, one of them looked at it, and she goes, hey, you know, your dog's laughing at you, don't you, <laughs> looking at these pictures. And I went, wow, he's a laughing dog. Ah, very nice. And then, so, bam, there we go. No, it works, too. You guys were at GABF, right? We were. Yeah. yeah. They, yeah. You, yep. you guys had the whole the whole laughing dog thing going, and people were into it because I think you're right, man. Just everybody loves dogs. And if you don't love dogs, it's you're not a very good person. In my opinion, <laughs> I just want to say right. Now, like, I like that. if anybody comes in here into my house and they don't like my dog, I know that we will uh, not only will we not be friends, but we're better off not being friends. Because if you don't like nice dogs, yeah. there's something wrong with you. So I think that in the beer world, it actually works perfect. You see this nice big yellow lab on the label. If that doesn't want to make you drink that beer, you got problems. So I like the whole oh. thing that you guys have going. Yeah, it's, it's going along pretty good. And then we're starting to branch in. We're putting uh, Ben's son on some of the labels. His name is Ruger, but he's also known as the Devil Dog. Oh, is that right? Do you have beers named Devil Dog, then? We do have a Devil Dog Imperial IPA. It's a nice. 10% triple dry hopped Imperial IPA. But uh, it's what, what I drink when I'm not uh, drinking anything else other than bourbon. <laughs> it's the next step. Yeah, really. A nice Imperial IPA, sure. If I'm not having bourbon, I've got Imperial IPA. You know, it, it's just a gateway beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a gateway beer. Yeah. <laughs> I can hear your liver yelling at you from here. <laughs> liver? Yeah. What's that? <laughs> if you guys want to look at these beers, it's laughingdogbrewing.com, and it's a cool website. It's pretty informative, so you can see their whole list of beers there, including their seasonals, uh, which we're, we're going to talk about one of them here after the break. Uh, we're going to talk about their winter ale, um, and we'll get into that whole thing. I want to talk about, you guys do an Imperial Hefeweizen, too, huh? We do. And we you're do. also apparently located next to a train station. Yeah, but, yeah, we're we're not too far from a railroad track. So, <laughs> yeah, another another beer that we do too is you guys were talking earlier about fresh hop ales. Uh, we do one of those as well. Oh, do you guys have a harvest ale out now? We um, it's actually gone. Um, it took off really fast, disappeared because at the uh, fresh hop ale festival in Yakima uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that's Washington. After four, hey. yeah, after four years of being the number one beer. Sierra Nevada got unseated by a little brewery out of northern Idaho. No shit. You guys uh, yeah. took the win there, huh? Cool. Yep, we, we certainly did. That we, is we awesome, came in. man. No, no third place, no second place. We just went right for the juggler. Oh, great. Took it away. Tell us about the beer. 
Um, uh, Jerry, I'll let you do that. It's one of it's one of Jerry's beers that he came up with. All right, Jerry, speak loud because um, you were a little low before. It's uh, it's basically uh, it's uh, a pale ale with a lot of hops. It was a uh, sorry. What kind of beer? It's basically a pale. Okay, a pale with just a bunch of hops. Yeah, yeah we used 136 pounds of fresh hops. Wow. Wow. Uh, tell us, so. tell us where you used them. Uh, you know, it's all brewers here, so everyone would want to know about the additions and where you, you know, did uh, okay. you dry well, hop a bunch? A, it's a 15 barrel batch, so you know that's not a real big. And in terms of commercial brewing, that's not a, not a real big batch. It's a fairly small batch. Yeah, that's real small. So 136 pounds is a lot, and essentially, it was the 136 pounds was in a hop back. Okay. Wow. All in a hop back. And where where'd you get these uh, wet hops from? Oh, that's a good story. Yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> we bought a hundred pounds from Hop Union, but Jerry and I went and picked thirty six pounds around Sandpoint. Where's that? That Sandpoint is the town that we're in. Oh, it is. Okay, so we're in, in northern Idaho. So there were people. People had hops growing in the yards, and we knew them, and we just went and picked them. Oh no shit! So just home brewers and stuff like that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So you had a wide variety of hops in this beer. Um, yes and no, but all, almost all the hops that we picked, um, we knew what variety were, they were because some of them were from my own, uh, from my own, sh- um, uh, um, you know, patch. You know, I'm, I'm too many drinks. Yeah, you and me <laughs> both. Don't worry parts. about it. Um, so they were; those were Mount Hoods. Uh, some were and some were Cascades, and then we bought a hundred pounds of Cascades fresh. So how did these all these people get these vines? Did you like maybe push them on them? Yeah. Hey, make sure you guys grow hops this year. <laughs> could you, hey, could you grow these? Come on, I wouldn't they're, do that. Would it's I? It's ornamental. <laughs> Put them around. Yeah, they're they're, they're good for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, actually, there's a lot of people. Um, well, you know, not too far from here, just um, forty miles north of us, is one of the largest continuous hop fields in the U.S. Oh no, kidding! It's called Elk Mountain Farms. It's owned by. Um, a, B. Oh, is it? So you could probably yeah. sneak in at night. And no, <laughs> no. Can you, no, no. Can you get hops from stuff. them, or is it all A, B hops? It's all it's all theirs. They're, um, they're check saws and Hallertaus. No kidding. So, but there's I, a lot of hops growing up in this area. I'd like to see that. Just I, to, I'd like to sneak in there. Because of this, if they're saying it's that big, plus check saws and Hallertaus, those are two great hops. Oh yeah. yeah, we definitely. I mean, I don't. When I say I'd like to see it, little Dutch. trip up the. Oh Idaho. sure, we'd be painting our face black and. Oh yeah, <laughs> putting on the camo. Uh, I I'd, I would like to see that. I bet it smells great around there too. Just go roll around in them. Yeah. Now. Yeah, well, you know, if you go up there, it smells really good. So I kind of like going over to Yakima. Yakima's only about four and a half hours from us. Yeah. And harvest season over there is incredible. Oh, I bet. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Well, because you guys are so close to Washington, like I pointed out earlier. Exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you guys are right there. Again, it's laughingdogbrewing.com if you want to go uh, check out any of these things. So you guys, it sounds like you're still really involved in the homebrew community, too, if you're getting hops from all these uh, local guys growing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in fact, uh, one of the local home group, uh, homebrew groups around here, the... Uh, um, North Idaho Homebrewers holds their meetings here at the brewery. Okay. That's great, so, see. I always like yeah, to hear well, that when people stick with the roots, you know? Oh, yeah. And I'm always willing to help out the homebrewers. Uh, guys will, you know, if they're trying to clone one of our beers, they'll send me what they're doing. I'll kind of point them in the right direction of what maybe we did. Oh, great. Well, how about the other direction? Do you ever uh, try one of their beers that's just awesome and then you want to brew it for you guys? Um, you know, there's been a couple that have been in here that we've tried that are really good, but no, we haven't done that yet. Nope. Um, I wouldn't mind doing that, maybe, and do the pro am at the GABF or something. 
Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, that's the way to do it. We're actually, there's a lot of talk around here, Doc, about yeah. uh, there's going to be a lot of rivalry going on with some Pro-Am stuff around the Brewing Network. I just want to give everybody a heads up right now. Yep. Who are you brewing with? Uh, probably Colin. Looks like Doc's going to brew with Downtown Joe's. Uh, I think Mc, I don't even know if I'm supposed to say all this, but I don't care. Uh, McDole is supposed to be, is possibly brewing with Russian River. Uh, Jamil, is he gonna brew again with the 2 and I heard he is, yeah. And brew again the 2 and A. And because I want to meddle with, with our beer, Doc, I'm now eligible with our Doppelbach recipe to enter the Pro-Am. And I was talking to Roger, formerly of Drake's last night. Yeah. And if he is positioned in the brew world, uh, we may brew the Doppelbach. Nice. So there could be a full-on brewing network comp at, like, all of us just shit-talking for three months <laughs> leading up to the GAVF entering the Pro-Am competition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that could be a lot of fun. All right. Well, I want to find out um, all about the different beers that you guys brew, and we're going to do that after the break. A um, couple more things about the brewery. Is it just a, a brew house there, or are you guys a, a brew pub as well? Nope, we're a Pack G microbrewery. We've got a tap room here where you can come in and try the beers, but uh, the only food you're going to get are kibbles and bits and the dog bowls on the bar. Uh, that Sometimes that's good enough for Bring me. a sandwich. Yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, bring a sandwich or bring your lunch. We're very happy to let you come in and do that. And you guys, uh, obviously because you mentioned all the place, all the different states you're in, you are bottling and sending out bottles as well, not Correct. just kegs. Yeah. Not on everything that we make, but yeah, on our core beers and our seasonals. Okay. And how many different, uh, what are your core beers? You want to talk, talk about those um, a little bit? Right now our cores are our cream ale, our pale ale, our IPA, and then we do a huckleberry cream for the summer, and then we do um, the I'm cold nose winter ale. What was that? Sam, your huckleberry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am your huckleberry. Yeah, <laughs> that's a very popular beer up here. Very popular. Okay. Um, huckleberries are our northwest uh, favorite uh, uh, for fruit. See, I'd like to try. I don't even think I know what a huckleberry tastes like. I think that'd be an interesting. Oh, uh, I'm brew. sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it's good we'll stuff, have to huh? Send you some. What is it? Uh, is there? Can you compare it to something, or even the beer? They're related I mean, to blueberries. Blueberry. Yeah. I see. And uh, but they're they're a little bit um, tartar, I think, than a blueberry would be. So, what color is the beer? Um, it does actually doesn't pick up a whole lot of color. It's got if you shine a light through it, it'll it'll cast some purple. It does. Okay. Um, but uh, it's really it's still it's still pretty much a, a real golden color. Okay. Uh, pale ale is your you guys flag your flagship though. Well, big wavers between the pale and the cream. We sell more of the cream ale than anything else because of the bottles. Okay. But draft wise, our pale ale is our biggest seller. Is it okay? A couple questions that have come through to listeners already. Someone wants to know what does um, you have a CSB. Is one of your beers? What is that? What does that stand Crotch for? Sniffing bastard. <laughs> that's great. What kind that's of... what the dog is. <laughs> yeah, they all are. Uh, what kind of beer is that? It's a British style ESB. It is an ESB. Okay. Yeah, it's an ESB. So that's cool. Um, two th- a silver medal winner at the 2007 NABA this year. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Did you guys enter enter beers at GABF this year? We did, yeah. How many did uh, you enter? It's like the Pacific Northwest got shut out, didn't it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, I'll tell you what, man. There were so many breweries, um, well, I should say it more like there was this handful of breweries that won so many medals. It it really kind of, it wasn't this big spread out uh, award ceremony like you see very often. Yeah, it's the same people going right back up there. Yeah, 
It was uh, yeah. I think I counted the medals for um, uh, Idaho, Washington, and Oregon, and, and I think there was less than fifteen. Really, wow. Which is surprising because you know there's a lot of um, pretty much uh, you know Yakima and Burt Grant is where the microbreweries kind of started, and Idaho, Washington, and Oregon are kind of considered where it all started. Yeah, California cleaned up though. I'll tell you that much. California did well. Yeah, they did. Yeah. You know what, man? I, I think that it's just going to get tougher and tougher and tougher, and I think that's great for us beer consumers because that means that people are going to be stepping up their game. I mean, it's not like, you know, 15 years ago when if you entered a really good beer, you were going to get a medal because you were, oh, in, a, right. you know, yeah, you were in a sea of okay beers and you entered a really good beer. You enter a fantastic beer now, it's still anybody's game. Yeah, you know? it is. Yeah. I like the yeah. way that uh, you know they're coming up with new things, yeah, you know, just you know, weird stuff. You know, the cutting edge stuff, weird stuff that's actually really, really good. And oh, oh yeah, because you know, really, when you start looking at it, you know, a, a lot of our beers, you know, don't necessarily fit exactly to a style, and and a lot of breweries are that way. And that makes Everybody, it tough competition time. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Did you, you guys know, you enter at, the Huckleberry beer? No, we didn't. You didn't. So you might have done well with that because it, it sounds to me like it's pretty unique. Uh, we, yeah, we might have. You know, the fruit beer ca- category has been dominated by uh, framboise for a while. Right. So it's kind of you know, a kind of tough, tough yeah. category to go at. Yeah. So, What's the name of the uh, Huckleberry beer? It's just, we call it Laughing Dog's Huckleberry Cream Ale. Okay. Huckleberry Hound? Yeah. I find no, it, no, I'm not going there. I'm not getting in any trademark infringements <laughs> with anybody. Good idea, man. <laughs> I actually I find it interesting that your number one selling um, in bottles is the cream ale, because that is not an, a, a popular beer in America in general. No, but they're trying to bring it back. Yeah, I guess so. I, I think that's yeah. great, you guys. It must be a good beer. How much corn do you put in that? Um, zero. Zero. Really? really? Cream ales don't necessarily necessarily have to have corn in them. It's the way that you brew it. Tell us so. about your uh, grain bill, if you wouldn't mind. It's actually pretty simple. Right. In fact, we're done. <laughs> it's that simple. That's how simple it is, really. It's, it's that water. simple. Uh, it's just yeah, a base um, malt beer? You know, it's, it's, uh, it's, there's only three different malts in it, put it that way. Okay. Uh, you know? And uh, well, but, uh, it's, it's, uh, there's a unique combination of yeast that I, that I came up with. So uh, it's a, a blend of two different yeast styles. Really? It really is the fermentation, Fred, Fred's ideas there. I think that to make it what it is. You don't uh, you don't want to tell us about the blend of, of the yeast? Yeah. Oh, I'll definitely tell you. Oh, great! I'll tell you one side of it right off the bat. I won't tell you the second side of it. But the first side is the Chico strain of, of ale yeast, and the second's a, a really nice lager yeast. So what's that? Cal ale, and then uh, and then uh, uh, a lager yeast mixed in there too. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. So you yeah. blend them at the beginning. You uh, put them in straight sequentially. The yeah, straight straight from the get go. It's a fifty fifty blend, and then. Uh, um, you know, it's a, subsequent batches, we're just, you know, we're harvesting the yeast off of from batch to batch, and it, uh, it's, it's held through what we really want to do. So what do you ferment at if you've got a lager and an ale yeast? I think that's pretty interesting. Well, 68 degrees is what we're, is what we're coming in at. Um, and then uh, once, it's, once it's finished out, we drive down to 50 degrees and let it age it at 50 degrees until the yeast flocks out, and we'll pull it off and, and pump it over into a bright tank at, at 38 degrees for another t- couple weeks. Okay, so you are doing plenty of lagering to it. You're just fermenting at ale temps, though. 
Yeah, and that's really if you if you start reading about cream ales, that's what makes a cream ale cream ale. Really? Well, that's what I was going to ask you because I know what a cream ale tastes like, and I actually I really liked the uh, best uh, cream ale I ever had w- was in England, and it's a it's a great style. But I don't know what makes a cream ale a cream ale. I didn't know if it was the grain bill. Uh, you guys are saying it's kind of this mix of yeast. Well, it's not, it's not even necessarily in the mix of yeast, but um, you can make a cream ale by fermenting a with a lager yeast at ale temperatures. Ah, uh, okay, interesting. See, now what about now? I would then worry about those real kind of fruity uh, esters and different off flavors from fermenting a lager yeast warm. You're going to that's then that's part of the cream ale is to pick up some of the fruity esters, but you've got to control your your off flavors by making sure that you don't get above. A certain temperature. Okay, so you guys are real strict about your sixty-eight degrees, and uh, oh yeah, and then drop. Oh, yeah. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that where you're fermenting them at sixty-eight? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The, the the tanks are all temperature controlled, obviously, and then and, and I built the control panel for them. So, um, so as long know. as you like one temperature. I'm just, I'm just kidding. As long as you like, just like one temperature, then yeah. <laughs> well, that's where we set it. But I mean, we can set it up whatever we want to. <laughs> plug it in or don't plug it in. Well, you guys yeah. have. Uh, hey. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just giving you shit. Yeah, Doc's just effing with you guys now. <laughs> but you've piqued my curiosity. Now I really want to try this beer. Oh yeah. I also want to know more about this this uh, elusive grain bill too. It sounds like, you know, it's mostly base malt because you guys are saying it's real simple. Yep. So what are we just talking? Just some regular old two row. Uh, we'll tell you that's the base malt. Yep. It is the base malt. Pacific Northwest two row. Let's play this game, Doc. And then what else you guys put? Like maybe so, is, you got some Munich going in there? Nope. No Munich. Biscuit? That would be bad. That would be bad. That give us kind of a biscuity flavor, and we don't want. You don't want. We want a real nice, clean, crisp flavor. You want not, so Pilsner malt also? Nope. 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 We'll just stay away from that too. <laughs> we can play this guessing game all night. There's only what four hundred and some odd different malts that I know of. Yeah, but this I guess I know where this interview is going. Not so many that you would use, though. It's, JP, do you have a guess? It's Black Patent, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Guess, guess guess how many homebrew medals I've won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, JP's if real good. Black Patent and in his, so, it is cream ale. You, you know what's really funny though, guys, is I'm sitting here watching the chat. Oh, you are seeing here. that, yeah. Yeah, some somebody named Brewing Jedi knows me. Oh, is that right? Yeah, because he knows something I have hidden away in the brewery here. Oh, he's talking about it. Yeah. Uh, oh, have you yeah. guys? Have you guys ever looking over uh, Fred's shoulder? Yeah. Have you guys ever listened to the show before? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So so I don't have to warn you that a. They're 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 going to be pissed about secrets, and B, uh, I guarantee you that there is a dozen listeners out there that have either been to your brewery or know you guys. It just happens. Uh, it's just the way it goes, man. They're every. They're well, like, I'm just I'm just really laughing because I mean, what this guy asked about is something that's just like total, almost top secret. If he's at it, <laughs> nice if Jedi. He's at it. He's he's one of the the few. Yeah, uh, he he knows my name too. <laughs> We're kind of the BN Army is kind of like the CIA of the beer world, and we infiltrate uh, everywhere that we can. <laughs> We're the spooks. Yeah, uh, we are undercover. Yeah, this uh, uh, this cream ale will be revealed within 24 hours. I guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I tell you what, um, you know, out on uh, Rate Beer, it's the number one rated cream ale in the United States. So you guys are really getting my curiosity about this beer, man. When are you guys going to distribute to California? 
Um, you know, find me a distributor and I'll talk to him. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I bet it's a big pain in the ass when you guys are, uh, you know, dealing with a bunch of different AB distributors. Not that they're uh, not You know, friendly. actually, it's it's not bad. It's really not bad. Okay. Um, two of my distributors are AB distributors, and they do a good job for me. Good. I had a question yeah. from a listener saying you guys plan to um, get your beer into Utah. Uh, you know, uh, I'd be more than happy to talk to a distributor if they know somebody down there. Do you have any beer that could go to Utah? Actually, no, you can have bottled beer that's over 3-2 in Utah. Yeah, it's got to be sold in the liquor store yeah, it's there. it's got to be sold in that, that elusive little liquor store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys, I want I got to take a quick break. Uh, if you can hang in there, I want to start talking about your winter ale and this Imperial okay. Hef when we come back. So, all right. refills all around, fellas, and uh, we're going to take a real quick break. We're talking to Laughing Dog Brewing Company out of Idaho, and happy to be doing it. These are fun guys. So, we're going to find out more about their uh, different beers that they do. Certainly the Winter Ale. It's the first time I think they've done one, according to Shat, the producer. So, we'll find out about that and Imperial Hefeweizens, too, and maybe a surprise guest hanging out later, too. We'll be right back. It's the session. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Did you know that you can not only order from More Beer online at morebeer.com and receive free shipping on most orders over $59, but you can also shop in person at their two retail locations located in Concord and Riverside, California. In fact, the Concord facility has grown to over 15,000 square feet to fit all the new products, expanded showroom, and new knowledge center classroom. And now, in conjunction with the Brewing Network, More Beer is making it easier than ever to keep up on what's happening. Download the More Beer monthly podcast by clicking podcast at morebeer.com. You'll learn about More Beer's history, sales and discounts on More Beer products, get to know team members, and hear ways to save you money. They're also launching a brand new website soon with more features and a better online shopping experience. So go to morebeer.com or call 800-600-0033. That's 800-600-0033. The Beer Song. Yeah, well, I met this old man sitting here in this bar. He told me stories and tales from afar. I said, for a world traveler, what are you doing sitting here? He said, the beer's as good in here as it is anywhere. I said, have you drank all your life? He said, not yet. I haven't, son, but we're drinking tonight. Are we drinking? And he said, I've drank lots of beer, man. I've drank lots of beer from here to Tanzania. Man, I've drank a lot of beer. Hold your glasses high in the air. We'll drink a lot of beer. Here we go. <laughs> so, like, what kinds of beers do you drink, old man? He said, I don't know. Let me see. Let me think. Hmm. Like a Michelob, Roller Rock, Honey Brown, Shadow Bach, Newcastle, Red Stripe, Blowing Brown, Cruz Light, Negro, Modelo, such a fine fellow alone, start beer and a whole lot of soul. Those thickest cows on keys doing a bass hill. I've drank a lot of beer. I said, Holy. Old man, that's a load of beer. I'm not a world traveler, but I've drank beer from around the world. He said, Like, what kinds of beers do you drink? He said, I don't know. Let me see. Let me think. Hmm. Like, uh, Paps Blue Ribbon, Old Sammy Adams, Bud Light, Corona Fosters, and Heineken, Nordon Blanc, got the girl on the front. If Homer were here, he'd be drinking that stuff. Girls and Guinness, I ain't finished, but I've drank a lot of beer. Yeah, and 
lot of beer, man, I've drank a lot of beer. Woo-hoo! From here to Tanzania, man, I've drank a lot of beer. Hold your glasses high in the air, we'll drink a lot of beer. Yeah! Oh, man! Said, son, I got your beats. I'm about twice your age. I said, boss, you're about three times my age, you old fart. And he said, well, in that case, I drank three times as much beer as you. I said, really? Like, what kinds of beers do you drink? He said, I don't know. Let me see. Let me think. Hmm. Like a Pelican, Stein Lager, Black Lager, Budweiser, Miller, Mickey's, Moss, and Mickey's, Ziggy, Pearl, and the Beast, Fat Tire, Pete's, Oh, Wicked Hell, Oh, What the Hell. Girls and Guinness, I ain't finished, boy, drank a lot of beer. I said, oh, man, you've got me beat. You have drank a lot more beer than me. I have to say one thing before I leave, is you can't drink as fast as me. He said, how fast can you drink? I said, I don't know. Let me see. Let me think. Hmm. Like, uh, I'm losing my voice because of your shot. You're gonna die. He's little in he? I'm gonna kick his ass. Hey, if y'all want a, y'all want a beer, a beer holster, me and Bubba are gonna start selling him and sell him at the show, so be looking for him. Otherwise, we got some chainsaw carvings up there for sale. What have you gotten out of a vial of White Labs yeast? WLP001, Cal Ale, baby! 23, Burton Hill. 008, East Coast Ale! Cal Common, WLP810. It's gonna be WLP 400 with beer. I got a sweet hoodie for my vial. Huh? White Labs, your source for great brewer's yeast, would like to invite all homebrewers to join the White Labs Customer Club. Redeem your empty vials for great White Labs merchandise and products. Free yeast, glassware, t-shirts, baseball caps, sweatshirts, polo shirts, and you won't believe what you'll get for 5,000 vials. Members also receive a newsletter packed with White Labs updates and facts, interviews with professional brewers, brew-your-own-clone recipes, beercook.com recipes, and customer club stories. The White Labs Customer Club. Save your vials and get in the club. White Labs. It's all in the vial. This Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Brewing Network. The Brewing Network. Saving your life. One beer at a time. Welcome back, boys and girls. It's the session. We got the boys from Laughing Dog Brewing Company hanging out with us. Cool, cool kids hanging out, you know? Uh, let me turn everybody on. It's not just me. Yeah. Yeah, turn me on. Turn me on, baby. Turn me on, me dead man. First. Me first. Fred and Jerry from Laughing Dog, you guys still with us? Oh, yeah, definitely. We're here. What, yeah. what did you refill with at the break? I think Jerry's got some cold nose, and I got a big old gnarly glass of IPA. That uh, that Imperial IPA you guys have, or nah, just nah, I don't have any on tap at the moment. I see. Before that, we were drinking uh, Oma Gang Abbey Ale. Oh, nice. good choice. Yeah, no wonder you guys are primed to talk tonight. That's a nice <laughs> one right there. We'll talk to that a certain extent. 
Yeah. Oh, Definitely. That's what I was doing on Friday night, and that led into bourbon. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, hey, bourbon. Don't even get me started there, guys. Oh, man. Single-barrel bourbons are my downfall. That's Doc, too, man. You guys yep. could hang out. Doc, you need to come visit me. I got a hell of a liquor cabinet. Yeah, me, too. <laughs> we could... We could uh... Is that good cigars, too? Yeah. I don't. I don't yeah, smoke I cigars nice very often, but well. you know when it when it comes up, it's real special and yeah. usually really hammered. Yeah, I have. Yeah, uh, I gotta, I, go ahead. Ooh. No, I, said, I was going to tell Doc I got some Opus X and and a uh, few things in the uh, humidor. Nice, a couple of nice things, Doc. Uh, we have a mutual friend. Um, they wanted to buy you a gift to say thanks to you. Um, for and, what? And uh, just for being cool, you had done some cool stuff. For oh, them, I actually give all the time then. Yeah, they wanted to <laughs> I'll listen to you. <laughs> and I don't. You had done some cool stuff. They wanted to buy a gift, and um, you know, I told him at first. I said, "Well, he really likes you know single malt scotch." Yeah. And then I said, "But that's a tough one because I was like, I think that uh, I had given him like a $50 bottle of single malt scotch once and Doc didn't even blink an eye because he's like been there had that that ain't shit <laughs> compared to like the you know 50 year old stuff that you like to find around so I kind of even discouraged them from doing that because I didn't know if they'd be able to get something that you'd really really enjoy um, yeah it's kind of tough with scotch for me but bourbons are a whole different it's a whole open book. Ah, so bourbons would be okay. Yeah. I see. Uh, there's always some really nice single barrel, single batch things out there that are... And, and bur- bourbon's pretty cheap. Is it? In in the whole realm of things. Okay. Uh, you know, scotch is expensive. Yeah. When you look at But bourbon actually is pretty cheap. You get really nice bourbons for fairly cheap. Oh, well, I like to hear yeah, that. Yeah, real reasonable. And, you know, if you're buying me something for any any whatever, <laughs> I, I, I like something that, that's unique and you can't get just anywhere. Right. If it's just run of the mill thing, it's like I, you know I appreciate it and everything, but you, sure. nope. Everybody's just try to get you something really special. Yeah, uh, something that you just can't get anywhere or something. Because like you know where the Safeway is, you yeah. can do it yeah. yourself. I love beers <laughs> that I can't get in California. Yeah, um, there's it's like a, he's registering for his wedding or it something. Is, yeah, really, he's but registering right um, now. Jesus, Doc. people always. I, I get this all the time. <laughs> what am I supposed to buy for you? Uh, and, you know, I, I like. Oh, that must suck to have people want to buy you things. Aww. Usually it's, hey, JP, you owe me something for being a douche. And I go, yeah, well, you're probably right. What yeah. do you want? Poor JP. <laughs> but I don't say that to him. No. All right, a question that came through for you guys, and it's a good segue into talking about this winter ale that you just brewed, fellas. Um, but someone wants to know if you guys, uh, either one of you, have had formal uh, beer education in, in brewing. Um, I have. That's Jerry? What have you had, Jerry? Um, I spent, I think it was uh, somewhere around seven to ten days at UC Davis. Okay. Did their short form program? Yeah, the short form program with uh, uh, Dr. Lewis and Dr. Banforth. Okay. It was uh, awesome. Was it? Because people have asked us that before, if that if that program is worth it. So you, you thought it was real helpful? Um, well, kind of yes and no. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know... I mean, there was some of it that there were was was stuff that I already knew. Okay. Uh, but there but there was a lot of it that I thought was really valuable. All right. So. So would um, you let me and, ask? And, you, let me uh, put it this way: Would you do it again? Like, if you had, you know, in hindsight, you'd say yes. I, I, I would recommend it. You would. Okay. Good. Yeah, I would. Good. To um, it, it's maybe a little pricey, but you know, I if nothing else, it was uh, a good perspective. You know, it's a lot, 
Lewis and Bamforth have a completely different outlook in some ways than a lot of home brewers do. Okay. I mean, they're, they're very, very uh, understanding of the, the entire commercial brewing industry as an industry um, versus the craft brewing side of things. Okay. So they really take like a, the, the, the picture as a whole. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I've heard, uh, I'm not going to say which one, but one of them's real drunk too. And that's got to make for a good class. <laughs> and it, also, it was a fun. It was a fun class. They, they're both awesome instructors, and and uh, not just. Um, I mean, they they all they both obviously know their stuff, but they're really both of them are really fun to listen to. Cool, and they're. I mean, both of them are so respected in in the beer world as far as educators and 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 guys that know how to brew. So. I would say, if it were me, I mean, I'd take the class just for that. Uh, we were at uh, Sudverk not too long ago up in Davis, and they're actually conducting some of their classes right there at the brewery in Sudverk and uh, doing a lot of experiments on their brew system. So you get a lot of hands-on stuff. I don't know if that was the same when you were there, um, Jerry. The, the, the cor- yeah, the course I took, uh, it was, there was virtually no hands-on. It was all classroom, but it, but it was held at, at Sudverk. Oh, it was at Sudverk, too. Okay. Yes, yes, it was. Uh, and we were talking to the brewmaster, and he was saying that uh, he hadn't done it yet, but they were talking to him this for this coming semester that they wanted him to get in there and start teaching things too, um, which I thought was kind of cool because then you'd have these two guys that are great professors, and you'd have this this third guy get in there who's who's doing it for a living and teaching some yeah. of those courses yeah. too. So I I think they're trying to evolve the the classes as well. So yeah, I I I hope so. Um, I mean, th- between those two guys, they have done so much research in, uh, in, you know, in brewing science that it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, you can just get their books, uh, too, by the way. If you guys... Um, They're great books. We've got a couple of them here in the brewery. Yeah. Well, if you, t- if you take them into classes, you pretty much need the books, yeah. Yeah. But you can... I mean, even without it, I, I think uh, it was Kaminsky over at Downtown Joe's was showing me some new book that's out. I read like half a page and my head started spinning around in circles because these uh, some of them, they can be very, very scientific. But uh, my point is you, you don't have to take the class to get the books. So if you no, look no, for... No. Um, Absolutely, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, so go just if you guys are getting into the technical stuff, uh, homebrewers, you know, check that out because uh, there's a lot of information in there. Uh, one of our listeners asked you guys, uh, what do you guys know any, uh, uh, by hand, uh, offhand, what Seattle <laughs> stores carry your beer? Because you mentioned that you can uh, find yeah, it. you know, and I replied back on the chat that, um, but yeah, you know, ninety nine bottles of beer on the wall, uh, great bottle works, are the two big ones that come right off the Central Market in Milltown. Um, we're, we've been in Seattle now for oh, pretty much close to two years. So um, okay. if these guys aren't seeing it, they just need to to, to ask. Um, but those are the two big ones over there in the Seattle area that that have it. How cool is that? Just so, listeners, if you're not in the chat room yet, you should know. Not only are you hearing your guests, but they're hanging out with you in the chat room. So, I guess if you're asking questions there, they're gonna uh, they're gonna they're gonna answer you firsthand too. So that's kind of cool. And uh, Stephanie, who we've not seen in a while, is working the chat room now. J- kick JP out of there. And Stephanie's hanging out. It's been a long time. Yeah, we yeah. haven't seen. And uh, while we're at it, uh, Sully's in the room. So- <coughs> 
O'Sullivan. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Let me just get the wheelchair erect here. Yeah, Sean O'Sullivan. Oh, man, you take it after me. <laughs> it, it took a long time to get him in the car with the diaper bag and the wheelchair and get him over here, but it worked. Yeah, but he said erect. Yeah. Sully's our old guy. The 21st <laughs> Amendment uh, Brewing Company, and we haven't seen him because you were dead. I was dead. <laughs> but I'm back. And From the dead. Woo! It is Halloween. That's my new theme song. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Five bucks. Now we were out in, uh, I had to go and pick up some wine out in Lodi, and I uh, thought we'd come by and say, hey. Sully, you know get was... stuck in Lodi again? Get stuck in Lodi. <laughs> Sully, at the break, had his first beer yeah. since, uh, what, Germany? Yeah. Since yeah. October of Germany, because he's been sick the whole and time. he decided to have it with us. He had his yeah. first beer with us. Which uh, was great because I said to you on the phone yes, uh, either last, last week or the week before, I was like, I want you to have your first beer with us. So. And uh, it worked out. Very I nice. had Sierra Celebration. It's the bitterest beer I've ever had in my life. Is it really? Well, you haven't had beer because for a while. Yeah. So. It's like the first beer you've ever drank. <laughs> exactly. And we're up in Lodi and he's tasting these wines and he's like, wow, he's like, this is Great. <laughs> what a great! And he's tasting so these wines. And I can't believe what this alcohol yeah. that's been invented while I've been away. Yeah. And he sat down. He's like, man. He's like, this is great. I hope he's I'm like, never sick again. <laughs> Till next year, at least. Yeah, you'll be sick by next week, <laughs> Sully. You know, no, let's hope. I not. think he's already coming down with something now. <laughs> I bet if you deprive him of a lot of things, the next time he has them, it'll be great. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? I'm not saying. Yeah, you're just saying things. That's what you said about gay sex, actually, with me last time. (laughs) Oh, if you you hold out long enough. All right. (laughs) Well, Celebration Ale that you just had is a perfect segue because Laughing Dog has just done. uh, It's the first time you guys have have brewed a winter ale at your brewery. That's right. And uh, first, I want to know, you know, why you did it. I know you guys have a seasonal lineup, so I guess it fits there. But tell us why you did it. What gave you the idea and where it came from? Okay, well, I'll start with that, and then I'll just drop off to Jerry on that. Okay. We actually have done a holiday ale um, here before that is just, it was a spice beer. Um, had cinnamon, allspice, ginger, honey, orange, vanilla, clove in it. And it did really well between Thanksgiving and Christmas. But um, I've always been a big fan of, of, of winter seasonals. And um, I wanted to give the guys a chance here in the brewery a chance to do something you know, for them. And so I, I, I told Jerry and, and my and our other brewer Sandy, I said, Hey guys, come up with a come up with a winter seasonal recipe. I'm I'm tired of writing recipes. Uh, but uh and I know you guys have got it in you. I know that you guys can write some really good ones because Jerry has done did really well with the harvest pail. And I said, guys, give me something that we can that we can run with. And uh so I put it out to him and, and Jerry came back with a recipe that we brewed and uh um just it turned out great. Um, we were drinking it a little while ago. In fact, I think Jerry's got about a quarter glass of it right yeah, now, and he's probably going to head back for some more. But it's you know it's a it's a nice dark winter ale. Okay, and um, it's just it's uh, I think it's a great beer. Now, what makes it a winter ale? Uh, it's it's obviously not a holiday ale because you have that, so it's not spiced. Um, you know, what is it? Is it that it's a, a higher alcohol, bigger body? What makes a winter ale to you? Um. To me, yeah, it, you know, style-wise, it's a it's a strong ale. So when you so what what are we talking? Dude, we're here? talking big and malty. Yeah, give us uh, the dark give us the ABV. Well, you know, I mean, the, the the basic profile is a strong ale, but then you have you have to go American on that. Okay. Um, and I'm I, you know I look at, at the other winter ales out there, and there's lots of them out there. I'm sure you guys are familiar with Jubal, Snowcap, Powderhound, some yep. of those. Yep. yep. Jubal's okay, nice. Those are all winter ales, yep. and they, they would all fall in that same category in terms of, um, 
you know, being basically, uh, it's a strong ale. But, you know, with the typical American twist, it's kind of like uh, the American brown ale versus the English brown ale. Okay. We start with a style that is a, uh, uh, a strong ale, which is a British style. And, and the British often referred to the, the strong ale as a winter warmer. Yep. Um, and then you put the American twist on it, which means that it gets maybe a little bit drier and a little hoppier. Okay. And, you know, that's, that's basically what I brewed. So why don't you run through the malt bill with us? <laughs> yeah, why don't you tell us about that? Jerry. <laughs> huh? If that's your real name. I heard you guys laughing in the background. That was great. I'll tell you guys. Ten million dollars, I'll tell you anything you want to know. Good Lord. I don't even ask for that for these gems of shows that we put out every week. <laughs> okay, five million bucks. Hey, we'll you know what? Just no, go ahead with no. the mall bill. I'll put the check in the mail. <laughs> Doc's no, got it. For, for the grain bill, you know, most of the grain is going to be uh, a true row. Okay. And uh, you got to have have some uh, some crystal malts in there, obviously. Darker because, ones. You know, the right character. Yeah. So I I go with a uh, with a sixty and okay. uh, and some one fifty. Wow, all the way up to one fifty too. Okay. Any and of uh, JP's black patent in there? Yeah, you give it. Gotta have it. No, no, I wouldn't. I would never put black patent in a. Uh, a winter ale. No, okay. Um, that would turn it into, you know, uh, that would push it a little too far to the stout side. Yeah. Yeah. What about some Vienna or something like that that's got a nice red color well, you, to it? You, you, could, you could probably, I, w- I would go maybe more with Munich over Vienna. You would, it's okay. a little darker. Yep. Even darker, um, all right. But you could do that. What was your OG on this bad boy? Snoop Dogg. 69. <laughs> 1069. Nice. 1.069. Was that on purpose? That was completely planned, right? (laughs) Yeah. This one is 69. It was completely planned, the 69. You know, it wasn't planned, but it worked out. It works out nice, right? It works out for the marketing department. You need some very white plane right now. <laughs> Ooh, baby. I want to drink you because it's, you're 69. It's our winter ale, 1069 OG. Yeah. <laughs> it's a magic number, right? And what did it finish at? And it finishes at? so smooth. Yeah, what did it What did it finish at? <laughs> finished at one. You and me, it, baby. It finishes at Two. Um, somewhere between 15 and 16, right yeah. in there. Yeah. I like 16. <laughs> I like 16. 15 for 69, huh, guys? All right. You know I yeah, love I knew it. I'd get your attention there. Yeah, let me give you some Barry Wayne. You know where I started. I started at 69. All my beers start at 69. I picked the least romantic Barry White I could find. Yeah, you did. I went straight to porn Barry White. Way to go. That's like show tune to Barry White. <laughs> Uh, sorry, guys. I got a little sidetracked there. <laughs> was like, uh, you, uh, we changed the channel there for a second. You mentioned 1069 on this show, and that's what's going to happen, fellas. I, I, my apologies. Yeah. We hearken back to the wonderful days of 70s music. You really don't need to apologize to us. Okay, good. <laughs> You're on board. Yeah. You, you guys need to apologize favorite, our to Our favorite word in the brewery the starts with the letter F. <laughs> Good. Uh, you can say that here, by the way. We don't have to even. Oh, I can it. say fuck. You can say no, fuck. no, 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 no. I thought you meant fruit. Oh, yeah. Cause, cause you're not allowed to say fuck. Oh, Great shit. <laughs> In any way, shape, or form, he said fuck. Uh, I'm sorry, I was fucking wrong. <laughs> oh, you did it again. Oh, oh. Son of a fuck. yeah, fucking bastard. 
God. Uh, you know, Barry White would have never done this. Shit balls. Get it together. Everybody. Okay. Now, how about now? You said also you, you compared to kind of the English brown and American brown. So is this one uh, kind of a hoppy beer also? Well, that that was what I meant by. Uh, I mean, the, the the style guidelines would would say that it was a strong ale. Yeah. So this, yeah, I, I think all the American um, winter ales are basically a strong ale that that have a hoppier twist. Okay. They're a little drier, a little hoppier. And I, w- I would include most most American brown or winter ales in that category. What kind of yeast do you use to get it nice and dry? Um, we use basically a Chico strain. You do. Is that kind of your? Uh, a lot of people love that that Cal ale, that Chico strain. So is your it, go-to. Is that your house? Uh, it's not exactly, but it's in that ballpark. How many uh, yeah, how many we, yeast strains? You can use a Chico strain and, and be pretty close to what we we have here. Okay. How, how many yeast strains do you guys use there at the brewery? Well, our 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 house strain is 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 pretty much uh, it's a house strain. Meaning that you guys actually kind of built it up yourself. Well, we we started with a commercial strain. Okay. And it's kind of uh, evolved. Okay. No, well, I've talked to so many brewers that they only want to have one yeast. Yeah. In there, and there's other guys that go the other way. And I, I go the other way sometimes. They just have they have all different kinds of yeast, or there there's some just have a few. Yeah. Or they have the main house yeast, and they'll for a couple of different seasonals they'll use a couple of different things. They'll step out on them. We'll do it. there. We kind we kind of do the same thing they do back there. We use uh, the O one yeast and then kind of step out of the mold a little bit and. But that's kind of our house yeast. But then you like yeah, to well, throw we, anything else in too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We we started off with you know uh, obviously a, a commercial strain on on two different on two different tracks here. Um, one was obviously the cream ale, which has evolved in it, it into its own strain. Okay. And then our our house strain, and then we have a couple of beers that you know will bring in something different and so, run occasionally. So when you so, guys, you know, we'll use three, sometimes maybe four different yeast strains regularly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Then I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, they'll use a, a couple. You're always wrong. Okay. Okay. Now, when you got your well, you're saying, not wrong. I mean, that's he really is wrong. He's always wrong. Yeah, he's wrong. Yeah. He's wrong. Sully's wrong. Let's face it. Well, no, okay, nobody's he's wrong. wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. Uh, Thank you, Jerry. I'll just go get another pint of IPA. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Fred's out. <laughs> I'm just going to another pint of IPA. What the hell? Yeah, Fred, what's going I'm on like back there? You're really quiet. <laughs> no, that's Jerry back Jerry, what are you doing back there? You're really quiet. He's firing oh. Fred at the moment. <laughs> I, I think this phone isn't as loud as Fred. Yeah. Fred Can you hear how me? St- st- Fred strategically placed Jerry with the quiet phone. Was yeah. that was that well, a Come on guys, I'm a, not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're the IT guys. You just should have equal phones. Did I just hear a bubbler going off? <laughs> yeah, I hear a lot of weird stuff going on in the background. What's going, what are you guys doing right? Are you that mashing in? A, that was a different Oh uh, no, I'm actually out by the coolers getting a pint of beer. Ah, okay. He's got the mobile. Yeah, I bet he's got the thing stuck in his ear, walking around with that. <coughs> no, I never even thought about doing that. Yeah. Damn. So you guys are kind of no. loaded right now, is what you're saying? Not any more than us. No. Well, we had him on the phone for a long time, so. That's and that's quite all right. I know my wife will have to be driving me home tonight. That is hey, good for <laughs> you. She's not listening that's to the what show. You call is it she? back there. No, she, she's out in the she's out in the tap room. Reading a magazine and drinking wine. Ah, it's okay. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. That's what uh, Stephanie <laughs> so, and Sully were doing. Fred's wife's gonna drive him home. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. It looks <laughs> like got the Jerry's spooning with the yeah. conical tonight. Ride the dog home. <laughs> 
See, you're lucky you got a wife to drive you home. We just uh, we carry Doc out and throw him in the trunk of a cab when we <laughs> we gotta get him. Home. It's best that way. <laughs> it's be- best to just let him North go. North Idaho. Yeah. We don't have cabs. Oh, <laughs> cab? What's a cab? Right. Yeah. Can you guys explain what a cab is? You got a, you got a compound back there, the many wives. We wrestle oh, local buffalo we're for not right even home. Go there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I still want to know more about this beer. Um, so, you know, tell me more about where you got the, the recipe from. It sounds like you wanted to do this uh, combination of an of an American uh, winter uh, based off maybe something English. So, uh, tell me about the inspiration for the beer. Jerry, no, just a second. I'm pouring a pint. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, I didn't mean to bother you, Jerry. My <laughs> fault. <laughs> Jerry's busy. And, and you know, guys, well. I, I got to tell you, you know, I'm, I'm being, owning a brewery. I'm really blessed because I've got a, I've got a, a head brewer that um, is just a, he's a he's a fantastic brewer, and he um, he can, you know, the two of us we can actually write a recipe and and, and basically tell what the beer is kind of going to be like before we ever even run it through our pilot plant and um just having him here is just it's fantastic i mean because um we we do things the same and we think the same and yeah. and so it's just it's really it's really a, just a really good blend for this brewery see that's got to uh, help you know he comes up with is, is is great so how well has this beer been received because you know i brew beers that i like it and my brew partner likes it but everybody else nee, you know but this one how, how how well has it been received by uh, your drinkers? Um, let's see. We have brewed the. I'm I'm trying to count up the batches. I'm actually getting the. Now I just crashed my server. Fred just fell uh, over. Uh, right. <laughs> how long has this one been out? Um, it came out around the first part of October. Excuse me, in uh, draft. <laughs> um, but uh, the bottles are just now starting to make their way out. We had a little problem with some. Uh, with uh, printing of the carriers. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to tell you. I count one, two, three, four, five. I'm like in the he's, computer. He's right there telling us what's uh, on inventory. That's seven. Se- we brewed hand. seven batches of it, and um, everything that has been brewed so far has gone from this brewery. So oh, that wow. tells you how it's been received. That's been good. Yeah, that sounds great. Especially for the first time you've done it. That sounds really good. Oh yeah. You know how yeah. how pleased we're, were you guys? You you know you sat down. It's the first time you're going to do it. You created this recipe. Did it come out to be the beer you wanted it to be? Um, let me put it this way. You know, you ever play darts? Uh, we're talking and you about throw the, a dart. Yeah. And it hits, hits the bullseye. Yeah, we like that. That's kind of like that. Let me tell you guys, I haven't yeah. hit the bullseye in a long time. I remember it, it being pretty happen. good. It might have been out there on the edge, but <laughs> and, and and we've done that before, where we we brewed things that we thought were great, and and uh, they're just kind of on the edge, and everybody else doesn't think they're so great. But that's the really neat thing about being a craft brewery is is you know what we think they're good, but nobody else does. Well, oh, okay, we'll just change direction. Yeah, I'm starting to and think. So in other you know, words, I'm saying it's kind of a combination between. Skill and luck. That's all. That's all that brewing is. In my case, it's luck and luck. But uh, in good brewers' case, it's definitely skill and luck. I hear so many times craft brewers come in and they're like, "Well, but, you know, the cool thing is that we can brew anything we want. It doesn't matter if 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 everyone loves it. That's why we're craft brewers." 
I'm starting to think that that's really just an excuse for fucking up. Like, at least I own up to it. <laughs> at least I get in here and go, hey, I meant to brew this beer, and I screwed it up, and I'm admitting it. Oh, yeah. But all you professionals, you all sit up here and go, well, you know, but it's something different. Or were they say, I, uh, this was brewed on <laughs> well, accident. We wouldn't do that, would we? No. no. Hey, 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 I, I got a message for one of your listeners. All right. Zymergus. Oh. <laughs> it was a bullseye. <laughs> uh, you know what? We don't even have to know what Zyber just said to know that he deserves whatever you spit out at him. Uh, nah, this is great. I mean, these guys, <laughs> these, these, these guys are great on, on the chat room. It's Stephanie, keep them in line them. in there. I'm trying. It's pretty. It's actually really. They fun really in here went tonight. nuts when I said Good. They're fuck. Pretty fun. Good. And, and you know what, guys? That's what happens every time. As soon as the show starts getting a little crazy, and especially if the guest uh, allows us uh, to do uh, anything uh, we uh, want, the chat room takes that as carte blanche to uh, just go nuts. But Zyber yeah, just deserves great. everything. Yeah, that's you know, guys. I, I know we're both watching, by the way. Yeah. I, I, I and I know you guys have another question for us. Yeah. It was about. It was about dog. Oh, I'm not getting them passed. You still got to pass them, Stephanie, even if they're being answered in the chat room. There haven't been any questions. Oh, do you, what was the question you guys are referring to? Oh, no, no it wasn't a question. It was a no. statement. Oh, yeah. oh, somebody I've was been passing them. Someone was stating things about the dog in there. No, somebody said That's something. Jerry was talking about uh, about throwing darts. He says, "Was it a bullseye or an asshole?" <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised <laughs> they're giving that to you guys. Eye. Usually, I'm the one who fields those jokes. I don't know why they're throwing them at you. And JP too. <laughs> like if JP was in there, they'd have given it to him. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, now that yeah. it's Stephanie, they're being nice to her yeah. and dishing it out to you guys. All right. How about this? I want to talk about uh, Imperial Hefeweizen because yep, that's where we're going, dog. That cool. is um, so, that's, that's how I brew. Interesting. Are yours Imperial? Yes. Yeah. Really, Doc? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, I usually mess people up with those. All right, let's uh, let's go real basic here, just to start. You know, what makes an imperial hef an imperial? Well, let's go with seven and a half percent alcohol. That's a good start. Yep, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I usually introduce people to them. Oh, you ever had a real German half of ice? Oh, this tastes great. Wow, oh, I've never had that. This and that, and then two beers down, and they're just. Well, what's uh, what is a traditional German half of ice in ABV? It's in the normal range. What's that? Uh, four ish? Four and a half, five. Okay. Yeah. Know? So bump it. Actually, up. three and a half to four. Is right. it? Okay. If you look at the style guidelines, three and a half, four point two, four point three uh, ABV. So, um, yeah, so, you know, we wanted to do something a little different. It was actually our second anniversary beer for the brewery, and uh, we had originally talked about brewing a barley wine, and uh, releasing a barley wine in August was deemed too dangerous. Too cutting edge. <laughs> Really? Um, that's yeah. Not well, a, that's the not barley wine we, that we that we that we have that we piloted is comes out to almost twelve percent alcohol by volume. So it's a bit Very big. Nice. Um, so we went with an imperial hef, yeah. and uh, or as, as we called it, or hefeweizen with an attitude, and uh, it uh, actually I, I think it worked pretty well. Because God forbid you don't put out a beer that's uh, under seven percent. You're like, well, they won't oh. let us do this one. We'll do another. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that attitude. But they needed a summertime beer. <laughs> Instead yeah, of a wintertime beer. 7% right. summer beer. We needed beer. a summer beer that would uh, kick your ass. Yeah, that's a good barbecue beer. <laughs> yeah, that lawnmower Ooh. beer. Damn, so- Bruin Jedi on the chat room knows about 14 dogs. 
I want to know who the hell he is. Who is he? What's 14 dogs? Now you got to tell That's the rest of us. barley wine. Yeah. Oh. Very few people have had that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, you guys, you can't f with the B N Army, man. Uh, we're everywhere. We're awesome. <laughs> we're clandestine. Hey, by the way, um, thanks for the pin at the GABF for the um, you know the hot bomb on it. Yeah, no worries, man. You guys got Are a couple. The, uh, guys, at security trying to take it away from me at the airport. Oh no, of, shit! Because yeah, it looks like a grenade. No, it's because it was running metal. Of the pin. Yeah. No, I thought maybe they were like, hey, this looks like you are a terrorist. Hey, that came out of my button machine, man. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It did. They're not that smart. <laughs> so, did you just put it in your bag, or did they get it? Oh, I was on my hat. Oh. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's a terrorist. Yeah, he must be a yeah, terrorist. Yeah, I'm a terrorist. <laughs> yeah. So, hey. That's just really funny to watch the chat as we're talking to you guys and, and say something, and somebody really, whoever it is, has been in my brewery a lot. <laughs> it's probably your son. <laughs> I bet it's you that very really Jedi is very your son. I'm yeah, I'll kill him. Hey, so I want to know now. You've you've made this imperial hef. Um, yep. How do you keep it tasting like a hef if you're up in the malt bill like that? Or does it not? I mean, is it very different than a, what you'd expect out of a hefeweizen? Then do you do um, it with? I all? would have to say it's a little bit sweeter okay. than what you would expect from a normal hef, just because of the malt bill. Um, um, the wheat is really not a very fermentable product. Okay. So it, it contributes some sweetness to it. Um, and instead of serving it with a lemon, we we served it with an orange slice. Kind of cut it a little bit better. I like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's really different. Um, think more of a wheat wine than, than anything because, truthfully, that's where you're at is in the wheat wine category. Okay. Um, but uh, uh, it held up pretty good. And we went for the American style, not the German style. Ah, so you're um, not using the Bavarian yeast. No. No. No, and Jerry could explain to you why we don't use a Bavarian yeast in here, and he'll point his finger at me quite a lot. Yeah, I want to know why, because if you're calling it, I'll go out on a limb here and say, if you're calling it a Hefeweizen, it should be Bavarian. Otherwise, I tend to want brewers to call those beers American wheats. And and I'm not going to argue with you. Okay. Absolutely, you're right. So, not so, argue with you. all right. So, <laughs> well, then, just uh, like what? Why the decision not to use the Bavarian yeast? Marketing. Oh yeah. Yeah. That comes that's back to marketing. Perfectly legitimate mm-hmm. answer. Actually, not too many people are gonna, uh, um, you know, when it's got that much uh, phenols and and that much spiciness in it. Too many people aren't gonna drink that big of a beer. Yeah. Uh, you know what? So, I, I agree with you guys. I'll, I've told the story before. I'll tell it just real quick. The first Bavarian Hef I had, it was when I was just getting into craft beers. I had a Sudwerk Hefeweizen. It was my first Bavarian-style Hefeweizen. And I thought yeah, it was... Yeah. I, and it's now I know that it's a great beer. Back then, That's I thought great. it was the worst piece of shit I ever tasted. I what thought the hell it was feeding me? infected. I didn't... Because I didn't know. I didn't know it was supposed to take, taste like cloves and banana. And, uh, and I just thought it was the worst thing I'd ever had. And I can see that from a. I can see several new beer guys getting in and tasting a, a, a beer like that. If you guys had made a Bavarian and saying the same thing that I did back then, I didn't touch Sudwerk for Sudwerk for uh, five years. I wouldn't touch anything yeah. they made after that. I could see people that they're used to you know, Widmers or pyramids, and they get your half of Weizen, and if it's you know a traditional Bavarian style, 
Yeah, I can see them turning their heads on that one. Same but, way. But, yeah. Justin, yeah. you've switched, haven't you? You've come to the other side. Now I've switched, uh, although I'm still not a big fan of Hef's. I do appreciate the flavors. Okay. In fact, I told this story to the brewer at Sudwerk when we were there um, a couple weeks yeah. ago. I said to him, I told him this whole story, and I said, now I realize that uh, that I was the piece of shit, not your beer, and that I just didn't know. I, I, I wasn't educated about what a, a Hefeweizen should taste like. So yeah. I don't think that's a bad move on your guys' part to do a big beer and, and, and make it. Uh, but I would want you to call it an American wheat, to be honest. Well, you know, when, when we entered it in the uh, GABF, we entered it in the wheat wine category. You did, okay. How to do there. Yeah. 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 I, um, I'm, I'm <laughs> Jerry, Jerry knows this is one of my pet peeves. I'm, I'm big for about if you name a beer something. Yeah, you probably should try and enter it in the category that it's in. <laughs> right, <laughs> that one being what it is is, is you know it's, it it was an American wheat wine. Yeah, so, okay. But, you know, like if you call a beer a CSB, yeah, enter the damn beer in the CSB category. If you call it an IPA, Fred, call it. I'm I'm sorry, I'm going to call you on this. There is no CSB, CSB category. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> call it an ESB. I'm a little drunk. Sully didn't get the CSB joke. Could you could you tell him what that one hey, is? Come again? on, let's have a crotch sniffing bastard category, guys. Oh, there should be. Everybody call it BJCP and tell them CSB. I hope that Jerry and Fred end up in a fist fight by the end of this interview. I just think are you, are you guys sep- are you guys separated right now by a wall no. or a space? Yeah, by about uh, six feet of floor. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I see. When it comes down, can you, can you put your phones down so we can hear it go down? <laughs> no. The thing, the reason I wish it right. upon you is because I know that you, you, you guys will be those two that like wake up tomorrow and hug each other and go, I'm sorry, I didn't, I love you, I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're gonna wake up tomorrow going. Jerry I, I hope that we that, didn't make asses hey. of ourselves. <laughs> I can't believe we acknowledged Zymergist. Yeah, true that. <laughs> that, we, that we did what? Acknowledged Zymergist <laughs> as, a, as a person. <laughs> as yeah, a legitimate well, entity. Know, I, there's actually two people that seem to have been in this brewery that are on here. That's great. Yeah, that is cool. <laughs> I like to see that. All you right. know, if you knew oh, them hey, now, you wouldn't let them in. I had an email uh, for hey, you guys. Uh, some, um, oh, somebody knows me. They got 20 to 1 odds on me. <laughs> <laughs> to win, <laughs> Fred, you're a big I guy, huh? Jerry by a hundred pounds. Yeah. Oh, really? Now, when you say big guy, are we talking like Chad big, or uh, like even bigger than than, than, Doc our, big. than our? You know, you guys know Chad. You met him at GABF. Hey, you guys, yeah, I met Chad at GABF. Someone just hit uh, redial. Fred's phone. There's my cell phone ringing. So well, is. Let me put it this way, Chad. Smaller than Fred. Oh, (laughs) nice. Everyone just thought that was... (laughs) Oh. You know that the number one thing that everyone said about Shad at GABF is you're not the fat load they made you out to be. So I just, in Shad's defense, when everyone goes, whoa, I can't believe he's bigger than Shad. (laughs) Yeah, but there's big and there's big. I mean, he's just like... Huge, like give us you some dimensions. Fred, how tall are you, and what do you weigh? I'm I'm six two and weigh two fifty. All right, that's yeah, pretty big. Yeah, that's not that bad. No. That's not Paxton here. No, Paxton's like yeah. six six and and I don't know what two sixty, two seventy. He's, big. he's, he's a big just dude. big. He's he's a big thinker though. Yeah. <laughs> That's the nicest thing you anyone's ever said about him. Uh, <laughs> That's what his mother used to tell him. I'll use my pa- Pax and what jo- I love you, Sean. I love you, Sean. <laughs> I had an email come through for you guys. Um, question. Guy says, I recently moved from the Chicago area where there's a thriving... 
That's not me. Fred, if you don't turn off your cell phone... Or come up with words to that. You know what it is? It's my CO2 tanks trying to talk. Really? We're, we're at the brewery. Um, we are at the brewery, and the CO2 tanks are trying to dial out and phone home. Exactly. Well, that's exactly. kind of crazy over there, wherever you're at. We got them <laughs> newfangled CO2 tanks. They dial us up and tell us everything's up. fine. These guys are hammered. Just their CO2 okay. tanks. There they go. They're dead. Okay. Oh. Well, Idaho. You're in Idaho. Okay, then I understand. CO2 tanks do dial out there. <laughs> I was there once. Yeah. We're a little bit automated here. Um, <laughs> we have two 750-pound liquid CO2 tanks that, that phone home every night to say how full they are so that if they're getting low, they send the truck up. No shit. That's yeah. pretty... Uh, JP phones home to see how full he is. Yeah. Doc, I'm surprised you don't have that in your brew house, man. That's a pretty slick uh, piece you know, of technology. I, 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 I like that. <laughs> like, it's like auto-refill. Yeah. 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 I thought they were just leaning against the phone. <laughs> like, wow, you guys have a small space, but that's pretty cool, man. That's not bad <laughs> I need that. All right, I had an email come through for you guys. This guy wanted to ask you guys some questions. He said, okay. uh, I recently moved from the Chicago area where there's a thriving craft brew scene with lots of brew pubs and craft beer to be had. But I'm currently in a very rural area in the extreme northwest of Illinois. Why is it? Why, if he's in Illinois, is he asking these guys? So he spelled Idaho wrong. Uh, he says, where there is no craft brew scene, w- from what I've read, Ponderay is very rural and remote. I guess he's just relating his situation to yours. This is a good email. So he's saying, from what I've read, Ponderay is very rural and remote, which is where, uh, at least according to your card here, is where you guys are located. How do you thrive and encourage the craft brew scene in a rural area? And is it a tough challenge for you guys to do? Um, uh, it is tough, but um, that's why we... Uh that's why we're a packaging microbrewing on the brew pub. So are and, you guys uh, in the middle of, like, farmland out there? No. No. We're in the middle of the mountains. We're in the Rocky Mountains. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, uh, if you go and look, the, the we're on the largest lake for volume of water, <laughs> not surface area. Okay. West of the Mississippi. Really? So you're in Ponderay? Yeah, so, so Tahoe doesn't count. Are they in Ponderay? That's I got to the show yeah, late. Yeah. I think they're lake in Ponderay. Ponderay is okay. the lake that we're on. The hell do you and, know about uh, Ponderay, you know, Sully? But yeah, we're kind of in the middle of nowhere. Okay, okay this is my... And, uh, but, you know, we're only um, six hours from Seattle. We're right. only an hour from Spokane, Washington. Okay. So, you know, we're, we're, we're definitely near some population. And uh, by being a packaging microbrewery, yeah. that really helps because that's, that's our focus. Okay. Is let's get the beer in bottles, let's get the beer in, in, in draft, and, and we'll, we'll push it out there that way. And, I mean, I spend a lot of time on the road out there pushing beer. And basically you have the bar to yourself. No. Pardon? You have the whole bar to yourself then. Um, <coughs> no, uh, yes and no. We're, we're a pretty popular place here in, in uh, Sandpoint. Friday afternoons you'll find 20 or 30 people in our tap room. Okay, so this, so I'm going to just turn the show back to me for a second. Because, you know, silly. I've got an ego the size of your Wisconsin. head. Your head. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so you got, so the guy that got me started in craft beer about 13 or 14 years, years ago was Sean Donnelly, who worked at Triple Rock. And he went up and started uh, Pondere Brewing Company. And then he, that, oh, no shit. And then I think, yeah, no shit. And then I think the whole thing kind of went out. And I'm wondering, I'm curious, I think we might be kindred spirits here. And uh, we can get together and have beer on this one day. But uh, I'm curious as to whether or not you guys are in that space that you took over that used to be the Pondre Brewing Company. 
Or is we it? are not. We are not where they were. Okay. And and, and 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 let me just let me just back the boat up a second. Sean didn't start Ponderay Brewing. He stepped in from Chris. Okay. Chris was the original brewer there. I'm trying to think. Jerry, do you remember Chris's last name? Campbell. Chris Campbell was a phenomenal brewer. The guy okay. was just fantastic. And but Chris got burned out and he left. And Sean stepped in and took over. And you know, and they did some really great stuff. And um, unfortunately, they were just a little bit ahead of their time. And uh, they went out and uh, the winery moved. Andre Winery moved into their into their place. Okay, so it's not a brewery anymore. No, nope. it's a winery. Okay, it's a winery. No, it's a winery. You like wine. wine, right, Sean? Yeah, I like wine. Okay. Okay, I was kind of curious the, of the connection there because I knew he went up there and moved in there. And Yeah, no, Sean Sean did a good job. Unfortunately, I think he stepped in a little too late. Yeah, okay. And the only reason yeah. Sean knows Sean is because his name is Sean. Exactly. If, it, if this guy's well, that, name was like, that's fine, but, was like but Jake you know, Sean, from the Triple Rock, he wouldn't remember him. Chris Campbell was, was probably the guy who really put Fondre Brewing on the map when they were first here. Okay, well, you look, you know, Fred and Jerry, I mean, you all have, like, probably five people at the top of your list there that probably got you involved in this industry, unfortunately. But, uh, and, and Sean Donnelly is one of them for, for me, so, one of your top. Hey, guy yeah. named Sean was the one that got me started in it. Well, there you go. That's the connection. There you go. There you go. See? And that question, Five degrees of you? Sully. Question was from Ryan from uh, Galena, Illinois, and it was a good question after all. I made fun of you, but it, it, it worked out in the you end. You made fun too soon. Yes, I made fun too soon. He says that your Devil Dog IPA, two IPA, sounds incredible, and he says it's too bad Illinois is so far from Idaho. And that's from Ryan in Galena, Illinois. They both start with I. Come on, uh, set that well, far away. You know, t- tell Ryan that there are people out on Beer Advocate and Rate Beer that trade it when it's in bottles. Unfortunately, it's not in bottles right now, but it okay. will be back soon. The old black market of beer. Yes, we like it. Yeah. All right, I got uh, one more important question for you guys, and a couple of things from the chat room as well. Um, I want to know, just backing up a little bit about how you got started. uh, You know, you guys were, uh, both had day jobs, you were homebrewers, you you decided you wanted to start this thing. Where'd you get the dough to start a brewery? <laughs> it's it's well, where it's hard. Fred got the dough. Fred. Uh, okay. <laughs> where did Fred get the dough? Because it's a tough um, thing, and, and listeners want to know this, because, you know, everyone's got a dream to do what you did. So His any, wife said he could do it. Any that, insight it, helps. I have a friend, and, Pablo, and, in Colombia. And this isn't going to be any bullshit. This is going to be the pure, honest truth. Thank you. I'm, I'm going to preface this with something for all the homebrewers out there. If you like to if you like to homebrew, yeah. it's a great hobby and you love it. Don't do what I did. Okay. Honest. I mean, it uh. it, it took what was a fun hobby and turned it into a job. It really does. But yeah. um, am I sorry I did it? No, not a bit. So how did I get the money? Okay. Obviously, I was an IT guy. Um, worked for a pretty big company. Had some stock options. Cashed in all my options. Every bit I had. Okay. Um, and then I went and uh, I spent uh, seven months. Writing a business plan, and I went to the uh, to the bank for an SBA loan, and I and I borrowed the money. You did, and uh, you know that's that's where I did it. So so when you borrow money for an SBA loan, you got to have money. So you, you've got to have something. You either got to go find somebody that will invest in you, which is this is a tough industry to get anybody to invest because there's no quick turnaround. It's um, long term. If somebody yeah. wants in, it's going to be long term. Yeah. So you know that's and that's what we did. Is we we put everything that we had, took all my retirement, all my stock options, put my house up, the whole wow. bit, and uh, wow. you know I gambled on it. 
See, man. And uh, and That's then boss. I borrowed money from the bank. Got to have a sound liver too. Yeah, you got to be <laughs> yeah. ready to drink. But that, you know what, man? And and when I hear guys say stuff like that, I just say that is balls. Uh, I mean, to have a family, to have a regular job, to have a retirement, to have a house on the line. And to put every bit of it on the line to do something that you just really want to do. Yep. I don't know if I'd do it, man. Like I laid it on the line here, but what did I have to lose? I rent a house. I, I don't say, have a family. Nothing. I don't have a mortgage. I didn't have to take out a loan. I he just, has a dog. Yeah, I got a dog, and I care about my dog. Did you sign a personal but, guarantee uh, on your dog? I did. Sign <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what, guys. I put a guarantee on everything but the dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you see what you I know. mean? Like, the, to do what you did, man, that takes nuts and commitment to just, you laid it, like, if you failed, you're back at square one. Like, you're back at where you were when you were 18 years old, and you had yeah, nothing. And I'm, <laughs> yeah, and I'm, and I'm 43. Yes. Oh, so, wow. Well, Sully, you know. don't, don't you worry <laughs> about it, Sully. Because you're old. If, if, if I fail, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm done. You're yeah. done. You might as well just and put that I, tube in your mouth. Yeah. Pull no, the trigger. What would be on the other side of that tube? No, pull the trigger. There's there's no room to fail. That's that's what they're that's right. where I'm at. And that's the mindset I guess you have to go in with, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, you know we and we don't brew beer to make a ton of money. We brew beer because <laughs> we like to brew beer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But st- you know you got to make a living at it, and that's what I mean. It's still a risk, even though you're. You're taking a chance to do something you love to make a living. I love that. It man. goes back to you, right. you got to like what you do yeah. for a living yeah. or, or it just sucks. I agree. I never get up in the morning going, oh, God, i got to go to work. Unless you're hungover. It doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest here. Well, well no, because yeah. you can go drink after a lot of that hangover. After the company Christmas party the next like, day. I don't want to mash in. <laughs> we always have the company Christmas party on oh, a Saturday night. Mash in. I mash in. <laughs> Jer- Jerry, I'm mash in. Come on, Jerry. You tell me uh, I, don't, I don't brew. I don't want to mash out. <laughs> you guys are gonna fight about who brews right I now. I want to see you? this right now. Mono a mono. Oh come on! You guys just want to hear a fight. Oh yeah, this is radio. I'm I mean, doing my job here. Falling asleep. I want to hear, hear somebody's skull cracking the concrete. Yeah. That's what I want to hear. You guys brew beer. I provoke fights. That's our job. Hey, you know what, Fred? Um, you can sleep easier at night knowing you didn't uh, invest in a canning line. You know what I'm trying to say? Let me tell you something. If the three of you would shut the fuck up, they hey, might have started what, what? fighting already. I, I, I no. can sleep easier. I didn't invest in what? A canning line. What? Like Nothing. A, a canning what? line. There's a problem yeah. with that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, see? What? Oh. I, hear it on, I think it's on the see book. See that? Now, let's, you, JP, you and I are going to go at it right now. Let's do it. Let's do dual fighting right <laughs> I'll now. I'll take my pants off. Let's do a little Indian fighting. Oh, you mean, oh fighting. Oh, fighting. I don't want to fight you. Yeah, turn these guys off so we can talk to my interviewees. Go ahead, Stephanie. In the chat room would much more see uh, JP and Doc fight. That's it, what the big conversation is. Oh, so. dude. I would die. It's over already. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I concede. All I'll right. punch myself in the balls and save save Doc some energy. The carpet on the floor here. All right, a couple more questions for you guys before it just gets completely okay. out of hand. Um, someone asked if you guys are feeling any of the pinch from the hop and malt shortage right now. Um, well, I'm, I'd be the best one to answer that. Right. Hop shortage, no, because um, I was um, I had a very good mentor in the hop industry by the name of Jim Boyd, who was with. Um, Yakima Chief and now of Dogfish Head. Okay. And um, he he taught me well. So we contracted for our hops clear back for next year, clear back in last April. Good move. So the old hop contract. So well, and then I talked to our I talked to our um, malt suppliers to ask them 
um, and we're pretty well covered with them for uh, up to about a, a 15% increase. After that, we might feel a little bit of a pinch, but we're uh, the way we do business, I, I, I really don't think we'll see a problem with it. Yeah, but have you contracted water yet? <laughs> yeah, where oh, are you going to get that? I have no problem with water. <laughs> I have no problem with water. <laughs> water? Water? Come on, it's 90% we live in the of the Pacific brew. Northwest, the water kingdom of the world. All right, and you guys have a tap room at your place as well, right? We do. Okay. Yeah, and, and you guys need to really come visit us. I'd love to. Well, except that the, what the hell else is there in Idaho besides you guys? Dude. <laughs> well, let's see. Let's, do, you oh, like Fred? do you like the ski? Yes. Uh, are we talking water skiing? No. Actually, or I like them both, skiing. so it doesn't matter. I could do either one. We I'm, have both. I'm down with both. We have both. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a double threat that I'm way. A, I go both ways yeah. in, the, <laughs> in the ski world. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Would I can like dig on mountain that. Mountain biking or road biking? No, that's too much effort. How about some chicks? Come on. What's up with the chick scene? Chicks? No. Oh, God, dude. In the summertime, there's 40,000 people here. The chicks are hot. Really? And in the wintertime, yeah. which we're coming up on? I don't know. I never well, heard any songs written about Idaho chicks. You can't tell. I wish they all Corn could fest. be Idaho chicks. He right. said ho. <laughs> uh, so about the tap room, someone wanted to know if you guys sell beers from other breweries in your tap room. No. No. Not in our tap room, no. Just your own. Uh, Idaho law prohibits us from doing that. We have a license to sell our own beers, and that's it. So oh, no guess you brews. couldn't do it even if you wanted to. Nope. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Oh, fair enough. Not even to Zymergist? <laughs> Especially not to Zymergist. I've got... Zymergist, by the way, has been calling in to Skype nonstop for the last <sighs> 20 minutes. God. But, like, trying to get through. Zyme, I can't answer you because I got my boys here on Skype, so you're going to have to call the 800 number, which right now Bub is on. Does Bub want to talk to these guys, Stephanie? I think he wants to talk about Movember. <laughs> Well, then why is he calling in right now? Because uh, Bub has no sense of Boob, timing. are you calling in for Movember? Well, actually, I was going to call about the whole hops thing, but uh, since we're on the Movember... <laughs> no, no, no. no, no mo- we'll do Movember after the break. Are so. they doing Movember? I just need to know if they're doing Movember, and then we'll talk about Movember after the break. Guys, uh, do you guys know about Movember? <laughs> of course they don't. <laughs> what is Movember? So, Move- if, if you're a Mo, it's when you grow this giant, ridiculous porn star Tom Selleck mustache. In one month. In one month. So, Jerry, is that why you grew that mustache? <laughs> Jerry's doing it already. So, why is it called a mo? The because you no, know, it's you're a mo if you're why? if you've done it. That's just no, what it it's is. mustache. Yeah, but it's still. But you I, call I, it like that guy's a mo. Like I go with mustache. So, if you you're supposed to shave your face on the first of November entirely, and then for the whole month just grow your stash and 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 don't touch it, but shave everything else. Are you in? My back's kind of hairy. Because <laughs> I'm going to shave everything else. <laughs> so what's uh, your answer? B- Boob, I, uh, I think they're not in. Dude, they're totally in. No, and then, and then we got to take pictures guys. of it on the last day of November, which I'm sh- positive is the 12th. And uh, and then we post it online. Yes. Dude, they could do like a Movember porter or something. That's not Have a bad like idea. a big mustache on it, like a big old... Oh, All right, Bob. Thanks for the. Bob, you're uh, really trying oh. to make this go, aren't you? Yeah. Like, you know, you're getting people to name beers after it. I think it's awesome. It's like he's getting paid from the mustache <laughs> club. It's of from the Movember, you know, dot com. Hey, community. I just want everybody else to look as ridiculous as I will. Yeah, it's a good effort. Yeah. Well, we I, don't. Not, not all of us have and, lipstick paintings on. Uh, what's your hop question, Boob? <laughs> well, I was no. I was going to ask if they were 
getting hit by the whole hop and malt uh, crunch. Oh, but we did that already. Yeah, I know because you know. Yeah, well, hops, hops only like hops a forty-minute no delay on doing the speed. Oh, we didn't get to the 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 malt part of it though. No, we did. Well, in in the malt part, guys, I'm 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 pretty well set. Um, like I said, I I've got a pretty good malt supplier, and uh, I talked to them about contracting. Unless I put in a new silo, um, I won't have to worry about it. You're fine with that. All right, Boop. Thanks for the call. Um, all right, and Zymer, just if you wanted to call in, you got to call the 800 number, not the Skype, as if you couldn't have figured that out by the 800 times you phoned and I didn't answer. He said silo. <laughs> you know, Why isn't he answering the phone? He's yeah. he's busy shaving BN and onto his ass right now. I see. To be honest, <laughs> he probably forgot. The, okay. He probably uh, forgot the phone number okay. and then you reminded him of it. Thanks. Stephanie, I see that. He said that. You'll get that in your next Steinbart order. They're hardcore, man. It, you know, I, I'd be happier if he'd do LBB, but hey, <laughs> yeah. DN's cool, too. Yeah. You know, you know, Zymer just actually planted all the hop fields up in Oregon. I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> yeah, he's done it all. He's done it all. I actually did a contract with Zymer just this year for hops. I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> all right, laughingdogbrewing.com. Check it out. I'll be putting their link up on the site this week, and you can see all of their beers there. Hey, list off again, guys, where we can find your beer. Uh, you know, um uh, trying to think. Idaho, Washington, and Alaska, and in Idaho, best bets are, are uh, of course, obviously in our local market in Sandpoint, Ponderay, Bonners Ferry, Boise, Idaho. Um, we've got a huge presence down there. Um, Washington, you can find us in Yakima, Tri Cities, um, Walla Walla, Moses Lake, Spokane. Seattle at the 99 bottles of beer on the or Seattle, yeah, 99 bottles of beer on the wall. Yeah. Uh, Bottle Works um, on tap at uh, Paragon that I know of. Um, Browers Cafe and then up into Alaska. Um, not even sure exactly where all in Alaska. I just can get the letters that they've been seeing it up there. And then pretty soon into Oregon, um, we've just uh, looks like we're about to sign a deal with a distributor in Portland and then uh, maybe possibly in Montana as well. Okay, so all over the place you can find the great beers of Laughing Dog. And I did try a couple at GABF, man. It was all good stuff. And that's what got Shat to want to put these guys on the show, too. So uh, go out and, and, and get the beer. I do have one last uh, question slash request, guys. Okay. I think you were pussies about giving out a recipe. Oh, no. <laughs> so, we were. No, we were. Absolutely. We were. Absolutely. So, okay, what do you want to know? Well, you want the recipe for dog or for the cream ale? Anything. I'll give you the recipe for dog. Will you? Yeah, any, I'll take anything. Give You know, whatever you guys want to give I'll out. If you could give, because you know how it is to be a home brewer, man. Fred, People want to do this. Fred's on his way. He's, so, uh, he's looking up the recipe for dog right now. Awesome. That's our imperial cool. half. I got to do it That's because. imperial half. Is that what you're going to give us a recipe for, an Imperial Half? Yep. Oh, fantastic. Yep. All right, very cool. And you don't have oh, to convert it or anything. Just give it as it is, and we'll take care of the rest. Oh, um, just just as a plug, yes. um, <laughs> we uh, we love ProMash. Okay. Uh, yeah, we do. Great. Yeah. So do hey, we. Hey, another, another plug. I'm going to get shameless here. Um, the next couple of weeks, we'll have a web store up where you can get great Laughing Dog stuff. Okay, and well, that so you can again. Uh, that will be available at uh, laughingdogbrewing dot com, I assume. Correct. And check yeah. it out. Okay, very cool. Okay, so okay, you want the recipe for dog? This is the Imperial <laughs> House. I'll, I'll give you percent. Okay? Sounds like it's gonna hurt. That'll so work. Go ahead and do it anyway. That'll work. Go this for is, it. No, no, no. Nah. Um, here goes, and I'm gonna give it to you in percentages: thirty-four per thirty-four point eight percent wheat malt. 
Okay. 26.1% Great Western two-row. All right. Uh, well, I got wheat malt in here twice. 21.7% wheat malt again. So obviously we added a little more to it. Yeah, okay. And 17.4%. Uh, well, no, wait a minute. I got a problem here. Actually, it was just those two. I'm trying to figure out. Hang on a second, guys. I think the problem the whole show the is they, they don't even know yeah, their recipes. Yeah, looking at a session, so... Go to the recipe now. i got to go to the recipe. <laughs> so, uh, give okay. me a second, Interim. guys. Uh, all right. No worries. Uh, we got time. I was looking at Jerry's session where he adjusted it. Guy. Hey, why don't I do this? Why don't you guys look it over? I got Zymer just on the line. Oh! So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you look it over, and uh, let's put Zymy on the phone. I'm doing this reluctantly. Oh, do uh, Zyme, what's happening, man? I see my reputation precedes me. Yes. <laughs> of course, my friend. How are you? Put the skin dress well, on. I'm doing fine. He's like, like big stuff to in my brewery. I want to know day. what's up. As I'm, they want to know how it is you know things about their brewery. Uh, well... Zymer just helped build the whole state of Idaho. I don't know if you guys knew that. Let him answer. Come on. <laughs> yeah, thank you, JP. I appreciate that, my brother. No, uh... Wow. I'm well-connected in the uh, beer universe up here in Portland. <laughs> uh-huh. And, uh... I'm kind of a, I don't know, minor celebrity, Stoker. but... <laughs> I, I get hooked up with a lot of people here. I see. I don't know if you guys know, but I'm kind of a big. I'm thing kind of here. a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> in Portland. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's all right. It's cool. I, mean, I have fun. Okay, good. So that's how, uh, so that's how he knows about you guys. Okay. Yeah, yeah guys, feeding you things. Guy, you know, he forgot that uh, he's supposed to be using Wireman wheat. Wireman, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, anything else, Sam? Uh, yeah, I got the biggest freaking surprise of my life here the other day. I got a email, and uh, it looks like uh, Brewing Man is going to be the big event of the year next year. I mean, it's going to be bigger than Gab F and bigger than the OBF combined. Really? Wow. Cool. Yeah, I mean, all I can say is look for an international magazine, and you'll see an article about it. There's a magazine called International Magazine? <laughs> No, it's international uh, in scope, but I oh, can't okay. say anymore. I've got an NDA. So what else is going to... I mean, how many beers are going to be there? Uh, hopefully as many as they'll be there. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I mean, how many what, is that? What does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah. Well, uh, you got to look within, dude. Okay, well, I'm looking right now, and I'm looking at you, and we're talking right now. So how many is it going to be? Turn up some music. Crank it. Is it 100 breweries? Is it 200? Or is oh, it out hey, of this world? I'm yeah. hoping for 500. That's the limit of people we can have up there. 500. All right, Zion. Thank you for the call, my brother. Hey, no problem. Okay. Good. Later. We're back. So we're back. We've, we've got the recipe for Dog the Imperial F. Okay. Yay. Thank you. Davos, 57% wheat malt. Okay. 43% Great Western two row. All right. Um, now, this is a 15-barrel batch, so I don't have the percentages. Magnums are our bittering uh, hops. Okay. Um, there's 12.6 IBUs. Okay. Haller cows, uh, and that's at a 75-minute on the boil. Oh, 75-minute boil, cows huh? at five minutes on the boil. Last, last five minutes, um, uh, 2.6 IBUs. And then Whirlpool or Tetanangs. Uh-huh. Um, we used... Uh, uh, six pounds in a 15-barrel batch, so you can back that down. All right, scale it. Yeah, so you want to scale it. Okay. The yeast, 
was White Labs 320 or YE's 1010. What is that, Jip? Do you know what the 320 is? Uh, it's an American half yeast. It's an American half yeast. Okay. American. Yeah, because 300 is the German, so 300. All right. Yeah. See, the Americans and, uh, are 10 you know, more. We, we obviously uh, scaled mm. that up a few times. You know. What temperature did you ferment that bad boy at? Uh, 67. Right. Okay. Celsius or? <laughs> yes. No. 67 <laughs> Celsius. Who? Where? <laughs> what? I don't know. We're still Americans here. So, right. okay, like, we're going to go out and get a boat of bad gate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's 67. Hey, my kid's not drinking the Canadian lager, okay? So there's like two oh, less. Well, I'm going to go home and kick his ass today. <laughs> <laughs> if I was there, I'd hold him down for you. Yeah, kick his ass for us, too. No. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Was that the whole thing? Yep, that's yeah, it. That's uh, it. All right. Pretty simple beer, really. Uh, okay. I Most of our beer, the original, the original gravity was 1072 or 1754 wow. Play-Doh. That is imperial. That's huge, isn't it? Let's go to 69. Yeah. No, yeah. it's not You should have just said 69 plus, like, 5. Plus, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every, actually, in fact, every OG you ever give from this point forward should start with, with 69 and then either add or subtract yeah. another plus number. Yeah. Okay, we can do that. Yeah. It's <laughs> 69 minus on the, on during the 69 and we added 3 I think more. that'd be funny marketing, actually. If on your website for every beer and you're listing that stuff, you said, oh, it's 1069 minus 12. Yeah. <laughs> and you just, for every beer you did that. I think you're, it'd be good. You're not going to charge me royalties. No, for you that, can right? have no, it. No, no, that's, no, that's yeah, a free run with it. That's free. Uh, okay. I think I'll tell you what, something we'll, like we'll, that. Yeah. we'll trade it for some bottles of beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you well, can just, send us some bottles of beer. Actually, we'd really like you guys just to come visit us. I'd love Hang to. Hang out, go skiing. I like snowboard, to do Girl hunting. Snowboard, mountain bike. Yeah. Can make, I bring? Can I bring my dog? Make some skin suits. Yeah, yeah. You like to bird hunt? Uh, sh- sure. Like I, a what? Do I have if to? By ca- bird, you mean ladies? Then yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Know, do I have to kill anything? No. Oh yeah, that's you part of hunting, dude. No, you, you can just stand I can't, and look. I can't check the razor that's wire good. on the plane though, so you'll have it up there, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, the compound. All right. Good. Yeah, I, my dad used to take me hunting, and I'm, my dad was a big pussy about killing animals too. So I'm con- like, he never. We went hunting. It's a good thing for like, went hunting. Yeah. We went hunting every year for like five years. He never caught anything, and I always just he always would tell me, "Well, he would go deer hunting with a bow, right?" Oh, yeah. Jesus. And he just would say to me, "Well, they're just real hard to catch. They're just too elusive." Well, it took me years to realize he didn't want to kill well, anything. Was it was his buddies. They all wanted to go hunting, so he'd go and he would just like look at the deer and see how nice. Damn, they were. I missed again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Never kill anything. Don't chase after it. Yeah, God damn it. This bow here must be crooked. My bow's crooked. So his best hunting was in the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, it it died frozen. You guys go bird hunting a lot? It was pretty good. Can I interrupt you guys? I'm sorry. Yes, our fault. Doing a show our here. Our fault. Yeah. Go ahead. It's comedy. I thought uh, we were interrupting you. It was pretty relevant. Somebody asked what the total IBUs were on dog. Yeah. Twelve and a half. Doc, will you shut the fuck up for ten minutes? (laughs) Ooh, you said fuck. Uh, Go ahead. I like the word fuck. (laughs) That's like that's like one of my main words in the brewery. Yeah. What the fuck are we doing here? (laughs) What? Sorry, you're gonna have to repeat it. What were the total IBUs? Well, fifteen fucking IBUs. (laughs) Fifteen fucking IBUs. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> oh, they're falling down. <laughs> I love it. You guys are great, man. You're welcome back anytime. This has been a lot of fun. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, you guys should just take the corporate plane down here to Pacheco. Yeah, hang out with us, too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Corporate plane. Yeah. And Jerry. Right. Jerry. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't think I can fly that I far. Got one. <laughs> I don't think it'll fly that far. <laughs> Sully will send his. And Jerry's a little tired. His wings are sore. <laughs> <laughs> These guys got to be loaded. That's great. I love it. You guys loaded? Are awesome. yeah. No, we're not loaded. Just a little bit. Drop in a week. Oh man. Wow, we should. You guys want to just hang out for the meltdown or what? <laughs> it only gets no, worse from my here. She's looking in the window of the office, going, "We got to go home. Uh, we got to fix dinner." Flipping through the All magazine. Right, she uh, is actually here. She's going waiting on? to drive me home. Well, I'll put her on the air. Okay. No, no, no. no. You she sure? Why not? More than I do. We're uh, we're actually we're pretty good with wives. You uh, want to uh, you want to put her on real quick? We're smooth with the ladies. Does she use the F word? Um, yeah. There, well, then bring her Excellent. on. Mainly hurry the fuck up. I want to go home and <laughs> fucking cook dinner. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hey, guys. you on the air. Is she, oh, is she going to do it? She says she doesn't want to be on the fucking air. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not really on the air. It's on the did, internet. Did she say it just like that? <laughs> well, pretty um, much, yeah. yeah. I'm not getting laid tonight. Put it that way. All right, LaughingDogBrewing.com. It's Jerry Tiff, the head brewer, and Fred Colby, brewmaster and owner. They started this whole thing, been going for a couple of years, a little over a couple of years, and you sound like great dudes to me. Uh, I like the beer at GABF. I can't wait to get more. So thanks a lot for hanging out with us, man. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks for coming on. We'll uh, catch you guys later. All right, like I said, anytime you want, man. You guys call in. We'll get you back in the show. A lot of fun. So if we can make it out there, we'll be calling you up. Do it. All right, brothers. Cheers. Have a good night. There's man. Out. Bye-bye. Out. Very cool. What a bunch of good dudes. They deserve a round of applause, man, just for hanging out and uh, having a good time. We're going to take a real quick break here. I do have callers on the line, so hang in there. We'll get to you. we got a couple of tastings to do, and uh, we'll try to get out of here at some reasonable hour. Uh, Hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. All right. Uh, Brewing classic styles, take one. So we got to do this commercial for the BN. Okay. What do you want to do? I don't know. It's uh, for Jamil's new book. Are you going to get it? Of course. You're going to pay money. I think we get that stuff for free, don't we? <laughs> I haven't got anything for free yet, have you? No. Got a free kick in the butt. Yeah. This is starting to sound like an episode of The Butchers. Why haven't we done one of those butchers lately? No one likes them. Oh. There's good reason nobody likes those either. What's that? Because I'm short and insecure and you're fat and smell like ass. Oh, man. That hurts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we roll tape? All right. Let's go. This fall, the most anticipated book in home brewing will be available from just one place. Uh, no, did you can get in a lot of places. Well, the most anticipated book in home brewing will be available for pre-order from only one place. That's not true either. All right, smarty pants, but only one place will have it signed. Oh, that's cool. 
TheBrewingNetwork.com offers brewing classic styles by Jamil Zanishev, the most awarded homebrewer in history, and homebrewing expert John Palmer. Available now for pre-order from the Brewing Network store, signed by Jamil himself. It's every BJCP style. Every recipe is extract and all grain. Every single one has won awards. Every style has some tips on how you brew the beer, what to focus on, what the key parts are of brewing an excellent version of the style. Available this fall, Brewing Classic Styles. Pre-order your copy today. Visit thebrewingnetwork.com for more details. Hey, Mr. Bartender. Please don't be so slow. I've got time for one more round and a six-pack to go. Tomorrow morning, Sunday, I'm gonna be feeling low. So please, please, bartender, I want a six-pack to go. I've been drinking all day long, taking in the town. I've done spent my whole paycheck just a honky-tonking round. Well, I don't have enough to pay my rent, but I ain't gonna wear it, though. I've got time for one more round and a six-pack to go. Hi, 
I'm Sean O'Sullivan, the brewmaster and co-founder of the 21st Amendment Brewery and Restaurant in San Francisco. Six years ago, Nico Freccia and I opened the 21st Amendment on 2nd Street with the intent of bringing back the local neighborhood brew pub. Well, the neighborhood has really changed over the years, but the 21st Amendment still remains a great place for people to meet over a terrific meal and a tasty pint of beer. In the past, the only way you could enjoy the 21st Amendment's handcrafted beers was at the brew pub. Well, all that has changed. Now, the 21st Amendment beers are available in cans. That's right, cans. When was the last time you had a great beer in a can? Well, that day has come. We're offering our world-famous watermelon wheat and 21A IPA in cans. Cans are a better package than glass because cans keep the beer fresher longer, but you can also take cans to places where bottles can't go, like the beach, lake, golf courses, and sporting events. So join us in the revolution to take back the can from the big breweries and crack open a cold 21A craft beer in a can. The 21st Amendment, 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park. Well, that was fun. That was one of the most fun interviews we've done in a long time. So uh, thanks to the guys over at Laughing Dog, laughingdogbrewing.com. You know what was great about the whole thing is that they were real, and they were having fun with us. And yeah. and, and it's actually the first time I think uh, any interviewee has been in the chat room kind of like commenting on that whole thing. Absolutely. I, doing the the whole, I really like the way they're in the chat room. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they were saying things I didn't even know what was going on. Yeah, they were bringing up shit that we didn't know about. Yeah. <laughs> like Because we don't see the chat room. That's not right. Yeah, <laughs> that ain't right. <laughs> they were commenting on everything like they were loving it. That's so, great. Yeah, cool guys. So a good, a good reason to uh, listen live. That's right. Listening live gets you a little extra activity. You know, that's, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So uh, thanks to those guys, and, and that was a lot of fun. We've got some tastings to do now. Tasting. Uh, <laughs> stuff that has been sent in and some stuff that's been hand-delivered. Uh, one of them, I think it's... Where's the f- fucking producer? Chat. Yeah, watching the Red Sox game again? Here. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, no, actually, what's that? Uh, yeah. actually, I think it was out washing his hands. Here. Is he? Yes. What do you need? Doing something useful. Well, I need to talk to him about these beers. I think this one here, uh, Stripper Ale. Was <laughs> he showed me that. This uh, Is that a listener beer? This it, Well, I think it's a listener bought beer and sent to me for my, uh, my uh, birthday. Um, isn't that nice? It's a collector's edition, I guess, which <laughs> makes me think we shouldn't be drinking it. It's Just lick a, it. It's a premium ale. You know this beer is going to be awful. It's stripper ale. How good can it be? The label. It's a stripper. The label. There's a naked awesome. woman on the cover. Yeah. yeah. The stripper, well, she's not naked. She's in a thong. It's though. already good. Yeah. Well, the, the stripper on the on the label is like from 1992. Well, don't you know? Don't you know and what? a picture doesn't age. Yeah. Exactly. Like I I watch porn from 92 all the time. What's the difference? <laughs> well, the lighting. I'm just saying you can tell. The lighting's different. Yeah. The most seductive beer in the world is what it's called. Stripper. And it's got a it's got a stripper and a thong. Uh, uh, with a stripper pole. Can I see that? Well, Which, don't save it because you know if you do, then I'll end up probably dying by the time I. Uh, an excellent point, and so Sully will can crack it? it right open. Let me see it again, Doc. Uh, can we get a stripper pole installed into the studio? Yes, we can. Let's do that. <laughs> then we Why actually, need, we actually need chicks. Brewer to know that. about stripper poles. Can we put that? I, to the uh, I, I, yeah, no, I'm not going there. I can we put research. that to, uh, uh, all right. to the top research. of our priority list? Uh, yeah. 
No problem. Yeah. Was there a candle that went with that beer? Uh, that was no. That was a different. Uh, so you can light it and uh, drink it. And are you being it. asked about that? I'm being asked about the candle, and I just figured it kind of went with the stripper beer. Yeah. So Zymer just is like, was there a thong? Let involved? me just. Let me. It actually beer? wasn't Zymer just. No, no, no. It was, no, no. Uh, um, was Casey. Tell you what, Justin, we will get Big Tim up here. Me and him will install that that stripper pole for you. Yeah, I'm thinking right in the center, man. Just right um, down the middle. No, I, I, I want to go in the corner. We can like get some lights on it. Can like I ask a question there. real yeah. quick? We can do that. Um, why would we have a stripper pole for all the dudes that show up here? Yeah. And just because it's cool. The two oh, women that yeah. come here aren't going to be such a bad. Uh, we'll see about that later. We'll have to import women to do that. Just because it'd be cool, man. I mean, I don't want you rubbing your twat on it, but uh, yeah. I just think that in general it's a good thing to have. Hey, I'm just saying, there's no one here. You know to what? Use if it. you build it, I think you're insulting not only Stephanie, who's in the room, but Bevo, who occasionally does a chat room exactly. for us. You're saying, oh, there's nobody and worth Sully. A, a stripper pole. No, I didn't say. Did no, you hear what she just said? She said the two women who actually show up here aren't going to use it. You know what? If it's sure. there, it's just I'm a question. All right, let's open the beer. If there's, no, if it's not there, they won't use it. But if it's there, they might. Where does Shaq okay, keep going? Let's get, a, his let's ass get a pole if, installed and just see what happens. If, exactly. If his ass doesn't let's get do in it. here, he and was there for a second. Then he fired. And you, you know, know what? what? The World Series is on. We'll I some, could give a shit. We'll have well, some. Uh, this is the world to wipe it down every time. The no, chat room to. wants Sully on the stripper pole. Okay, here we go. I'll make it an extra big thick. This is the World okay, Series of Radio. Can we get back to the candle, though? Because you knew about the candle. Yeah, yeah. So what here, was the candle for? Let me preface it by saying Some this. Some ambiance. This is gay. So a lot of people, like, send in gifts and stuff, and it's so cool. Like, everyone's very generous, right? But, like... I've never seen any of these. Yes, you do, Doc. Okay. And... <laughs> It's called your Sunday night this dinner. Was, this was for my birthday. Like the, uh, They sent me handmade soap and a candle and stuff, which I think is awesome. Um, but then, like, like people that send the stuff, they're like, they need, like, immediate reaction to what, like, you see what I'm getting at here? Well, they are taking and time out of, your, out of their life to, you know. Jim, I'm turning you off because you are accusing Sully of being hostile, but like every response coming out of you is like, uh, you're, the rest of us are dickheads and you know what's going on. <laughs> I just started this conversation by saying how awesome it is that these people send things in to me, and so I'm fully aware about them taking time out of their lives. <laughs> <laughs> and Sully's like, uh, but that, but I like I just got this stuff the other day. I haven't used it yet, so you gotta hang okay. in there. And the same goes with like the beer that people send. They're like, "How's the beer? How's the beer?" I don't know yet because we, we we taste it on the show. So they sent me this awesome like soy can. This, I didn't even know they make soy candles. It's a soy candle. <laughs> and what flavor was it? I don't know. It's Caramel apple. But it smells really good. It smells like, you know, soy sauce. No, it's got a flavor, too. But Car- I don't know what. But Car- it smells Car- really apple. good. What, you can't smell that? But here's the thing. Yeah. The but wax. here's the thing, too. Like, the instead of regular wax, which, like, just goes to waste, yeah. you can take the melted soy wax and you can use it as massage oil. Oh. Like hot wax on the nipple? Yeah. Adrian later. So... Take but notes. I'm thinking, like, uh, what am I going to do? I'm just going to rub this shit all over my body and uh, <laughs> have myself a good evening at home. Uh, so, But give me a little time. I'm going to use the candle because it smells great. I got two different bars. Of so I think it's, it's Casey in, yes. the, in the form. And his wife makes this stuff. So how long would that soap And it smells last awesome. Casey, like you can you. always send it to 563 2nd Street. He even well. sent this. Um, yeah. he, he, if you leave all again, right. you're fired. What's with you and coming in and out of here every two seconds? Oh, he's cooking Ooh. dinner. I take it all back. Chat, you're you're relieved. 
no, 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 he's got poor beer. You can fire me now. <laughs> I thought you were sitting your ass on that couch and watching the game, which under normal circumstances would be acceptable. He's barbecuing. What would give that him All is forgiven. I, don't I feel like a jerk? Red Sox outfit. <laughs> More than usual. So Casey sends me this stuff, and he sends me this disclaimer. He's like, listen, I know you really like the antibacterial stuff, and I know you're worried about the germs. Trust me, this soap will get you clean. Like, he's worried that I won't yeah. want to use the soap because I'm afraid it won't be clean enough. I'm going to use it. It smells awesome. Did he make it like, um, like they did <sighs> in Fight Club? Oh, how did they do that? Uh, with human oh, fat. Oh, with human fat. I don't even want to know. <laughs> Look at that. I can see him cringe. He just right came there. back with you that was what? the point of the antibacterial. So for you, Uh-oh. he made it okay. special. I appreciate <laughs> that. I was just talking about how you do that to me, Doc, today. I was talking about today. You always do. You're such an asshole because <laughs> we'll be, uh, we'll be, and he knows exactly what to say. We'll, I'll be, we'll be about to eat lunch, right? I'll be maybe a quarter of the way through the meal, so I've gotten to <laughs> taste it, but I'm not quite uh, satisfied yet. He's really hungry. And he'll look at me and he'll go, uh, man, I, I sure hope the chef washed his hands today. <laughs> or something. Like, he knows well, exactly... You know, when they slaughtered that cow, they actually walked their own, like, shit. Yes. <laughs> he knows exactly what to say. And it's always just one very subtle yeah, and sentence. And I'm done. I can't eat another or, like, bite. Um, how, how many people, like, actually touch this stuff before I've eaten it? Exactly. <laughs> and he'll do it like he's honestly wondering about that. You're such an asshole. Every time, man. I do it for you, babe. Humor factor. All right, let's taste this beer. I did you figure out who this was sent to me? Hopgoblin. Hopgoblin. Hopgoblin right. sent me this beer for my birthday, actually. Stripper, Stripper ale, the most seductive beer in the world. I'm seduced. Give me some more. He's not in there in the chat room tonight. Well, he'll have to listen to it later then. Oh, that's not very good at all. No, it's not actually. But it is a premium ale, actually. It's totally drinkable, but it tastes like one of my beers. Who makes this? You know what's great about this? No, it, 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 I've tasted this. Uh, does it say who makes no, it? No, it's actually a little unclear, but it will. It does say <laughs> on the label that it's Mary is the name of the woman on the pole, and it says, <laughs> to see Mary's stats and a, additional photos, go to... Okay, guys, here, get wait, ready here in on. the chat room. Hang on. Uh, www.stripperale.com. Bud. Maybe he just made that label to have all the barcode and stuff on it. No, I think it's actually, it looks fairly official. No, all right. Um, it's actually, th- there's it's, no website. It's drinkable. It's mm-hmm. not going to win any awards. Stripperale.com. But neither are strippers. So, Depends. except that the stripper awards. Works for me. All right, JP. If you're dumb and angry, chime in on the, I know you, I know you want in on the stripper conversation. Oh, here. Oh, they're all over here. Right here. There you go. But there is no website. It's like a, I, I feel like a jerk now there, too. It's like yeah. I just took him out of the corner. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, JP, your silent time is over. You just get so, you just, you, you can be so negative. He's, got, he's right now, he's following his mother's advice. If you don't no, have anything po- nice po- to say. No, right back at you, pal. Anything he's at pointing all. at you and he says, I'm just trying that's to fit, not my job. I'm just trying to fit in. It's my job. But I always get called out about it. Of course you do. It, it, it's only because you're just less subtle about it. I'm not saying that any of us are less negative than you. You're just quite obviously negative. I'm surprised you haven't cut your wrist yet. It's pretty bad. So is there any response from the chat room on that beer? Um, <laughs> StripperAle.com. Well, I can't believe we're promoting that beer to the hilt right now. Everybody's looking for the website, but the website doesn't exist. All right, there you go. Uh, well, the label itself is tribute to marketing because I would buy that beer a dozen times over just based on the really? packaging. You'd really buy a beer because there was a girl and a thong on it? Yes. Absolutely. Huh. 
I you know, there's a beer actually. There not only would I buy it, but it does. Girls, there's a beer out there called Sully? Nude Beer. Sully, note to self: name your next beer. <laughs> there's Make a beer out chip. there called Nude Beer actually, yeah. and if you peel the label off, it shows an, 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 a, a chick on there, and then you peel it off, and then she's naked really? underneath it. Oh. So who makes that? I like. And it's made down in San Jose, I think. How about mm-hmm. Naked Stefa Weissen? <laughs> Steffa Whiteson is pretty good, actually. Did you know that was her secret, like, uh, safe word in bed? <laughs> <laughs> That's our safe word. Steffa Whiteson! Okay, back off on the chains. <laughs> she told you that. All right. I had a couple of beers hand-delivered from England uh, from a friend of ours. Uh, I have Summer Lightning Golden Ale. This jolly old, not new. England. <laughs> Uh, that's right. Not New England. It's jolly old England. Thank you. It took me a while to catch on. Sometimes, see, I doc, sent that. That can be very cryptic. Uh, a friend of ours uh, brought it from, uh, was there uh, visiting and bought it at a store, brought it to us. And another one is Landlord Strong Pale Ale. Oh. So why don't we start with the golden ale. Landlord White. And then we'll move to the, la- <laughs> it kind of, looking at the label, it kind of could Landlord White as yeah. Landlord White. Justin, I think uh, the order that you made those beers in, it was a very good choice. Thank you, JP. You're very welcome. And that was very kind of you to say. <laughs> and really, really on an upscale thing. Yeah, up, up, yeah. <laughs> I meant it. Uh, well, yeah, let me get rid of the stripper rail first. We have this other beer here no, we just, gotta try. just lap to. it up. Uh. Stripper. By the way, I'm drinking all these beers out of the new Sam Adams Boston Lager glass. Everybody's talking about we this nice glass that. thing. New glass. It's really a nice glass. I was looking at these cool new BN Network <laughs> cards Yeah, that don't have my name on them. Uh, you want a brewing network card? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Will you promote with it if you do? Uh, yeah, because, yeah. How many times have I said, Justin, you got a card? Yeah. Because I'm yakking to somebody over here, and Justin's got his back to me. I, I okay. bump him. I say, Justin, you got a card? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this one, uh, I'll get your cards, Doc. Don't worry. Excellent. I'm looking at mine. Actually, I'm looking around the room. It's flat, isn't it? Uh, uh, I haven't tasted it yet, but uh, actually, well, Sully's has some head on. Has some head. Summer light. The Sully's bottle is head. cool. It's like a, it's a pint-sized bottle, but it's also kind of stubby, which is pretty cool. Um, so we're talking <laughs> stubby and sully getting head. <laughs> okay. Actually, the, the the carbonation's soft. Oh, sully's soft. Yeah, it's not flat, but it is soft. But it's a golden ale, so even yeah. though it's English style, it should be a little more carbonated, would you think? It also seems a little bit more, uh, like, less bitter than it should be. It actually doesn't have a whole lot of taste I, at all. You know what? I, 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 honestly, this is the first time I've had beer in a long time, so it's like I can say a bad I, judge. I could say anything right now. I'd be like, "Yeah, this uh, stout, it's great." Jipper, it's really transparent, right? Like, there's not a lot of flavor there to talk about at all. I would really agree with you on that. Oh come on! <laughs> <sighs> okay, therapy session. Come on, get up here. Get on. No, the mic. actually, this, I think JP's doing great now. I think this. Yeah. Is, <laughs> let's keep it JP, up, man. JP, it's Sunday night. Come on. I agree with Justin. <laughs> Perfect. This is what I've always wanted. Now, if this the it's rest like, of if the rest of you would fall in line, this whole show would be good for once. Try uh, it, Doc. I think you're right. He can't even do it. <laughs> I think Zymer just should be the next co-host. Uh, t- um, help me out on the tasting of this. It really doesn't taste like a whole lot of anything, does it? No. I mean, is there, is there anything um, there to speak of? Even Stephanie knows. No. It needs more. There's nothing much of anything. All right, let's move on to the next one. I really don't know what to talk about on this one. It's very thin. It says it's a 5% alcohol 5%. beer, but it t- it's thinner than a Kolsch. I'd rather drink, drink this than like a Bud Light. 
Oh, well, sure, but that, that's like saying... Uh, <laughs> but you didn't have somebody fly, that's like saying fly this you'd rather date, date Sasquatch than Sully. I mean... Uh, no, no, that's not what I'm That's saying. fine, I'm okay Did you say that, that right? <laughs> oh, is it supposed to be the other way? I don't know. JP? I, wasn't, uh, I think what Justin that. said was perfectly appropriate. <laughs> Thank you. You know, honestly, though, if you're in England, uh, I mean, uh, I'm just thinking about all the times I've traveled and, ha- and not had pneumonia on the trip. <laughs> yeah. Which, but, which uh, time was that? That it's one so time. was like one time, like about eight years ago. But this beer actually is not bad, this golden ale we're talking about right now, Summer Lightning. Uh, it's, oh, it has a little better. bit more bitterness than uh, you'd expect from English beers. But uh, it's, JP, shut up. It's It's not that bad. And I think it's actually well within the style guidelines, if not over the top. <laughs> that was my own little show right now. It was not bad. He was talking. Uh, I I hear what you're saying. I just don't agree with you. I think you're trying to make something out of nothing. No, golden ale. Actually, if you take, I mean, look, it's a golden ale. Yeah. So let's talk about golden ale. It's like low alcohol, yeah. low malt, low bitterness. I'm with you. Well, I, I, English version, five percent. Uh, actually, it's a little bit over the top. I, I think. I actually think we're really. We're we're calling on what we compare it to. We're always comparing, 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 and, and uh, compared to. Uh, oh, stripper ale. Uh, stripper ale or American beers or East or West Coast beers. This doesn't ha- hold up very well. Well, it's won a lot of medals actually uh, on really? the back right of the bottle. It's, so it's it's actually got some legs to it. It's from the Hop Back Brewery. Yeah. So considering that it came from England, we have to uh, consider where it came from. And we're, if we're judging it as an American golden ale, it's not. What? No. But you also haven't had a beer in four weeks. She makes Sweetheart, I'm trying to make it up right now. Just leave me alone. <laughs> no, sorry. No, but I'm serious. It's, uh, yeah. Okay. Stephanie's there we go. So who's tonight. driving the Vespa on the way home? No Vespa tonight. You guys oh. didn't Vespa I, ha- I have no helmet, and I don't, I don't, ri- I don't ride on the back. So well, you got a helmet for her? I got a helmet for No, I've been meaning to get one, one but actually I saw Shumi's, uh, Miss Scully. Sh- Shumi's motorcycle out there and yours, and I was like, I gotta bring my Vespa out here sometime <laughs> for the club. We're gonna go riding. We're we're, we're a gang. going. We're totally a gang now. So I'll be in, put the him in the middle like an Oreo. I want to see you and Shumi on your bikes and like Sean like. I I bet that your Vespa goes just as fast as my bike, man. Well, it may do that, but uh, you don't have the little frilly balloons on the side. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I definitely look cooler. His bike is pretty cute, though. All right, let's talk about this uh, second beer because I'm much more impressed with this one. This one is a Landlord Strong Pale Ale. Sully, why don't you do your bottle investigation on this guy, too? It's a 4.1%. So this one, to me, uh, which has a a much uh, bigger body than the Golden Ale, um, which I guess is rightly so. Who sent these in? It's lower alcohol. I told you they were hand-delivered. A friend of ours was in England England and uh, and actually brought them back. So they haven't even been sitting on a shelf. Um, They've just been... uh, Well, Timothy Taylor is a very well-known brewery in England. And that's who makes this one? Yes. Thank you. And uh, they're calling it a classic pale ale. Uh, It's actually very low in alcohol, but not so low in England. I like uh, this beer. At 4.1. I would Mm -hmm. say there's a slight diacetyl kind of aroma and taste to it, which... Uh, it's acceptable be, in an English acceptable. ale, isn't it? Yeah. Is diacetyl a flavor of English yeah. ales? Yes. It can be, yeah. It can be. Sweeter, yeah. we talked about that before we got here. I'm sorry. There's so many things to remember. Don't, don't hit me again. Just don't hit me. Tonight's going to be a rough one. <laughs> <laughs> I have to work tomorrow. The kids will ask what happened again. Just <laughs> never mind. Ward, you've been awfully hard on the step. <laughs> this beer is good beer. And you know what I like? Uh, I I can taste this beer 
easily turning into cardboard had it been sitting on yeah. a shelf well, for a couple yeah. of months. No, I think you're right. And that's actually one of the big problems with a lot of beers is that when they finally hit the bottling line, yeah. they they pick up a lot of O2 oxygen and uh, they die real quickly. But this is actually kind of amazing for a beer that's only 4.1%. I mean, this is actually a classic like session beer. Yeah, It's got a, a great deal of malt flavor to yeah. it. And if this was on draft or in cask or something like that, I mean, I'm sure it'd be fantastic. And there's a lot of uh, a lot of beer from Timothy Taylor's that I've had actually uh, on cask, and it's a uh, it, it's got a lot more fuller flavor and all this. So the bottle's good, but uh, you're gonna find it better on draft. I like this. Is there more in there? I want more. Do you? This okay. is a tasty beer. Yeah, I, I could don't, see. Don't get your HIV all in that glass, no, I put, please. I actually use the... Uh, by the way, you're out of the uh, antibacterial thing in the bathroom. Shit. I do use regular soap. Are you talking about my bathroom or the other bathroom? You're, no, no, the other bathroom. Okay, good. I'm almost out of foam soap in my bathroom. I'm freaking out because it, uh, it's so good. Like, I know. It covers everything. It's so great. Just foams right out. Foam soap. I'll give you a vat of that. I need I need a big jar of foam soap. It's my new thing. It just makes me. It, I feel like it's protecting me with every inch of skin it touches. <laughs> my bodily fluids. Yeah. So this last beer we have to try here, uh, Doc. I don't even think I've told you about this one. Um, this was sent to us. It's, oh God! It was. I saw that in there. Specifically made for us. We're gonna take a break before we get into it because uh, this one is called uh, TBN Meltdown Juice. Oh jeez! Now, I don't think it's. I don't know that it's a beer. The ingredients, if these, if this is true, if he's listed it accurately, it's vodka, lemon zest, and sugar. So oh. it sounds to In me the like bottle? it sounds to me like a shooter, not a beer. It's the whole, there's 22 ounces of that. It also says drinking copious amounts will result will result <laughs> as if we need help. Risotto in a successful meltdown. Um, oh. And it also says, stop reading and start drinking. Who sent uh, that in? Um, Shat, you're supposed to know these things. Um, I know, I just don't know off the top of my head. Right now. Did you pick it up from uh, your trip back there in uh, BC? I think he's right. Yeah. And uh, I think, and I'm going to call you, you know. BC's not let me tell you what. Room, so you started out hitting home run tonight, Shat. You've been you've been falling off. JP just told you that, didn't he? So BC or Branson? No. <laughs> Ooh, someone just said it's no. Is it supposed to be limoncello? Limoncello. I don't even know. Yes. Limoncello. Yes. I think that's it what is it's actually. Um, it's right. not. It's not from this guy, but he says it's supposed to be limoncello for us. Well, first of all, why would you send non-beer into the beer show? It's in a beer. Because limoncello uh, gets you really drunk. It's, it's yeah, in a beer bottle. Ju- Looks like beer. In a beer bottle. What do you think, Doc? Do we dive? It's in? got a fun label. Yeah, it says TBN <laughs> on it. So does Zima. We don't drink it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Smirnoff has a great label. What, what, you guys don't drink that, <laughs> Sully. Oh. The Coors Light was enough out of you. I don't want to. If I find out that you've got Smirnoff ice in your uh, fridge, uh, she had a really nice dress. I thought whatever the right it. answer was. <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> See, it's a, a nice label is always good. You want to try it? Yeah. Let's just smell it. Let's just try it. It's going to be fun. Let's try a little bit. Right, we're going to take a break first then because here, right, here's what I want to do. I want to give uh, all of you respectable listeners out there a chance to leave now. <laughs> or do something else. This show is over. There's no more session. It's over. Uh, this but is if you're uh, you know, commuting to work yeah. and you got the half an hour, <laughs> yeah. it's good. And you want to laugh along the way? Yeah. 
and flip off that trooper. Yes. We're here for you. <laughs> We're totally here we made you do you. it. That was how I opened that god-awful AM show, was encouraging everybody out there to flip off the guy in the really? suburban next to them. <laughs> I thought that'd be a good idea. I'm waiting to hear the repercussions of that. All right. Uh, uh, it's not a, even a short break. It's a long break. I ain't going to lie to you. And then when we come back, we're going to try TVN Meltdown Juice. And then we're going to leave eventually. Hang in there. It's the session in some form or another. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Can you imagine a world without liquid yeast or German Pilsner malt? No rinse sanitizer. East Kent Goldings. Neither can Northern Brewer. Since 1993, Northern Brewer has been dedicated to spreading the enjoyment of good brewing and good beer by bringing these and other products to home brewers everywhere. They have a comprehensive selection of ingredients and equipment for making beer, mead, wine, cider, and soda with thousands of different items in stock. Everything you need in one place at a great price. Tech support and order advice from their expert and friendly staff is available by email or phone seven days a week. Fast and accurate shipping combined with their central location in Minnesota, USA means you never have to wait long for your order. Request a free full-color catalog by calling toll-free 1-800-681-2739 or visit them online at northernbrewer.com. Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And it's just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session.
jock is like, yeah, let's do it. Can't even show up actually. back in the studio. I forgot to pee. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. I, I, oh, I, I, uh, oh, damn. And you forgot to ask Shat for shot glasses, too. While no, I didn't. Here, didn't you? You no, didn't? actually, I, I had Jip get them down for me because they're on the top shelf. <laughs> <laughs> Doc's just a little guy. He couldn't reach. Come on, leave him alone. Yeah, but he's the most successful and man yes, here. We did. We got we got yeah. them all down and ready to go. We're down with Dad. It's good to have you back, Doc. Hey, I'm glad I'm back. Feeling good. So, Doc's kids were on the show with us last week. Which, by the way, I'm really surprised and disappointed that we didn't receive any feedback about that. Because I thought your kids kicked ass. I thought I that your yeah. kids kind of showed these are obviously Doc's kids. They were funny. They were totally cool. You know, it was great, actually, because I was listening to it live. Yeah. And uh, I heard them on the show. They and it was kind of, it was really cute. It they, was kind of like, you know. Oh, they were so happy to be here. They were there, cool. uh, Schumann was taking care of them. Which oh, they loved it. I talked to oh, them the dear. next day at school, and they were, like, pumped. Were they? they oh, all still, totally. Did they say, oh, we were on the radio? Well, we had buddies the next day, and, you know, fourth graders. My class is buddies with the first graders, which is one of Doc's students, yeah. or Doc's ch- ch- children. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, your students, and, his children. And so, yeah. um, and so I asked him, you know, I was I was messing around with him. He's, like, one of my favorite little kids. He's so funny. And I, wa- I brought him over to the teacher, and I said, what will... Well, B, what happens when you don't go to college? And he looked right at his teacher and he says, you want fries with that? (laughs) (laughs) I I thought that was hilarious. No, that was good radio. And the teacher died. She's like, how do you know that? I'm like, well, I kind of know the family. I'm on the inside (laughs) with these kids. So I thought they were cool. but uh, No, having kids on a beer show is always fun. (laughs) I know. Well, that's the other thing I thought about. I was like, but I'm thinking... Their their father's here, so it's not my issue. No, it's no. his issue. What? So, no. I thought it was really funny because I I gotta get them home. Uh, you know what? They got school tomorrow. I gotta get them in the shower and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> Steph- says, Stephanie did say those kids aren't going to bed till ten thirty. Yeah, yeah, they didn't, and, and yeah. they were pooped the next yes, day yes, when I were. saw right. that. Oh yeah. But uh, priorities, man. I, I gotta get him home. I gotta get him in the shower. And so, oh no, uh, Schumann already got him in the shower. <laughs> That's what I gotta say. You're like, oh, Schumann took care of him, and I'm thinking, oh dear. <laughs> Oh, but they had a good time. They uh, got a little guitar lesson from Schumann. Really? They uh, learned uh, Iron Man and uh, Black Dog. Uh, oh, Schumann's wow. a good dude. He's all right. Which re- request from my kids, actually. That's what they wanted to learn? Yeah, they said, will you teach us Iron Man? And Black Dog. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is definitely oh, just, is there more just of that? vodka. Yeah, there's plenty of it. We'll pass, pass it around. Yeah. Oh, this one's too full. i got to get some of that. Off top JP, of that. How, do you think, how did you think the kids were last week? <laughs> I thought they were the epitome of what Doc's kids should be. They were really good, right? I think we should put them on the Saturday show. <laughs> that might be it. JP, they, you're so full of life right they now. They could have done a better job. I agree with you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, this is Limoncello. I love it. It is. What uh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Limoncello. It's like a, an Italian drink. Yeah, you can have a whole shot. <laughs> Who's got to work tomorrow? <laughs> he, Everybody raise their hand. Uh, actually, Doc, you, don't, you don't have one, patients on Monday, do you? <laughs> no, I don't. One person in the room I don't room work on Monday either. Cha, dude. We're rolling. Jip, you don't Steph. have to work tomorrow? I'm going to get Doc a Vespa. I, I agree. I agree with whatever you say. <laughs> oh, come yeah, on, but, man. I love it. I'm My gonna, best ball has to have like 50 mirrors great. on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How long, having, how long you been on the air with us, Jip? Woo! I don't know. What's the right answer? What? I don't know what this is. It's been a while. I can't believe it's taken me this long to finally get it right. That's this nice. Smooth. I'll just answer it, Stephanie. Okay. Don't worry about it. It's <laughs> nice, actually. The limoncello is nice. Did you guys just shoot it or sip No, it? I'm sipping it like you should. Oh, you're not supposed to shoot it? No, you're no. supposed to sip it like a 
fine it's a young it's like, cannibal. But there's 22 ounces of it there, and I don't think it's made to be like a fine. No, you're supposed to just sip it. Like it's, it's after a, a good Italian meal. You Not get like Doctor. It's, it's gone. It's uh, gone. Caller, who are we talking to? Hey, it's Bob. Did Doc just make a fine young cannibal's reference? No, no, that was Sully. <laughs> <laughs> wow, threw him under the bus quick. <laughs> I love the fact that Doc. <laughs> No, 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 no. Let, let him go. Let him go. So, Doc, uh, you, or, Bub, you, uh... What's wrong with Fine You're, you're a fan of uh, Fine and Cannibals? So you're like a big, like, 80s uh, rock guy? I remember they had a song. I don't actually... What was your favorite song by the Fine and Cannibals? It was a black dude. That's all I remember. <laughs> it was a black... It was a black dude. All I know, it was a black guy. He was a blackguard. And he was from England. There it is. That's the song I remember. Come on, do it for me. <laughs> yeah. No, you Get on the dance floor, let's go. <laughs> oh. It's a classic. What's wrong with fine young cannibals references? I bet Jay got laid at first time at this song. This is the gayest the show's been in months right here. <laughs> Just for you, boop. Wow. Had you never brought it up, this wouldn't have happened. You know, Lee Michelle is awesome, actually. Should I bring up UB40 while we're at it? We're drinking Lee Michelle and listening to Fine Young Cannibals. <laughs> this is about as good what as it gets. This is what the show has come to? Yeah. No, it's called The Meltdown. Uh, What's that, Boop? Why don't you play Red Red Wine by UB40? <laughs> as a matter of fact, he's going to the computer now. That's a stupid idea. I don't know why I'd play that. <laughs> why would we ever do that there, Justin? <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Yeah, How about they, you know, they played this song at JP's eighth grade. I love the dance. fact that Boob is like programming the show right now. <laughs> the live version, even. How gay is that? Uh, it, it, it can't be any worse than Sunshine. Everybody is swaying in the studio right now. Especially Shad. By the way, this song. Shad's totally into it. They sued somebody. UB40 sued somebody for stealing one of their songs. Paris Hilton. Meanwhile, they made an entire career out of stealing songs. Red Red Wine is a Neil Diamond yes. song. Uh, their other hit was an Elvis Presley song. Yes. And they had a third hit that was somebody else's song. Exactly. Jackasses. They did, they make, they did they make money? Doing it. Uh, stolen from a what? Tax form. Oh, right. Did, did they make money? <laughs> yes. Oh. Probably not. Is it interesting that Boob hasn't even mentioned, like, Movember uh, yet in this call yet? Yeah, well, uh, come on. Uh, it's because you guys have been yapping too much. Oh. I like the whole show, too. Am I the only one in here who thinks that everybody in this room talked over the guest a little too much this week? No, that was Sully. I thought the guests were talking over the guests. Yeah, they were like, yeah. they were like, they were in their own, like, show within the show. Yeah, yeah but that, they were that playing was, a lot of But they were there. fun. That, that was, was very fun. cool, though. Fun guests. It was a good show. Oh, it was, it was almost like they were in the studio. It was great. It was kind of, they hey, Boob, how far away are you from Chicago? Uh, like an hour. Okay. What are you going to go see? You, you going to see Boob? Get some weed or something? <laughs> <laughs> what, do you need some heroin? Yeah, you meet him at the airport? I'm going to need a bag of dope and uh, <laughs> a ride to the airport. Yeah. <laughs> I can hook you up. I'm just saying. Bub can do that. You guys, anybody hear the new uh, Springsteen album? No. It's badass. It Is it? He just played uh, the Oakland uh, Arena. Yeah. I, know, I know people that went to both shows. Yeah, I got a friend at the station did who went to. Did you go? No. Oh. Uh, uh, I wanted I, to go, actually. But pa- Parker asked me to old. take him to the Van Halen show. Oh. 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 
Oh, he wants He's to go? He's into Van Halen? It's his, no, it, no, it's his first concert. And all, all his other friends, their parents are taking him to their first concert. And he's like, Dad. So he's into it. Uh, uh, so he chooses Van Halen. Dude, let's Well, no, they're, they're playing here, like, next month. Let's That's good, them. actually. Let's all I'll take go with him. you. Do it. I'll go. We'll all go. I was going to ask I'll bring who the wants weed. to go with me. Fuck yeah. I'm I'll take him to Van Halen. You can't give him any pot. <laughs> I'll bring the weed can from Brian, Bub. Can the little one come? No. no, no. Stephanie, what are you doing over there? You're like well, putting like the big like blanket on the well, idea. The big one doesn't talk to no, me. It, no, the it's, little it's, one's it's like my buddy. Uh, uh, it's always the point where oh, you, you can't do something with one if you don't do it with the other one. But you know, this is like the rite of passage kind of thing too. You're kind of uh. right, and it's like going into sixth and grade. I won't, and, and you know what? If you're going, I'm not going to tell him you're going, and I'm going to just let him. It's like digging your school teacher. Totally him on cougar titties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can't give him pop, but we can stick him on Cougar Or his fourth grade school teacher. You know what? He's bait. Should go. I don't think Stephanie should go. He can never have me, though. He He's in fifth grade. He's older. He can never have but me. But he what might, you like, worry Steph, that you're As a tell. teacher, he can never have me as a never teacher. Never be in your classroom is what you were saying. Exactly. Okay, oh, so we don't. Well, you could always get moved up to JM little, next year. I like never. One I'm not credentialed to teach junior high kids. Oh, because... Oh, do you two want to have this conversation by yourselves outside of the room or what? Give me more or, juice. Or can we all participate here? Eh, whatever you want to do. More juice. I want to can I have a little juice. more of that? I'm turning you off for a second. Doc, I want to take the boy to the Van Halen. Okay. I, I want to go I, to that show. I was going to see who wanted to take go with me. To take I'm going thing. right now, front row. Let's I, go backstage. We I can make it happen. A, it's a, it's a good first <laughs> show for him. And B, how much more fun could he have than with us? Well, what did he tell you, Stephanie, about Justin? No, I'll turn you back Oh, Justin that. turns me off. I, I That's can't, what he told I can't talk. That's what no. happened. You're not the first woman to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love the fact that Steph needs some more jokes. Steph needs more juice. He does think Justin's pretty cool. We were in the bus line. I have bus duty a lot at school. Of course. So short bus. Sweetheart, don't give away too much. I have, I have not the short bus. I have to line them up for the bus. And I was trying to, like, you know, talk. Bryson, or the little one, talks to me, but Parker doesn't. I'm not really cool. Not cool enough. But anyway, I said, you know, I do that radio show, and he goes, oh, you know, like, Ooh. He's like, I did it. My dad, do, you know, like, my dad does that every Sunday. But he's like, Justin's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He digs Justin. See? He gives he, me pot. That's because I give him pot. So yeah. your, your target audience is like uh, fifth graders. Exactly. And that's, so it's not, it's not the beer drinker, like the 23 to, like, you know, been my whole 40-year-old person. See, that's what I mean. He'd like it even more if I, I went like Have you, know, you know, ever been would. in chat? Oh, yes, he went. The target audience is fifth graders. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, so I call it watermelon wheat there, bub. <laughs> JP, what do you think about uh, this whole Van Halen business? I agree with that. <laughs> Would you I come with us? Hey, just a... Hey, yes, you're allowed, JP. I think it's Cougar no, Central. I would not. Go. Oh, Van Halen's totally Cougar Central. I'm wearing tight pants and a sleeveless shirt. I hope it's leopard. And hair. I'm, I'm, get I'm going with Stephanie, but I'm looking to hook up. Yeah, yeah, me and Parker are both getting ass that night. I'll tell I'll you bet. right now. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to walk around and say Parker's my little brother. I'm taking him to his like first that. concert. That's what I do with kids. Oh, yeah. Wait, how does Parker even know about Van Halen? He knows. Uh, he knows. Is that what he listens to? Um, yeah, his dad is Doc. Dad is Doc. Dad, uh, what duh. concert did you go to last night? Oh, Widespread Panic. And he says... So is, did you oh, go oh, to that? Yeah. He goes, oh, the, they're the ones that did do uh, Bear Gun Fishing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what the hell did you, did you say White Snake? No, no, no. First concert was White Snake? No. Uh, Widespread oh, Panic. Ham band. band. My first pub. concert was Poison and Lita Ford. Mine was Cheap Trick. 
Really? Yeah. I don't know whose is worse, <laughs> mine or yours. I think mine's worse. At least uh, mine, mine's the worst. Go ahead, Paula Abdul. Uh, You're you got to be shit. That's me. really gay. That's really sad. Sad. I hope you got laid after that, Bob. This no. is who are you with? This is a joke for the radio, right? No, 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 no. That's Which wait, wait, hold on a second. Let's do an interview here. So, what was the story behind this story? I was. That's going to be a boring story. I probably so. couldn't even drive yet, so I was probably under eighteen. But he was hoping. Okay. He was hoping to get backstage. Who'd you go with? Under sixteen, and uh, a friend at work who was an older lady. Oh, cougar! A cougar. Oh. Except she was married and cougar. For my dad. So Can you just like indulge the story right now for us, though? <laughs> no, not even a little uh, bit. Come on, just a little bit. I'm older. No, <laughs> this is uh, Peoria, Illinois. You don't get a whole lot of concerts. So, um, or a lot yeah. of fun. Paula Abdul came around. She got tickets and asked if I wanted to go. I said, yeah. And <laughs> did you? Did it pay off? No. It didn't even pay off? Oh. Well, in my room with a sweat sock later. Oh. Yeah. Why a sweat sock? Did you, uh, did you dance? No, but, uh, you know, here's the creepiest thing. This is such a shitty town that... You, you, you're playing straight up, not tell me. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> He's like getting an erection right now. <laughs> we were literally sitting on folding chairs in the, like on the ice hockey rink or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you were on the floor. I was cool. on the floor. Do you have an Abdul tattoo? Come on, bud. <laughs> He's still got no, a but I, but I do have the MC Fat Cat or whatever the hell from that. Uh, Oh, that was from, um, here, that was from this one. Hang on, I've got that too. That's why you're it's cleverly like, it, it's, uh, you're new American Idol. That was, uh, yeah, if you're talking about the cat, that was this one right here. You've still got the poster, don't you, Boop? And, you know, I don't think I actually bought him yet. This was the first tape I ever owned. You didn't get a shirt? No. Oh, snap. I was a member of the Mariah Carey fan club. It's totally something This is when they started putting rap in pop. Look at Shat. He's all into it right now. He's grooving. Hear that hi-hat? Oh, this is awful. You know why? There you why. There's no cowbell. There's no cowbell. <laughs> one, of my, uh, one of my sister stations there at CBS is moving 99.7. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It plays this shit all day. Is that AM or FM? That's FM. It's oh, popular, too. It's doing really well in the ratings. That sucks. How awful is that? Yeah, it's all your... Uh, this is the kind of non-milfage housewives. Our ratings just went up because we're playing Paula Abdul. That's how it works, man. That because we've got Bub. Hey, Meltdown know, Abdul. I learned in one of my radio and TV classes, yes, I can do your job. <laughs> yeah. uh, Pretty much. You never underestimate the lowest common denominator of the American person. Yeah, absolutely. Look at the shows that make it on TV. You're, you're trying to ours. be too smart on your little Sunday or your Saturday show. My little. And look what you get. <laughs> little. I just want to point out right now, those of you who don't know it, whenever you refer to whatever somebody does as, as their little... little it's the worst thing you could be saying to that person right now. Even you I mean, gotta hang up on them. Even coming from you, Bub, that's offensive. Doc, is but, that true? No, um, hey, I don't know. Cause I'm just a little guy. At least you're on the air. No, you can't backpedal from your little. No, show. I'm not backpedaling. Little, you little, need to grow little, a little, little, bit little. Into that Stop show, saying that. But uh, it's got potential. No, you just got cut off. <laughs> <laughs> Well, play some Van Halen. He should have kept calling about, um, about Paul Abdul. He would have been fine. He could have hung out with him for like another half hour. <laughs> Had he not said my little show. Yeah. Mother effer. JP, that wasn't the right thing to say, was, was it? Was it? Absolutely not. <clears throat> what do you think about that? 
I don't think it was very appropriate at all, Bub, and I think Bub should really be punished. Thank you. There we go. I pulled up Parker. What's this? Van Halen. He knows, right? Yeah. Oh, we'd rock to this. Panama. We gotta bring him, man. Oh yeah. We're all going. This little riff is well, so I fast. I brought that up to my wife last night. She was Maybe. Okay, yeah. Did you tell him? Did I you tell her I was gonna go? Knock, I don't yeah, know. But if you yeah. think it's okay, well, I just say I, I think he needs to go. And if you think I need to go with him. If you think his teeth will be clean by the end of it, then that's fine. Then no, it's okay. She'll be saying like, "Well, you know, it's a late night, and it's, I don't care. We'll take him out of school. Well, I have no problem taking him out of school yeah. for a Van Halen concert. Fuck yeah! It's, it only happens. Dude, I'll take him out of school. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? Nothing, sweetheart. Just keep talking. He's going to rock, and he's going to learn what cougars are, I and he's going to learn what bad breasts are. There's a bunch of. There's going to be a bunch of eighties. We're like, going. You know what? We're going to make. You know, let's just toast to it right now. It's a done deal. Jesus Christ! I got to pour myself Meltdown, more toast. lemon cello. So you picked done. hot for teacher for what reason? Wow, wow. Just a coincidence. <laughs> Wait a second, man. What do you think the I saw Van Halen, but it was Sammy Hagar, actually. Oh. And it wasn't bad. No, Van Hagar. No, no, no. It was good. It was a good show. I wouldn't it go was see the form in L.A. It was not bad. Well, JP, no, if, if you're would you go see Sammy Hagar? I would absolutely not. Thank you. I, no Sammy I, Hagar. I would see Sammy uh, Hagar before uh, it was uh, Van Halen. I'd see Sammy Hagar, but I would know it was Van Hagar. So, it was still Hager. a good show. Here, let me give I'm you I'm with Sully. It's a good show. But where is Van Halen playing? Um, arena. Two, I, I, they're, they're playing, playing the, uh, the Oakland Arena. Yeah. Yeah. Oakland and San Jose, but we ain't going oh, down San to San Jose. Jose? I don't oh. think we're going to San Jose. All right. Where are they playing local? Uh, Oakland Arena. Oh, okay. So That's we, the, uh, can we get the box? Can we get your box, Sully? My box. Oh, yeah. let's get the box. Yeah, can we get the co- corporate box? You know what up I there? think? You know what, Doc? I think you and I could go together and maybe actually have them play at our house. <laughs> yeah, you guys should do that. Uh, you know what? I saw them play in in uh, Huntington Beach in in like a, a surfer surfer apartment kind of. Let's do that. A party thing. <laughs> let's do it at. Uh, JP's house. This used to be one of my favorite songs. Look See, this is I this is Van Halen Hagar. I just want to point out, where's the fucking rock? There's no rock here. It's like the intro to sort of like uh, some no, 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 MTV no, no. special. Where'd the rock go? And that's what happens when Sammy Hagar gets involved. No, uh, no what, what gets me lit is running with the devil. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, we used to start every every one of my parties with that. We tap the keg and we start did. running with the devil. Tap the keg. Doc, we need another we, party at your house. Actually. We built a line oh. from the backyard to the front Easy. yard. Easy. <laughs> oh yeah. Not See, there's no rock there. That's pop. No, it's very like, how you doing? Yeah. Everybody, welcome to the forum. Welcome to the rock. Welcome to the forum. Yeah. It doesn't go like, wow, yeah. It goes, popcorn's like, 250. So we're rocking now. Yeah. So the Limoncella, go back to that right now. It's actually not bad. It's a good, actually, version it's of that. It's smooth. It's working, I've apparently. had a couple of versions of it, in uh, both in Italy and in Philadelphia and in Los Angeles. It's actually very nice. And the Pacheco version's your best? Pacheco version's I'm very interesting. I'm surprised they sent you a 22-ounce bomber of Limoncello. Well, you have no idea what I'm up against here. I mean, this is actually the first alcohol I've had in a long time, so... This oh is, there we go. yeah! This is going up for a ski trip right now, oh. 1984. Look at that. 
or early in the. See, I'd go just to hear this and hug oh, yeah. the teacher oh. of Panama. You have yeah. no idea. This brings back memories. I can't even talk about it right now. Don't talk about it. Sully just got high on acid just from listening. <laughs> this just took my my buzz up to another level. This one goes to eleven. What's the date? It's a twelve o'clock show. Doc, what's the date? Uh, I think it's like the eleventh or the fifteenth, something like that. Are you paying attention to that chat room there, Steph? Not so much. <laughs> I didn't think so. People are more concerned about JP right now than... than well, JP's on... Now. Actually, you, i got to tell you something. What are they saying? Uh, They're saying someone may need to give him a hug, like pat him on the back, like yeah. give him some, you know... Stephanie, give him a hug. Give okay, I have to tell you, uh, the thing about like Roger Davis during the GABF, when the metal round comes around, he's on Suicide Watch. Drake's J- Roger, yeah. Yeah, JP seems like he's on Suicide Watch right now. No, JP, how's things going over there? I don't know, how are they? Oh, things, you know things what? Are good. Th- things are really good. Yeah, I'm going to have to go give him a couple of kidney shots. I think I should stop worrying about it. JP's being JP. Come on, it's I've funny. I've you know, one kidney failing. It's a funny He'll bit. He'll park up. It's a funny bit, and it's exactly how I wanted to be from here on out. Okay, yeah. we're, we're on a roll then. I agree. <laughs> I got Zyra yeah. just wanting to call in. Oh, put him on. Why not? Oh, no, I, I want you to turn up Running to the Devil. At the same time? Oh, I don't care. <laughs> Zyme, you're on, man. Oh, don't do the video phone with me. You can't do that. You're going to kill my bandwidth. Uh, and I don't want to see your ugly mug. And the person that just called in, I, I, I'm, I can't even believe I'm saying this, was provoking Movember. Provoking Movember. Yeah, and they wanted to talk. But I don't we, know what that means, but it sounds nope, awful. He's calling back, so I'm assuming it's him. Yeah. Hardcore Movember, people. Caller, what's happening? Hey, what's up? Who's this? It's Mrs. Henning. Oh! <laughs> Did you not know that? Come on. Hey, I, 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 Sully's a big fan of your blog. <laughs> I know. Hey, Mrs. Henning, I have to tell you right now that during the only hard spots with the whole disease I was going through, you got me through yeah. it, sweetheart. And your I want to thank you. Really? And I got to tell you, I'm going to buy all the Tony's pizzas I can buy right now just to put you through. <laughs> and keep the kids going. But I got to tell you right now, kick your brother out of that fucking house right now. <laughs> Because that guy's an a-hole. And now nobody knows oh. what's happening. What's the blog? Give Are the blog Are you not reading site. the blog? No, I don't read the blog. Well, I'll tell you something. When you're sick and you're sleeping like, tw- you know, 10 hours a day, you have a whole lot of time to do everything else. <laughs> you read uh, Mrs. Henning's blog. You well, crawled you're, out of bed to read the Mrs. Henning's blog. I, I, I saw it, and work. I saw Mrs. Henning's blog, and I got really into it, and I was concerned about her health and well-being. And uh, that man that's in her house right now, the uh, the brother, get him out now. And the Tony's pizzas, I'm going to buy them. I thought he was gone. I thought you were already I don't know what's out. going on right now. You might want to turn that down. What's going on? <laughs> oh, that's for me. Sorry. All right. Why don't we let Mrs. Henning talk? What's happening? Well, I just wanted to call and tell you guys that I had the worst first concert ever. What was it? Uh, who was it? It was New Kids on the Block. Oh. 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 my story. Why? So you're yeah. not going to buy their new album? Oh, hell no. <laughs> no, that definitely beats Paula Abdul. I mean, it's close, but that beats it right there. JP, oh, yeah. JP I think his first concert was similar. My story. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> JP's uh, first concert was actually Boys to Men. It was. <laughs> Isn't that a delivery service? Can you name a Boys yeah, to Men song? Was. 
Uh, oh, shit. JP, come on, you know it. It's in there. Boys I men. can see it. No, I thought it w- I was thinking of Bill Biff. <laughs> oh. Well, there was that one song, and then there was another one. <laughs> Namla for you. Mrs. Henning's first concert. Feel free to sing along. Why did you go to that? Uh, my parents made me. No, your yeah, parents don't make you go to a concert. <laughs> Okay, so me and my stepbrother really wanted to go. Yeah. Your stepbrother, is that what you said? Yeah. He's we gay were now, like right? 12 years old. He's got a man friend, doesn't he? No, he doesn't. Yeah, he and does. What's wrong with that? <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying he does. He might not have told you about it, but he's, he's spooning with him right now. I'm serious. You know what? They're not, they're just friends. It's <laughs> just my friend. I mean, he does have a tons of like roommates like you do, Justin. Oh, tons. <laughs> oh, so he's got his own shrewman. Touche, Mrs. Henning. Very nice. Uh. <laughs> I do have a bunch of dudes that I live with. That is kind of strange, isn't it? No. <laughs> is anybody going to get in here and say no? No, it's not weird uh, at all. I don't know. That hey. you're kind living of. with dudes. Thank you. All right, well, update your blog because Sully doesn't know what to do with himself. Actually, I'm getting around it now. I mean, I'm past that, but... Uh, well, he checked it the other day, and he goes, you know... He's on Ambien now. Mrs. Henning never updated her blog. <laughs> you know, I have to tell well, you, I, uh, in a week, I won't even fucking give a shit, so... <laughs> well, I just yeah, posted will. a new post yeah. tonight. Oh, you did? Hey. All right. And then he'll have to read it again tomorrow. He will. Another no, but update. That's true. I'll do that. He, he, <laughs> doesn't, he doesn't care about that. Get away from the keyboard. Yeah, Sully doesn't care. He's already gone and into the other room. He's on my laptop already. In the other room. Door's closed. Did she say my name? (laughs) (laughs) He just wants to know if he got mentioned in the vlog. (laughs) All right, Mrs. Henning, thank you for the call. Don't have any more children later. I'm not. Okay. Are you sure? Or any more brothers? What do you got? Five, right? You got eight right now. He's got four. You're 24 and you have five. No, I thought there were four. Four. I have four and I'm 25. Are you still working the pizza place? Yes. All right, send us a pizza. Good. We like pizza. <laughs> no, I'm Five glad you're still working there. That's a good gig. I read all about that. I read it in the forum. I just don't read your blog. But uh, <laughs> Well, maybe yeah. you should start. Maybe I should. No all more right. babies. You have no enough. Babies, all right, we'll see you and Mrs. Henning next year at uh, Mr. Henning. Yeah. Mr. Henning at the G. <laughs> Later, Mrs. Henning. Just trying to wrap up. Mrs. Later. and Mrs. Henning. Later. Those two. They're the greatest couple in the world. I've never met her, though. We've only met him. Okay. Uh, she's never allowed to go. He keeps her at home. Oh, oh we got to wait. Well, keeps you know, tied up at if home. they should Rojambeau to see who uh, goes. Next year, they both should go. Yeah. JP, what do you think? JP, what do you think about them both going to GABF next year? <laughs> Makes me happy inside. I gave him a hug. Nothing's working. What are you talking about? This is per. I don't know what you guys are talking about. This is exactly how JP should broadcast. This it's, is it's awesome. This is the best work he's ever hey, done. More the chat room has come down. Van Halen. Sorry. Uh, what would you like? The too hot for teacher. Dance the night away. What's up, Zymergist? Oh, jeez. Hey, locks the hey. Dance the night away. Reminds me of my hot wife. <laughs> What's going don't on? Don't mind me. My brain's fried. I'm shocked. You're shocked? How? Do you have anything? Or is there something? What's there, going on, Zymergist? Yeah, what's the point of this conversation? <laughs> 
We're not just here to conversation. Not just here to ramble. I'll tell you, uh, brewing man is getting to be so big. It's just you know blowing me away, and I'm getting. All right, I'm not here for free plugs. All right, it's more about brewing man. Didn't he? Wasn't his first phone call about brewing man? (laughs) I don't know what that is, but I don't want to hear about it. That's it. It's probably a hippie fest. You get dumped. That that brewing man thing. JP, you better start participating because you don't want to know what they're saying about you in the chat room. What are they saying about him? This is one of the only covers. I don't covers. want to say it on air because uh, it insults other people. Oh, no, wait. That's the live version. I don't want to. Uh, uh, because you hate that live crap. No, live um, versions always suck. JP, what do you think about what they're saying about you in the chat room? Tell us your feelings. Tell us. Come on. Share. Share with us, JP. Don't make me come over there and share with you. JP, tell me you're feeling fine. I'm feeling fine. And everything's cool. Everything's cool. And this is probably one of the best shows we've ever done. <laughs> Probably one of the best shows we've ever done. It's like Sully's first show back, and he's saying that. He's lying through his teeth. <laughs> what do you mean he's lying? He said everything he was supposed to say. Okay, I love this song, by the way. Coming okay. out to you, the top of the post here on the Brewing Network. i got to get out of here. It's 9 o'clock. Justin. Yeah? I've seen my wife go wild at a party on this show. Don't start telling me about uh, that. Uh, what do you mean by wild? We're talking like... Uh, uh, dancing on the tables and shit. Um, really? Wow. Uh, and this uh, song, yeah. Really? Yeah, kicking chairs and... How well, old was she then? 19. I think she should come to the Van Halen show We talking us. shirts off or uh, just Girls like... Girls involved? Mine was. <laughs> <laughs> Docs was. Who gives a shit? <laughs> just answered like JP. Mine was. <laughs> my shirt was off. I was enjoying myself. It's like JP could be like a Kennedy at that point. Very nice. So I enjoyed myself. If we threw a party where, uh, you know, Karen could cut loose, maybe the kids are away at camp finally, and we got her uh, a few drinks in her. We're like Camp Schumann? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we created Camp Schumann. <laughs> And we put this on, then uh, Karen's likely to dance on tables or not so much? Her dancing on tables days are gone, aren't they? My no, top I'm not is saying no. We, we roofied her. <laughs> which, okay. Which My top is either coming one of off. Us. You'll give her some of this like BN juice stuff. I think we get her. Let me tell you right now, I'm going to take my top off right now with Karen. Right <laughs> yeah. now. Listen ready. to that. All right, that's it. I'm out of here. We're done. Thanks, everybody, for uh, sticking around, hanging out. That was fun. <laughs> hey, the meltdown juice worked. So, and I hope uh, you made it to work on time. Last 15 minutes were gold, radio gold. Yeah. JP, what do you think about the last uh, couple minutes of radio we did? It was great. Thank you. you know, I just want, JP's giving me a hand job right now, so that's why he's concentrating. <laughs> he, he's crossed between, like, uh, obedient and... Um, Sublime. The silence of the lamps. He's submissive. Yeah. He's wearing a skin suit. Put the lotion in the basket. Like he's doing the whole thing now, but he's easily going to cut somebody up. No, he goes, Justin, uh, you drank some IPA, uh. but but not today. <laughs> Jip, are you offended? No. <laughs> I love this. Cha, dude. All right. Well, if Shat were here, I'd tell you guys what was happening hey, next hey, week. But JP, right. well, say white, black, white. Uh, there's Schumann. Oh, there's JP. Or I mean, Chat. <laughs> and All those right. guys. We're out of here. Hey, uh, go to the store, brewingnetwork.com slash store. You can buy uh, books, podcasts, and shirts. And they're available now. 
you can get those Jamil books, uh, you're going to want to do that. Buy Brew Your Own Magazine through us. You guys have been doing great doing that. If you don't have it yet and you get your subscription from us, it helps us and it helps you. It's really a great magazine, so uh, don't hesitate to click that link. It's a banner that shows up on our homepage. Also, click those ads that rhyme with frugal and click them a lot. It's free to you and it helps us. Just click them. Every time you go there, just click them. Helps us a bunch. And, of course, visit all of our sponsors because they're uh, responsible for bringing you this show. Every single one of them. They're all really cool guys that uh, we've hand-selected to uh, be part of the show. And they're really awesome people. So support them, and they're supporting you by keeping this programming alive. Doc, good to have you back in the studio. Feeling good. Next week, uh, we'll be doing something. Uh, Chat will let me know what that is. He's now in charge. Get him Chad. He's doing a great job, too. He's been doing great. We give him a lot of shit. JP's doing all right, too, now that he's uh, submissive and running out the door. (laughs) Exactly. Steph, thanks for hanging out in the chat room. Anytime. All right. uh, We'll see you kids next week. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, You should have tuned out an hour ago. See ya.